We're live. You've probably right. started by now. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I pressed the button like 10 seconds ago. I, welcome to Painkiller Already, episode 269. Yeah, this episode of PKA is being brought to you by Casper.com and two brand new sponsors, Headspace.com and Ring.com. We'll talk more about them further on in the show, but first things first, we got a new guest tonight, new to the show, but not really. I think Josh has been a fan for a while. He said, he said, he's, he said uh, he's watched a few episodes of PKA before. Uh, we talked about him maybe three or four episodes ago. Your channel is Strain Central, right? Yeah, you're the pot it guy. Is. You're the pot <laughs> yeah. guy. I never would have thought it looking at yeah, it. Yeah. You got such a I clean pictured kit, Wall Street. clean pot, yeah, middle right? America kind of look. I, I <laughs> talked about this a few weeks ago. So my mother-in-law has cancer. And like there, there was going to be this thing like, you know, like it, she has cancer. She's going to come and she's going to live with us. And last time she beat cancer, I mean, it came back. Um, like one of the issues she had is she lost weight because she wasn't eating well and, and nausea. So I was like, pot is the answer to this. And my whole plan was just to go to the NC state campus and look for someone who looked like you. That, that was, that was my, that was the game plan. Like these stoner stereotypes, someone who embodies it. Exactly. No one who looks like he does would trust someone who looks like you for pot on a college campus. See, I'm glad you brought this up because this is a good question. I want to ask you, Josh, we talk about this a lot. Um, Let's say that you were in a state that doesn't have legal recreational marijuana. Okay. And let, uh, here's a better example. Let's say you move to North Carolina tomorrow. You got a, a tech job there. And yeah. you want to score some weed. What is your first step? Where do you go? Who do you look for? What it's, do you... It is not what Woody just said. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would say the only people that do that are like cops. Like, if you're going to a college okay, okay. campus... Hear me out. What if Woody I, has seen what if that I, successfully it, put together. What if I have the mother-in-law, right, with an IV bag... And I explain. <laughs> you got the paperwork. Right, and she's in a wheelchair with the IV hanging into her, into her whatever this vein is. Yeah. yeah. And and I say, look, she's she's getting chemo right now. See this machine? They hear it whirring. It's putting chemo in her. Hook me up with some uh, some <laughs> some some of your finest strain. You're, you're gonna be way better going on like Instagram or like <laughs> any kind of social media. I would say way before you go to like the local ah, college campus. you want a paper campus. trail. Yeah, you, know, you have to be tracked. No, it shows you uh, tweeted out for weed 20 minutes ago, and now you're here. So, so you're under arrest. It probably works a little different like as, as a weed YouTuber, though, because like if I travel somewhere, there's going to be someone like, hey, I have weed. Come smoke it with me. So I guess like uh, local bus stops. That aside, or... though, you're, let's, you're just regular, you know, you're regular guy. you got no contacts, no connections, no, no meet, social media following. And just to throw a, 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 a hitch into your game, you look like me. Right, you're no longer <laughs> oh. 21. Right, oh. like you, you, you just you exude cop. It's hard See, mode. I'm gonna well, say, yeah, honest, veteran like, mode. honest answer to this question is probably bars. Like you could probably find someone having a quick conversation with someone at like a bar over a drink. Just look so for someone. So we're eavesdropping who looks... now. That's your technique. <laughs> so now we're eavesdropping. We're we have paper trails so we can incriminate ourselves and so, yeah. All right, we're... all right. Well, uh, so I I thought you'd be better at this job. Yeah, that's really true, <laughs> right? So I have been in three instances where the people with me wanted to score, and I've seen three different techniques go down with with different uh, results. So. Uh, in Las Vegas, I noticed that um, a YouTube friend of, of, all, of all of ours here, really, um, he was looking to get some, and he went on Instagram. And sure enough, man, I, and 
in my opinion, that seems like such a quick way to go to jail, right? You figure that the dude on Instagram who's, yeah. who's like screaming 420 blaze it faggot and that has like tons of photos is probably a cop, right? He's going to narc on you or something. You're going to go to pick it up and he's going to slap the cuffs on you. But no, he found this guy <clears throat> who had lots of images of marijuana on his Instagram and he just starts messaging me and said, hey, exactly. I want some of what you got, man. And the next thing I know, like, he's walking around Vegas with a mason jar full of <laughs> pot. Like, he went and got, like, two ounces or something. The other instance, um, we were at Paintball. And uh, it was the infamous Applebee's trip. And <clears throat> I believe the way that that marijuana was scored and Woody was present was a gentleman who looked very much like you. Red hair, big mustache, beard, uh, everything, you know. Basically asked that guy, said, hey, man, I don't want to offend you or anything, but... Yeah. You look like the kind of fellow that would know where the weed is at. And I swear to God, he went, hell yeah, man. <laughs> was that the sketchy ref who we pointed at when we were talking about it? And you were like, I will bet you anything that that guy has a solution. And he had the solution? Yeah. I, I, if I remember, it was don't take this the wrong way, but you look like a guy who knows where the weed's at. Yeah, <laughs> and even in like legal states, like it. I get that question asked at least once a week. Like someone will come up and be like, "So, do you uh, you smoke?" And I'll just be like, "Cigarettes." Like trying to try to throw them off a little bit, but like, come yeah. on, like, that's like the telltale yes answer to that question is, but they're like, "Do you smoke?" And you're like, "Uh, cigarettes." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if that's they're... the case, then no. <laughs> do you smoke? If they say smoke, what? Yeah. You know they're smoking. Then there's a yes in there. Yeah. Now, the other incident, and Woody, you were present there too. Um, we were in Vermont, and there was a group of individuals with us who I also. Know, this is my favorite one. Some marijuana, and their technique was to send the hot chicks door <laughs> to door asking for marijuana. That's what, what? they did. they sent two hot chicks out, and they went door to door. That, if it looked like they were having a party, they went. I, I like actually saw a slightly them. different way. I, I it, on the same trip, I'm sure. But what the gentleman did is there was a party full of like sixty people there, right? He gets on a chair. Oh God! Yeah, at one point, and he's just like, "Fuck, I'm gonna die." Wait, I that? want weed. <laughs> Who's got the weed? And, and I think he actually asked for drugs. He wasn't specific about weed. He was just like, "I need drugs." Everyone Wait. looked at him, and they were like, "Ha ha ha!" Well, you got a broad yeah. And he's net. he's like, Did "No, he that? I'm Did serious." That? Was that at our party or at the one across the street? Um, it was, yeah, it was at the lodge we rented. Okay, okay, so, so, yeah. the incident I'm talking about, apparently there was, there was a party going on, like, across the street that was not as big as ours, because we had all those fucking people show up, <laughs> but, um, they had, like, a normal people party, and they went over there, like, just knocked on the door, and just asked on the, they didn't even come in, they just asked on the stoop. Shit. Piece of, what a couple of piece of shit sluts there were walking around going door to door. At, I feel uncomfortable. I've, I've went well, to they the wanted store to before. buy it. Taylor, I don't like your attitude towards sluts. We no, appreciate these I, women I, and they're performing a vital girls. service. It's not about that. It's about I feel uncomfortable going to get like a cup of flour from my neighbor if I need it. I'm not going to walk over there and demand illicit substances. Wait, you called them piece of shit sluts, though. One. No, I. Have they, I ever these told, are like, see. There, there are two kinds of people in this world. There are those that like cower and cringe at the distance at other people, and there are the fucking alphas like these girls are that make <laughs> shit happen. I admire them. I, I, I don't know if I'm brave enough to go door to door asking. 
They're just hot no. beggars. No, no, not at all. That's that they were they were asking to purchase weed. That's what they were going for. They weren't saying give us free pot. And I, I'll be honest, I wish that that girl had gotten some because later in the night, I I hung off with her, hang, hung out with her most of the night. Um, and uh, around four in the morning, we had some sort of snowy photo shoot where she was wearing like a bikini and some snow uh, boots. As you do. And we got I was in bed epic. for this photo we shoot. Got, we get some of Epic Mealtime's fucking uh, DSLRs out. We're out in the snow. <laughs> yeah, work for me, baby. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> and uh, then we go upstairs to bedrooms, and everybody was too fucked up to have sex. Uh, and I'm not, not, not Kyle, you're ruining my fantasy. Carry yeah. on, dick. <laughs> Except for me, I was ready to go. But, but, but like, um, and, and don't, don't, don't picture this as some sort of weird big orgy or anything, but there's like a hallway with lots of bedrooms in it. And, uh, and I came to fa- find out what had happened to other members. One person got, was almost going to get laid and the other, and the lady vomited, um, like right in the middle of the first part of sex. So that was a no-go. Oh, God. <clears throat> so I'm in another bedroom with the, with a, a lovely young lady and, uh, we're sitting on the bed and everything and she starts crushing up a pill on the nightstand with a fucking yeah, lighter. second wind. You're like, this is the way this is going. Okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like on It's Always Sunny when uh, when the girl's like, I want to take a pill to Dennis. And he's like, all right, whatever. And she starts crushing it up. Just like, and like, she just snorts it. She snorts it. And and at this point, time in my life, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Okay. Like, like I've seen it. Not that I'm experienced that regularly now, but I've seen things like Nurse Jackie and, and other media where it's done. I didn't know at the time that people crushed pills and snorted them. So she snorts this fucking pill, and she looks up at me with these little pill crumbs trickling out of her nose, like like little Vicodin boogers. And she, she goes, you want some? And I was just like, no. No. No, I don't want some, you maniac. Like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, let's go huff some glue right after. What the fuck are you? That's prime time to be snorting pills right as the party's winding down. Like, yeah. So um, let me ask you this then, because it doesn't sound like you're very experienced in scoring weed in a non-legal uh, yeah. uh, environment. Easy mode. I would hope not. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> did, when did so? How long have you been smoking? How old are you, first of all? Because I can't okay. tell. I am. And, I am twenty. <laughs> okay. And this is a question that I feel like it's asked a lot because people think I'm like in my mid twenties, so it like throws the scope off. It's a beard. The beard helps. Um, it's, it's the beard. It's definitely the beard. Yeah. But I basically started smoking like right about 80, 80, 18. Um, like maybe two to three months before I turned eighteen, I kind of like. I, I have gastroparesis, which is like my reason to have a medical card. It's a, a GI condition, so it's like a stomach condition that allows me to essentially not digest food normally. Um, but I was on just a whole array of pharmaceuticals that weren't working for me. And at 17, that was just kind of the age where I had some friends that were like smoking occasionally. So they were like, hey, hit this joint one night that I just wasn't feeling well. And uh, I basically started right about as I got 18, got my card, and kind of went about being in the legal system. Like one or two times I've actually scored weed illegally, but it's pretty much all just been like legally in in legal states. Was it a black guy? (laughs) Uh, Not going to state that. (laughs) Oh, Oh. it was. It was a black guy. Wow. (laughs) I like that you're not perpetuating any uh, any gender... but I don't like answer to that question. I actually do have an answer to scoring weed illegally. Kitchens. Okay. I've worked in food service almost the entire like like job experience that I've had, and I think ninety five percent of the people in the kitchen have been either they say there's like the five C's of line cooks. There's like college kids, people with cocaine problems, uh, people with children, 
and then there's career people, and I can't think of the fifth one, but it's pretty true from what I've. We'll go with cannabis. So, so if they're so if they're working as like a busboy or a waiter, they're probably token up uh, <laughs> out back before they get back in it's, there. If, if it's like if you can shut up and do hard work, you'll you'll fit in pretty well. So there's a lot of stoners that work in kitchens, definitely. <laughs> I got you. All right. So go to the kitchens. Go to the kitchen of like your local restaurant and. And just walk some... back in there. Now, any right? any particular race watch. of person I should look for, should I sniff them? Is Should, should I do that? Because, you know, I, <laughs> I I would be really afraid to approach, like, a square guy who's going to, like, recoil like I asked him to suck my cock or something. Like, you know, yeah. I, I feel like it's not, kind of... I feel like it's kind of a similar situation, like being a closeted gay guy who's trying to hook up and being a closeted like closeted hot smoker <laughs> who's trying to get hooked up. Like like you're afraid that the other person isn't gonna like be on the same level as you. You don't want anybody to really hear what you're saying out loud. You don't want you're afraid <laughs> it's it's kind of a similar and thing. You're gonna look like a real asshole when you're walking into the back of that Applebee's and instead of taking the <laughs> right no. into the bathroom, you just take a left and you know, proudly walk into the kitchen. Que oh, pasa, amigos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... Start out like that and it'll be fine if you're an yeah. uh, You know, I didn't realize as a kid that all those restaurants like Applebee's, TGI Fridays, um, I don't know, name what, like, like all those that are the same. Chili's, Ruby all Tuesdays. Those, Ruby Tuesdays, that they're all just prepackaged microwaved oh, yeah. um, food. I didn't make that connection. Like, it's clear just looking at it if you got any fucking common sense. And, and obviously they're in the frozen food aisle with that same shit. But I, in my head, I... I I just thought, yeah, they're back there mixing up those mozzarella sticks, right? Yeah. Like, There is like... a distinct difference in quality with those restaurants, though. Like Chili's, same frozen food, I guess, as TGI Friday's. But TGI Friday's is infinitely better. Chili's is horseshit garbage. It Every wasn't time. always. It actually has the, uh, the like good microwaves. They don't have the Walmart microwaves. <laughs> in my opinion, oh. Chili's was top of the line until about 2008, and then they just sank. And it Obama. Was... We yeah, thanks, Obama. No, I, I legit think it was the economy. Like that, my that I used to get the um, guiltless chicken platter. It was something I ate chilies like once, <laughs> or two, every two weeks or something. I ate like I think fairly commonly, yeah. and uh, and then they cut the portion like in half. They're like, oh yeah, no longer even commonly. more guiltless. Yeah, <laughs> and and then the the quality of the food changed, and uh, now I avoid chilies. It's garbage. I like uh, if I'm gonna go to, I like Outback Steakhouse. I don't know what like like how. It, on a scale of one to five, where is Outback? Like two and a half? Uh, well, three? give me a give me a ten from you and a one from you. Well, on so, a yeah. scale of one to five, there are very few tens. Well, I doubt I've been to very many ten. Yeah, exactly. I've been, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> he did say that. Um, I'm did sure I? I've been to some five star restaurants, but I wouldn't remember the name of them. The only like nice ish restaurant that I like know of and know the name of like is is Morton's, and I don't mm -hmm. think that's a five star restaurant. I think that's probably like a four star restaurant. You know, it's a hundred dollars a steak, and I, it's really good. It's weird. It's Morton's to me is a five star restaurant, but I feel like there's someone out there that's like, exactly. oh, you that's, peasant, you think that's five <laughs> that's stars? That's how I feel as well. It, to yeah. me, it's definitely a. It's it's if I'm, it's very unlikely that I'm going to go somewhere more expensive than Morton's. I like um, Brazilian been, barbecue a lot, also. Yeah, know, that's, with a, well, that's kind of uh, like experience kind of meal. I don't I don't know how to rank that because the food is really good, the but food there's is also standing. There's I, also the gimmick. Of the whole thing, yeah. that I like. you know how you can tell when a place is like super high tier is when the waiters and waitresses aren't just like young kids, even in their twenties. They're like they guys in their fifties, and yeah. it's like that's been their career. Like they've been serving mob bosses and whatnot since <laughs> 1961. Like there's one steakhouse here that we go to that's like that, and it New feels way. Yeah, Chris's is the name of the one here, 
Now is it Ruth Chris's or is it just a? Is There's it a Ruth's Chris different? here, but this is Chris's. It's better okay. than Ruth's Chris. Right. But uh, I don't know. I put uh, was it Longhorn you were talking about? Or uh, I was Outback, talking about Outback. But Longhorn and Outback are pretty much the same thing. I don't know. I put them like on par with like a Red Robin. Oh, I don't. Th I think of Red yeah. Robin like a as I, way down there. I think of like, Red yeah, Robin is somewhere with the half. Ruby Tuesdays and Chilies of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think of Five Guys above Red Robin. Yeah. Oh, that's foolhardy. I disagree there. I'm just saying. See, I Five Guys just bamboozles you into being impressed by the amount of food, and they make you think <laughs> you're getting like a, a free a freebie because there's a whole bottom section of bag covered in greasy, really overly <laughs> uh, peanut flavored fries that aren't good. They're wrong, not good. wrong. So give you, a Do you get the Cajun fries? fries. You get the Cajun fries. I haven't ever had the Cajun. Fries. Get the fucking Cajun fries. They're delicious. <laughs> now look, here's the thing about them. Not only is it a lot of food, they put a shitload in there. The meal I get is 2,300 calories roughly, but it's high quality food. It really is. The fact that they bring those potatoes in from a different place, and they're always they're hand cut potatoes right there in the place, not frozen French fries. The meat isn't frozen. They're bringing it in every day. <laughs> They're serving it to you fresh. Uh, you know, LeBron James owns like a big controlling interest in that. I think like 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 fifteen percent, twenty percent. That changes my opinion. Right? You know, those are LeBron <laughs> burgers. He's a goddamn champion. All right. I, I've only uh, been to Five Guys once or twice, real, who am I to and, and it's been a while. I feel like I can't weigh in. But I, on these other things, yeah. And there's two. There's Longhorns and then another one, Lone Star. And I, I forget which one's is that the, the one. The one with the peanuts one. on the floor. Lone Star is the one with the peanuts. on Lone the floor. Star is or uh, one with Not, the peanuts is Texas Roadhouse. That too. I think there's two. There's like two chains. The, the two I mentioned don't have peanuts on the floor in my area really? anyway. Okay. Yeah. I have been to one. I'm not a fan of with... peanut on the floor establishments. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> Neither is Kitty. She calls it the floor think... is lava. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not oh God! I just realized that. <laughs> I took her to a place like that. We opened the door and just looked in, and I went, "This ain't gonna work." <laughs> like, fucking left. Yeah. I. I. She. They would kill her. Kitty is so allergic to peanuts that if some, if like you ate some peanuts and then you dusted your hands like this and a bit of that dust flew through the air and sprinkled onto her, where it landed, it would burn her like like something that were caustic, like or an acid or something. It's really nasty. It's I've seen the her fingertips get melted off before. Well, I've all, known people like, like that. Yeah, like someone I carpooled like really bad burn blisters. Eat Reese's cups in the back seat. Or anything like that when we were driving home without her, their mom freaking out. Oh, Taylor, you're going to kill Andrew. You're going to kill Andrew. And I'm like, he's fine. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to take my hands and just start rubbing him all over rubbing his eyes him. in the front seat. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just trying to eat my candy. We're going to give him a peanut butter wet willy and end his <laughs> life right now on the way to school. Come on. Yeah, that was like a, a moment of not really understanding the severity of it. Getting lectured like an eight-year-old by that mom. Like, when I drive you home, you cannot be eating your peanut candy. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> I get that. Like, I get that lecture at least once a month. So I, that's not a that's not a new thing to me. Uh, you got to keep the peanuts away from Kitty. She will not deal. That's why I want to get the Five Guys. It's a big deal because they use that peanut oil. I got to bring that shit in like it's plutonium. I got to dispose of it properly. I dig a hole out back and bury it. It's, it's, it's a whole program I got to go through. So, Josh, you have a pot-based marijuana channel. Can you make any money off that? So, I'm going to say like 90% of the channel is like non-advertiser friendly because Bounty Paper Towels doesn't want to advertise over some kid smoking pot on the internet. Um, so most of it's like the weird thing about the cannabis industry as a, as a whole is like organic advertising is all we can actually do. You can't have someone advertise their weed on NBC over like, you know, basic commercials because that's federally illegal. So organic advertising, meaning YouTube, social media, in, anything like that, any word of mouth is going to be up here. 
Um, so it's it's basically just like weed advertisers and or people in like the the product weed product community like vaporizer people or people that just make like basic cannabis accessories are the people who will like actually come to us for advertising. So that's where like most of the channel revenue comes from. I mean, this is my full time job, uh, but I definitely have to supplement with things like Twitch and other other forms of of like just advertising. <laughs> You know what I would like to see you do? Because um, I, I saw, I don't remember who it was they did this, and I really liked it. Get a, uh, a non-smoker on there and, mm -hmm. and get them to smoke for the first time. <laughs> that would be interesting. So it, it's weird. Like the, When it comes to my channel, there's a lot of weed tubers. I'm going to use that term throughout the, the thing, weed tube. Uh, there's a lot of weed tubers that like, don't make educational content. They focus on entertaining and, hey, I can take the biggest rip and do all of this. Um, or, or it's just basic smoke sessions, like maybe they're just recording a 10 minute smoke session and, and someone wants to sit along and smoke with them throughout the day. Whereas my channel is a little bit more focused on like at least educating the basic uh, cannabis audience as well as kind of the general public to like what cannabis smokers are. A lot of people think that weed smokers are just like your normal like sit on the couch all day, I'm gonna get lazy and do nothing, opposed to just like everyone knows a stoner, everyone knows someone who smokes weed. But a lot of the really good stoners, a lot of the people who actually like smoke weed daily, aren't going to be super vocal about it. So I kind of decided instead of just kind of sitting back and being one of those stoners that's not vocal about it, I really wanted to actually get some information and like real knowledge out there. And uh, I think something like that really would help, like maybe just like a, a first time session thing. But at the same time, I don't want someone like coming on the channel smoking for the first time, getting too ridiculously high, and then it setting like a really bad precedence for the. No, you don't want that. So in the video, image. in the video I saw, it was old women. There were these three old women. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. And there's one. With and you know, they just took a. Yeah, they just took like a hit yeah. off a bong or something, and uh, and and so they were all just kind of like, oh. This is really nice. <laughs> this is I like this. Yeah, and you know, there wasn't like, where am I? Where's Pete? Where's Pete? Did he come back from Korea yet? Like, they didn't have a meltdown. <laughs> they didn't suddenly think, oh, the Alzheimer's, it's finally here. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> now, I can't remember how. How did I get here? You, you mentioned, you know, pot smokers don't just sit on the couch and do yeah. nothing, but some do, right? Like, it, now, I feel like. There's a certain denial that there's any correlation between them. Yeah. Not everyone who drinks alcohol is going to be an alcoholic who yeah, becomes yeah. non-functioning and crashes their car yeah. and hurts but people. And but exactly. but I felt like what he was saying was that those are the more vocal guys. Yeah. Like, like the only people who are it's out like there everyone, like everyone talking about weed that, are the real stoners. Kid that you know is a fuck up. That their friends you know friends friends like son who do, isn't doing anything with his life or whatever. But when it comes to overall usage, like, you're just going to have people I, – I know people, like, that don't smoke, never touched any kind of alcohol or cannabis in their life that have no drive as a, as a human, as a person. Their day is spent maybe spending their eight hours at work or whatever, but it's like they, they don't do anything other than just doing the very basic, very, like, bare minimum. So, sure, in some senses, like, you smoke a heavy indica, I, I think we need to get away from the term lazy. Because a heavy indica is going to make you really tired, and it's going to make you want to do nothing but sleep. And that, in turn, will probably make you lay on said couch and lock into the couch. But laziness, I think, is more of something that's going to be a person-by-person -person attribute. It's going to be a trait of every individual. Um, I think drives the same way. So, I mean, sure, over, over like consumption, over excessive use of any substance could definitely cause someone to be lazy and cause someone to do nothing. 
but it's responsible cannabis usage and it's it's like not using it and letting that be what you become essentially so i, I, I saw mean, that's a t-shirt the, the other day and it i forget what it said exactly it was it was just graphic but it was like food cannabis and something else it was like the you know, life's necessities and um i like as an outsider i can't get past the idea that there does seem to be some sort of correlation and causation here oh yeah that, that and i feel like the guys on the inside are too quick to deny any deny, kind yeah. of causation like like there are yeah. people who pitch pot as a health food as the cure to all diseases like oh do you have a digestive issue do you have cancer do you have you know, glaucoma i might have glaucoma this is my preventative <laughs> glaucoma medication you know anxiety and and, and there are I'm, I'm i'm not in denial that it can help with some of these things that for some people it might even be the perfect drug the but um eh, when it gets pitched as being practically good for you with like no the downsides, yeah. the, the miracle, oh, perfect. I, I sometimes think like, come on, man, like, it, Let, let's can you real. be straight with me, right? You know, exactly. it, that, that there is some causation that, that a lot of people will get into pot and then get into tiredness, as we call it. Exactly. You know, that, that, that it becomes like a- Lack of ambition. Lack, lack of, of ambition or, or, or like it, it might be that like the cure for anxiety is so effective that yeah. it was that anxiety yeah. that was fucking driving you to get the shit done in the first place. Exactly. You know, I have tons of anxiety. That's how the fucking mortgage gets paid. A joke. You know stolen. how high my blood pressure is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have a mortgage, but, but like the, that's, that's the idea in general, right? Like, yeah, that, yeah. that concern about like setting enough aside for Colin's life, right? That's a thing that worries me and drives me. And if, if I were to smoke pot all the time, who knows, but maybe it would stop okay worrying me. Exactly. There are absolutely and, people that I saw, at least going through college, that fell into exactly what Woody said, mm -hmm. where you know maybe they were doomed to it from the start, but it was they fell into a cycle of just no longer going to class, exactly. obliterating all anxiety by just smoking a ludicrous amount of pot. And it was like... <clears throat> At some point, it was. It, there's nothing worse than listening to someone talk to you about how much pot they smoked. It's the <laughs> most. It's horrible. It's like, it's, like it's, it's pathetic is because it, it's like, any, why do you care? Why do you think I care? What? How many times have you told your buddies, hey, three Miller Lights, two <laughs> two shots of Patron, two no no, no three shots of Patron? Then they got. I'm already bored. No, it's the same. See, it's, <laughs> it's the same it's, thing. It's exactly and boring. Yeah. But if somebody asks you that then you might go through a list of it but if somebody just comes up to you at a party and is like dude this is fucking crazy i've had six of these and two wisdomadoos and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just now hitting my stride man like that's still like it's 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 bad it is nobody wants to be around that person and it does happen it's like it almost turns people who are on the fence off to pot oh, more yeah. when they come into the scene and do a little bit of research and everyone they see is some like you know strung out hippie looking motherfucker who's just like no offense, you know it's Josh. all great man. it's all great you know there's no downsides at all man now just why i'm just gonna smoke all day like it i know that turns people off more than anything because that's their first impression you know so i think it's good what and, you're doing because i took a peek at your channel and you're actually doing informative videos and not just and gigantic dabs. I really <laughs> like when you did the uh, the one gram dab. I really like. Uh, I like watching those unboxing videos a lot um, because yeah. I like seeing what's in there. I'm like, I'm curious. Like, like what's gonna be in there? Um, I'm trying to think what else. That I liked. Um, there was one where I think you smoked a gram of weed in like 
like we watched really that, we fast. Like, you had yeah, multiple and pieces and that's that's mostly like the that's the, what I would consider to fall into like the entertainment aspect of my channel. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's technically a little bit of like pandering to the the cannabis audience because I understand that not everyone wants educational videos. And to get that educational content out there, I need to draw an audience and and get an audience onto the channel. So I'm slowly kind of turning away from the excessive use, like overconsumption videos like that. But at the same time, I know it's what's drawn the audience that I can't educate today. But going back to what you guys were just saying, as an activist myself, like that's one of the first things I will admit. Like people ask, you smoke weed every day? I'm like, sometimes, but I'm not someone who's going to be spending all day every day smoking for the simple fact that I've understood, sure, I can function high all the time. I can remain myself. But there's some things that I just don't want to do high. If it's public speaking or if it's like I have to go to work or something and not forget something throughout the day, then then me personally, I understand that I should either not smoke that much or not smoke at all prior to doing that task. So I think one of the main things, especially for people who are, you know, falling into that that fuck up path, the, the path of not getting anything done. It's, it's realizing that they're the ones that have to control their usage. That, that's what it starts with. Because, sure, smoking three, four, five grams of weed every day or dabbing an entire gram of oil, if you're literally doing nothing but sitting all day and packing that pipe over and over again and then just, like, chilling and watching Netflix or whatever, you're not getting anything done. So if you can, like, pack that pipe and actually go about your normal life, then good. That's you as a human. But, like, not everyone can do that. And even as a cannabis activist, I know myself can't do that. So it's all it's it's it all comes back to is not blaming the substance itself, but more blaming the individual. But at the same time, I understand exactly what you're saying, because I've seen plenty of people fall prey to the same traps of starting to smoke, be it even small amounts and then not being able to exhibit that self-control or not even being aware that they need to exhibit that self-control because weeds this wonderful thing that's going to cure everything for you. Because it's not, and it's not going to be helpful for every individual. Uh, how high would you say? How might, high would you say your tolerance is? I it depends. It'll it'll drop. It'll go crazy after like the one gram. I can say that it was high as absolute hell. Recently, it's it's right about in the middle. <laughs> so it kind of <laughs> yeah. fluctuates, but that's because I try to take tolerance breaks just to do exactly what I was saying, like so, control my own. So to use. put that in terms that like a, a real uh, amateur would, would understand. So are you smoking an entire joint by yourself? Are you smoking multiple bowls by yourself? Like like if you're kicking um, your smoke session off, you're gonna smoke and then chill and watch TV. You're yeah, gonna smoke like, and then have a have a nice meal. How much are you smoking prior to that to get to where you want to be? So I guess we'll put it in the terms of joints, even though I don't smoke a lot of joints. Um, I would say probably about two joints a day would be a good, like, fill. I wake up in the morning, especially if I'm having, like, a really bad GI day, and I normally take a dab, which is, like, the equivalent of, like, an entire joint, I guess. Um, and then right before I go to bed at night, I've always been the kind of person that's not really been able to sleep. So I, I also have to smoke prior to going to bed. I feel well, like that's going a waste to of money. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Um, also, because cannabis actually does mess with your REM sleep. So technically, if you smoke before you sleep, you're getting worse sleep. Like, that's not something that I'm going to deny. But uh, that being said, going back to what Woody said, um, there's also some people that, like, it is going to be something that's a miracle drug for them, and it helps them every single day. But they'll reach a point where they have to have cannabis to feel normal. They have to have cannabis to to reach that point of normalcy. 
sure you can say that they are chronic pain users that will exhibit some sort of not normalcy on a normal level. But there's some people that if they don't smoke before they eat or they don't smoke before they sleep or they don't smoke before X, they're not going to feel normal. So that's that's when it becomes a problem, in my opinion. Yeah. Some people get cranky. Like, yeah, uh, oh yeah. have you very, had people very, who don't get their coffee in the morning before? If I, they're like addicted to coffee. To it's just yeah. like that. Like, I, it's very unpleasant when you're around someone the next morning after you're hanging out and they're just a little nippy. And it's like, tell like, you what, you don't want to take Chiz's coffee away from it for very long. Like... <laughs> No, I need to see that firsthand. He drinks saw, like ten cups a day, right? He drinks a or lot more. of coffee. Yeah, uh, we brought, yeah, we had that instant Folgers crystals out in the out in the forest, and oh. uh, he was drinking that. He was black. not a fan, though. He was not a fan. No, it's mm. it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> um, Did the that first thing I moved into my new place was a Keurig. So he was I snorting have... it. Same. <laughs> he was not actually yeah. snorting it. It was Folgers crystals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high on it. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could drink ten. A cups of coffee a day and still be fine. I, I had three cups, uh, three or four in a day before, and I'm just, I'm actually sweating. I feel moist, like my hands. I can't stop. <laughs> you just moving kind of hydrates like with it, like you know, it, like I don't know if you've worked at a computer for a long time, but yeah, that's you know, you just drink and code or type or whatever, and um, just in the same way that you might drink water or lemonade or whatever's your. It makes me have to like stand up choice. and pace around. I drink a lot when we're doing this show. Like I filled this thing like all the way up. This is a really big mug. This was um, I put the Keurig on the largest setting and hit it twice. So I mm -hmm. guess that's at least two cups, um, like sixteen or twenty ounces. And uh, I'm gonna get another one before the show's over. And you know, it gets me. A little, I sometimes have a cup you, before it gives you a, a show. Little pep. I usually have pep? a monster, but you, even like the monster or two, I usually have on these shows to stay peppy. Like I'll yeah. still right after the show, like, get up and just, like, pace around, like, a 20-foot area, <laughs> like, a serial lap. killer, plotting my next move <laughs> for no reason, just because I... Yeah, sponsored or not, I actually like um, G Fuel, the Gamma Lab stuff for this. It's... He's not kidding. I, yeah. When I went to Woody's house, like, we had G Fuel. Yeah, I had, I'll have... I don't know. I'm trying to put it in terms of coffee. It might be, like, two cups of coffee for me. Is there caffeine in that? A lot. Yes. And and then more, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it, it's uh, you know what, I, it I it tastes good. Maybe sometimes a little powdery, depending if you don't make it well. Um, but I, I guess it's like candy caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> you get a, like a, a powerful sugar rush and a powerful caffeine rush all in one punch that you can make as much or as little as you yeah. want. Coupon code pretty... Woody, I guess I'll throw that out there since we're yeah. talking about him. Well, but... while we're here. <laughs> yeah, your that's, gel, Taylor, that's totally my mindset. It was like, I, you know, they're, they're not sponsoring this show, but no, while we're here. Do they make the, don't they have those energy gel packets or is that someone else? What they have is, um, it's the same stuff, but it's in a packet, so it's a dosage. They call it a stick pack. And rather than like scoop it, you just empty the pack into a like a water bottle, and it's the right amount for. Could a water you just bottle. do it? Could you just eat it straight out of the pack? Like, like a pixie stick? Yeah, I'm sure you could. <laughs> Is I, it a gel it, or a powder? It's powder. It's a powder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It'd be okay. more like a pixie stick. Ah, oh, you'd yeah. want to put that between your lips like a little uh, snuff. <laughs> like, just be spitting it all day, just taking it straight oh. to the straight to the blood. Kyle is a want. nonstop fountain sugar, of video right? ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I say that because in high school, I had uh, there was this asshole in my weightlifting class, and uh, you know, creatine was a new thing to us as like gosh. tenth graders because that was two thousand two or two thousand two thousand one. That's when I and, first heard uh, of it too. Was it right around the home run race, or was that after Mark that? McGuire? He liked his cre creatine. Yeah. So you know, so everybody did, and creatine. If you're if you know, I, I'm, I'm certainly not a weightlifting expert or, or anything like that, but it's a supplement that works. 
yeah. and uh and I just remember Ricky, you know, we were all taking creatine and, and we were surprised by the gains that you would get. Even as like a, a kid working out in high school, it'd be like, ah, I can lift eight more pounds on my bench and it's only been 10 days. That's remarkable. So um, I just remember Ricky would just get a scoop out, <laughs> put it in there and he would be, he would have it in there and he, in class. And I'd be like, and I, I would see tears like welling up in his eyes and I'd be like, Ricky, you all right? He's like, yeah, it's a creatine. Savage. It's not how creatine works, but I would never say anything different. And then years later, I saw it on The Office, like Dwight is trying to show up Gabe, and he does protein powder. He's like, you, uh, he's like, you dilute it with water? <laughs> Woman. And he like, just <laughs> throws the powder in his mouth and just <laughs> 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 spits oh it everywhere. God. Dude, <laughs> I keep pimping. Do you know g used to have creatine in it? Oh, it, yeah. That's so that's not a good. That's not a good thing. Yeah, it's creatine a, actually sent me to the hospital to have my kidneys flushed because yeah. I wasn't drinking enough water with it. The um, water with creatine. So games. they have a pre-workout formula, not the stuff that's marketed to gamers, but they have a pre-workout formula that it I, it did. I'm not sure if it still does, but it had some element of creatine in it. And then as they developed all their like gamer friendly uh, recipes, they took the creatine out because um, apparently. It's a terrible- idea to be it's, gaming and doing creatine yeah it, it's not <laughs> right? a fit like you know yeah, it, with a bunch it, of mountain dew sitting yeah. still not doing anything like <laughs> yeah and i i guess i don't know that i i forget what the specific was but yeah it's that it, you and it, it causes kidney issues because there's been like high school football players die of dehydration on the field because yeah. the coach is doing some drill where he doesn't give them <laughs> water and these kids are taking creatine and the coach doesn't know it or doesn't know the ramifications and by denying them water as some kind of an asshole drill he killed the kid. That is a terrible. There's no. You you never upside. had. I was gonna, that yeah. was my next water question. during the game. That was like, that was my next question. I, now I will say, I was about to ask you, Woody. Did you ever have a swimming coach so you couldn't drink? But I, but if you got real thirsty, you just you're in a fucking pool, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know a workaround. Uh, the coach is like those kids haven't had a drop to drink in eight hours. Look at them go. No, they would deny us air decisions. a lot. There were a lot of drills where we weren't allowed to breathe. Another uh, essential. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they'd either regulate how many breaths per lap you could take, or um, and for the breath. top guys it was one. It was one breath per lap and then a breath on the turns, um, and uh, or they did just do like underwater stuff or whatever. That and, and I guess the idea was to uh, at the end of the race when you're done and your body says stop when you breathe it slows you down. It's like the hydrodynamics of it. You turn your head sideways and. and it you don't fly through the water in quite the same way so everyone's lost it's oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but anyway yeah yeah it uh it slows you down to breathe so it's that drill to sort of push through give everything you have for that last whatever 12 yards without a breath and and i, I don't even know if they still train like that anymore but back in the day they'd ask you to do it without breathing does it does it train your like cardiovascular system to operate with less oxygen but, all right so you know they do those um altitude mass uh, mm -hmm. athletes we use sometimes is it a similar thing that it's training your your cardiovascular system to operate with less do more with less that sort of thing i feel like the science of it has probably been grown since the 90s when i was really into it yeah. but um there there was a lot of thought around having a higher red blood cell count that was yeah, it that's like what the um bikers do right they do the blood doping, and so then their yeah. uh, red blood cells, they can carry a ton more oxygen. 
Right, well, but this was more of an honest way to go about it. Like, the, you know, oh. if you train... Um, Naturally is like, what you're trying. Yeah, yeah. Like a marathoner, for example, would have a much higher red blood cell count than a, than a person who likes the couch. Um, so that's what they would do. They would just train or us all the time. Or a person who does like a, a quick, uh, like a, a power lift. That's a real quick boom kind of. Right. Like, yeah, dude, I used to be, like, they, people would donate blood and stuff. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea how hard I worked for this excellent blood. I've got coursing through me right now. This is good like, shit like, right here. This is the best blood in like the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm the fastest you. guy on my team. You think I'm just giving this away? Like, yeah. <laughs> In retrospect, like I bet someone would have paid you if you could for your blood plasma. You know, you probably had some good stuff in there. Probably I'm, a lot of red I'm blood sure cells I did. in there. There was like yeah. no drinking, yeah. <laughs> no coffee, no like just exercise and healthy foods is all I had cooking. It was the the best version of me, and I would, I hoarded it. I didn't just give it away to Red Cross. You bastard! <laughs> yeah. I hoarded it. You're a blood Hoard, hoarder. <laughs> I I I don't like giving blood. I'm glad I read about that guy who had some sort of special blood that saved that couple thousand babies or something. I don't remember the particulars, but mm. something about his blood was wonderful and it saved lives. And he gave like thousands of pints throughout his life. And I was thinking, like, if that were me, <laughs> those would be twenty bucks Sorry. a pint. <laughs> At least, like, like because I I really dislike giving blood. Um. I've done it a few times, oh, yeah. and I always get nauseous. Uh, I, I've never vomited right there. I've never passed out right there. But I've gotten lightheaded, and I've gotten that like grade vision you get when you stand up too quickly or mm -hmm. right before you have a panic attack, which I have occasionally. And it's fucking awful. I hate it. Nauseous and I, cold, clammy. Yeah, I had a little of that when I gave never blood. Like I that. haven't given blood in a while now. and I'm They missed the vein. I'm twice I'm the man I used oh, to be, yeah. so I bet I could give a pint. <laughs> it wouldn't be a big deal. You know, it wasn't the pain. It wasn't the blood flow and seeing my blood. It was that she kept missing the vein, and I was That's looking, and I could see the vein, like, bouncing <laughs> off the needle. As she, and I was like, in my head, I was going, she's got three. She's got three tries at this, and it took her four. I, I just, I, as a 17-year-old, or 18-year-old man, I had to be 18, I guess, to give the blood in high school. But I, I just didn't have... Didn't have it in me to go, fuck you, stop. That's it. That's three pokes. <laughs> yeah. That's enough. That's a but. serious problem. Those like nurses that they have there taking blood, I didn't know this till someone told me. Not and so it could be speculation, is that they're not real nurses. It's just some lady that works there. That and bitch should be sticking an orange somewhere, I've, not me. I've been, hit, like, uh, I've been hit like twice on my right arm, once on my left arm, and then she was like, no, that's th this one's not going to work at all. It's like, okay, well, I'm glad you pricked it once just to be sure. And then went back <laughs> over to the right arm and got it eventually until I looked like I was, you know, a star cast member of train spotting. Just horrible little dots all over your arm. You look like an, like a heroin addict. I don't I have this talking. problem. I, I usually I get was... a compliment. It goes like this. They put the, the little heroin addict rubber strap on my thing. They make me make a fist. And then, without fail, they compliment my vein. And then they hit it first time. Oh, and you believe them. They're Not. telling that to every joke. <laughs> I was, it's I was how talking, it goes. I was talking I, to a girl once, and she, she was a nurse. And um, I felt like I could tell this joke to her without her slapping me or anything. But she was going on about like taking blood and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have uh, O negative blood. And that's true, I do. I've got O negative, so I, I give a lot. I give a lot. I give uh, like every Thursday. She's like, oh, wow, that's really great. I was, I was like, yeah, they can't use the veins in my arms anymore, though. They're just not big enough, so they use the vein in my penis. And she was like, really? Doesn't that hurt? And I just had her going with this thing. I was like, well, you know, it did at first, but 
kind of started this, liking it. Was this an it. actual nurse? Like, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, I, I kind of started liking <laughs> it after a while, to tell you the truth. I'm really enjoying giving this blood. <laughs> and I had her really going there for like five minutes. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I had uh, my knee surgery. They went on my arm, so I don't do needles well at all. Like they just—I've never been good at giving blood or doing any kind of like, stuff like that. <laughs> but I—I I had this arm done several times, and then they went for my left arm. And once they tried my left arm like two or three times, they—they're like, "All right, we're gonna go for your neck." So they almost had the IV in my neck, but then they finally got it on like the top of my my wrist. That being said, I would not have gone well with with a needle to the neck. <laughs> Holy shit! No. I just can't stand it. What about under horrible. your finger? You know those those heroin addicts. After a while, they're like looking for places to stick it, like under nails, so it won't show track marks, or between their toes and stuff. Between their toes, their dick vein. Those are like <laughs> the the last highways in a heroin. Oh, I start out with the dick life. vein. Just start right. Um, that's right backwards. For the dick. So it's almost like you're getting better. You know. I think it would be funny to like go and uh, give blood and start out talking like that. Like like be like. I, I like to use the vein in my penis. It's huge. And she'd be like, no, no, we don't do that. Trust me. It's huge. You're not going to start unzipping. You're not going to have a problem finding this one. I promise you. <laughs> Just have her be like, no, 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 no. And depending on your behavior during the drawing, this could take between three and 40 minutes. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't need gloves. You don't need gloves. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, trust me. It gets really veiny if you could just help me a little. <laughs> Here, tie one of those uh, rubber gloves around it. That's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> Put your lipstick talking, on. I was talking to Chiz today, and he said his back was hurting him. And uh, we were talking about chiropractor, chiropractor slash massage therapist, and that was my recommendation that he go see someone like that because he said it was a sciatic nerve. And, you know, I'm certainly all knowing no shit about anything, but I figured maybe there's, uh, you know, something putting pressure on that that could be adjusted, take, take the pressure off, make him feel better. Has anybody here, I know Woody, I don't think you have, but have either of you guys been to like a massage therapist, chiropractor type person before? I've, no. had, a, I've had a massage, but it was never for like medical reasons, just because. How long of a massage? Like, was this like a 15 minute or like an hour? Hour. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got a massage. Yeah. yeah I, I don't got... want a stranger. Isn't it glorious? I, I, I remember the first time ever I felt really anxious about it, right? And yeah. um, I was like, Jackie, I won't really be comfortable unless my masseuse is a woman. Like, that's weird to me. And I won't really be comfortable unless your masseuse is also a woman. Because mm -hmm. that be weird? I had the exact same talk with my girlfriend. And she too. was down. She was like, all right. She accepted my terms. Yeah, mine did as well. She agreed. She was like, I think it'd be weird if you got a massage from a man. I'm like, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you feel that way. And my masseuse was a very attractive um, lady. Yes, uh, I've only had hot masseuses. strongest hands. Her hands were, and I, the whole time I was thinking like, if she grabbed my cock, it would just explode <laughs> oh. like one of the fucking balloons. I wasn't thinking. What, what if you both go there for your daily spa trip? There's, they, they have a shortage, you know, horrible accident on the way into work. One of them dies. They only mm -hmm. have one guy, one girl. And you're both going to be in separate rooms, and you get the pick. Who do you pick to massage? We come you? back another day. No, you have the, the expiring yeah. coupons, Kyle. One time only. <laughs> this weekend. All right, I, I, let's let's follow the scenario. If there is a guy and a girl, which one of you has to compromise on this thing? Um, um, I would prefer that. I guess I would take the guy because, like, it is a little weird. Like, I don't want to massaging my ass or anything, but I've never <laughs> had that anyway. Like, as far as she went down was like my lower lower back. I guess she saw my ass crack a little, but that was it. Um, so I figured like maybe the guy will be better anyway with much stronger hands. Like I, I, I would take the guy. What if you found yourself really enjoying it? Oh, <laughs> you mean, you mean what if it moved? 
What? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, the, I think it moved, the, Jerry. The Costanza uh. quandary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, I, I just remember that male masseuse like grabbing his jeans and like, <laughs> like yeah. jerking him down like a little. And, and George is like, ah! <laughs> Breaks up like a prairie dog. <laughs> yeah, like the guy's about to fuck him. He's great. Yeah, I would take the man. Um, I figured the stronger hands are going to be better anyway, because that's what I was always impressed with with all the massages I've gotten was how strong these people's hands are. Just like they can. Uh, I was in a strip club one time and they had a, a, a legit masseuse in there. Like she was not going to get naked or anything like that. She was dressed in a business suit, uh, like a um, like a blazer type thing. Um, but she was giving massages for like I don't remember how much it cost. Ten dollars for ten minutes, something like that. While you watch the stripper strip. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And she, she, uh, it was funny. She was Russian. She's like, one to ten, how hard? And I'm like, eight or nine. I don't know. Give me all you got. And she goes, and I, I'm just like, four, a four. I need a four. Uh, Did I, you like play it off for a couple seconds no. so that she uh -oh. wouldn't think that you were too much of a pussy? No, like I, you sit there like this for like um, a minute just to be like, you know what? Let's ratchet that back. It was clear immediately that this bitch had hands like Andre the Giant or something back there. This Russian milkmaid had been using those things since birth. She'd been squeezing those spring things since she was a baby. She could have broken me. Same um, problem. Same problem rockets. here, except that rather than be like, ah, stop it, four, four, four. I'm like, I just took the pain. Like I had the a haircut. I had a fuck. Yeah, like the haircut. I just had a, a, a fucking awful massage experience, and uh, it was because I didn't want to tell her like this is what too you, much. Woody had a bad barber shear him one time. He's just <laughs> ripping the hair out with these dull clippers, and Woody's <laughs> taking it because he thinks that that's part of it, like taking it. And finally, he's like, that and the guy's like, what's wrong? Why did you flinch? He's like, it really hurts. Well, why don't you say something? Yeah, and I was like, I am saying I something. Look like a bitch. No, I, I dude, thought you'd see the blood. It's not how it went down. He was like, you know, well, you should have said something. I'm like, I am saying something, and that I'm like, the fuck, you're giving me shit for not saying anything while not saying while saying something. Like this reminded me of a, a haircut. Did you guys ever get your haircut by your mom when you were yes. growing up? Yeah. So no. I had to do that a couple times, and usually it was just a bloodbath i looked like an, a real ass like you have to get a really bad haircut for someone in third grade up here <laughs> to say something's wrong with your hair but that's achievable when like you cut it this high and it's like that's not a natural end for hair on the back of a child's head you're like so, a goddamn alien <laughs> yeah you look like it's just it's, you're wearing a, a baseball cap of hair without the bill like that's the amount of headspace covering but uh one time my mom actually nailed talk. it yeah, one time my mom got me pretty good with a, a decent haircut, and I went uh, to school. Uh, the the guy across the street drove me to school because he was much older, and he's like, oh, you're looking pretty sharp there. And I was like eight, so I'm like, thanks, thanks, man, and went to school, came back, and I told my mom. My mom was like, oh, they thought your hair looked nice, didn't they? And they were our neighbors, and so my mom invited the three of them who were all like, they're probably all like in their late 30s now. They're much older than me, and they... They came over to get haircuts for my mom because my mom was like, I'm really figuring it out with Taylor. Like, I'll give it to you for free. And she gave the first guy a haircut. Really not great. I'm standing there in the garage watching because I'm eight and have nothing to do. Uh, the second guy, it's just, it's a slight bit better, you know, so maybe the third guy got a little bit of confidence. And then him, my mom just like started to feel like she was the, the queen of a salon, just like boom, 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 yeah, like going so quick. And she caught that ridge on the back of where your ear is with some clippers on the third guy and i swear to god i didn't know this area could bleed so much like she <laughs> she like raked it with the clippers without a guard on it and just punctured the back of the ear 
And this, this, I guess at the time, like 16-year-old kid just had blood pouring down the back of his neck in the middle of our garage. And uh, she didn't cut my hair anymore after that. So it was a net win. But... <laughs> Good thing. You might be one-eared Taylor. <laughs> I might be. Yeah, that'd be even more comfortable. Make my head look smaller. So. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, Yeah, my mom cut my hair once. Uh, I remember it very well. I was six, and I remember her suggesting it. And she asked me for my opinion as a six-year-old. And a six-year-old me was like, "Yeah, mom, you got this shit." And so, yeah, you got it. Come on, yeah, sure. So she fucks it right, ruins it real bad. Like, like, just up the line is up here for some reason. Like, 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 where did my sideburns go? Not that a a six-year-old has sideburns, but like, there's hair there. There's supposed to be some. And so I, she's like, I know what to do now that I've fucked your head up, Kyle. I'm going to take you to your grandmother because she's got the answer to this. And I remember going to my grandma and her really fucking it up. And then me showing up at school with a shaved head for a while. That's how it went. That's just how it went. Uh, I had to explain to everyone, no, Kyle doesn't have cancer. He's just got a terrible mother. That's all. Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. I mean, you can't pull that off. When you're an adult, you can't just fuck up a haircut and go, well, I guess I don't have hair for the next nine months. Like, you, you got to try and fix PKA it. P.K.A. Dan yeah, would do that. Like people to see. <laughs> P.K.A. Dan uh, would shave his own hair. He would cut his own hair, right? And he says it always would start off with the intention of, like a, like, a shorter version of what Kyle's working right now. Like, a high and tight, still combed to the side. And um, uh, then it wouldn't work. Like, he just mistakes would be made. So he just takes it down to the nub and grows it back and that was That's he, pretty did, balls. he I, did it all the time the worst i've had as an adult was like maybe five years ago uh i went to the this the haircut store whatever the hell and you know this area <laughs> where the sideburn goes into the beard mm-hmm. like usually when they ask you like all right you just want me to blend the sideburn in there like cut it off because it gets too bushy and long it's like yeah that's what that's that's fine this lady just for no reason took the ed the clippers after fixing it all and just like ended my sideburns just like (laughs) right there and so so then i had had sideburns and then not contiguously my beard beard. it was like i can't not shave my face now you made me look like a clown like an idiot with two gaps here do i just wait for this to come in where just like thin hair comes in at first and then slowly it feeds back out like no no you've ruined my look for like three months what was that like uh, my either freshman or sophomore year of college. Yeah, I, I get, think like, of fancy you... with it and try to shave like a bunch of lines into it. Like, yeah, a little vanilla ice thing. Do you guys ever think about shaving the beard? Mm, I will eventually. Fun. I mean, I go and and I, I I cut it with scissors every couple weeks to kind of like shape it down because mm-hmm. otherwise I just just grows like that and I get a real pear shape going on here. This is, like, my first technical real beard. So, like, (laughs) the the first, like, two years of growing it, I didn't have any clue what looked good or what was, like, normal. So until, like, probably two weeks ago or so, I just had, like, ridiculous horns that were, like, going everywhere. And it was, like, poofy. But uh, I would say... It used to be poofy, you say? It used to be even crazier than it is now. (laughs) Um, But, like... I've, I, when I first started this channel, I didn't have, I was fully baby faced. So I've pretty much grown the beard like continuously along with the channel. So for that simple fact, I don't think I'll shave it, but I don't know. At some point, possibly. When you hit a million subs, you'll be an Orthodox Jew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did a, uh, for Halloween, I did a uh, Amish like 
episode where I just <laughs> dressed like I was Amish because I had like the beard and the glasses and my hair was a little bit longer. But when it comes to haircuts, I would say the worst one I've ever had when I was probably middle school, my mom did like the super stereotypical bowl head cut all around. So it was like the actual bowl cut with a bowl. And for probably like two years time, I just looked like I had a coconut head. Like it didn't, it didn't work well. It, yeah, it wasn't you were me. In middle school. That was well past when uh, the bowl cut was in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was not like 1992, so it did not fit in. I was on to like the, the Justin Timberlake hair at that point. Everyone had like bleach blondes, like Oh, curls. I had some frosted tips. Yeah. <laughs> the tips. I mean, I I was, everybody loved Backstreet Boys. Right. It, it wasn't I, uh, me, but here, hold on. In about eighth grade, we had I had a classmate who had his hair shaved like this. Oh, I need to move this. For oh Halloween. my god! Oh my god! He yeah. shaved his bang, his uh, he, hairline. He, he shaved his hairline to do that V thing <laughs> for Halloween. Commitment. Yeah, and it, it, apparently the costume was incredible. But then he had to grow that out for the next couple yeah. of months. That <laughs> yeah, was that's a, a lot of commitment for Why you know, just shave a couple it down? people to be impressed briefly. <laughs> I hope they took pictures because that's a, yeah, that's a serious commitment. I broke I mean, one I of my teeth. I broke one of my was... teeth the other day, like in the in the bottom one of my bottom back molars, like the one all the way in the back, it broke. Um, just the whole top of it broke, and so it's now a good one this, to break. I thought so too. And so, like, there's, but there's this jagged piece of tooth that will, like, rub against my tongue. And it, after a while, it made it hard to, to speak because it, was, it kept cutting my tongue every time I would talk. And when I would swallow, like, a beverage, um, that motion that your tongue does when you do that would rub against it and it would cut it a little each time. And I was like, finally, I couldn't take it anymore. So I go to the, um, you, you think I'm going to say dentist. But I went to the drugstore and I got an emery board, right? And I get back there and just and I'm just sanding this fucking tooth down. Why not in the, the hardware store in a Dremel? <laughs> <laughs> I considered that, but what if I get wild in there? You know, it could get things could get out of hand. So so there I am in Rite Aid parking lot with my uh, with my emery board. Those of you who don't know, that's what you file your fingernails with if you're a lady. And I'm just like sanding this shit down. And I'm looking in my like mirror, the flip down vanity mirror, and I'll sand for about. 20 seconds and then look around to make sure that nobody sees what I'm doing and then I'll sand some more and I can see it like wearing down that sharp edge and I can see like bits of tooth on the like tooth powder on the emery board and I, and I, I got a whole pack of emery boards so I'm just changing emery boards going to different uh, grits until I get you know until I've shaped it up smoothed it all out rounded it down and then I got the fine one polished it up good to go now at home dentistry why wouldn't you just go to a dentist <laughs> <laughs> You're a Does fairly well-off guy. What's You're not the point struggling. of doing that? Yeah, I I don't like going to the dentist. I, I do need to go, um, and I plan to go. Um, I don't have any like emergency stuff going on. I don't you, have any pain. You do actually. Yeah. Well, you, I you did, had, uh, but I fixed it. Hardware supplies in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, cosmetic supplies, but yeah, I see your point. You know, I I felt like you know because the only problem with it, it's not painful. It's not uh, cosmetically bad because it's all the way back there. I've really got to say, ah, before you know this thing's broken. Um, I just had the thing cutting my tongue a little, and I felt like, why spend a grand to get like a root canal and a cap or something? Or it'd be like fourteen hundred bucks or something. Well, I could just sand this motherfucker down. They, they I like would... that you did it in a parking lot too. So if anyone I like, needed saw some you relief outside, they would be like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" I, I yeah, wouldn't it, expect it to be brushing his teeth. Like, what did he just eat? I think what they're <laughs> gonna do is they're gonna put some sort of cap on. 
and mm. you'll have as close to what you had before. It's something weird about teeth. If something changes by even like a half a millimeter, you are acutely aware of that. Like it's yeah. just like like hmm, like it, it, you just you know exactly what the inside of your teeth are like with that tongue. Yeah. And if something changes at all, you're on top of it. Yeah, definitely. So um, I, I've had a root canal before, and I it, everybody says it's a nightmare, but mm. it um. It's just it's just quite unpleasant. It's not very unpleasant. It's just quite unpleasant. That's how I describe it. Um, I I would get another one if I needed one, but I wouldn't look forward to it at all. But it certainly wasn't like a screaming, excruciating, painful thing that like I rank up there in like my most painful or uncomfortable moments or anything like that. It was just like ah, I hope this is over soon. What's the most painful doctor experience you have? Either um, by you what? getting like horribly injured before you go, or just something they do there. Yeah, um, I remember as a kid, I had this doctor. He was Vietnamese. His name was Dr. Haddock, and I was afraid of him because um, when I would visit Dr. Haddock, like, he was no nonsense. Like, he would, he's going to give you a shot. But he would also, I, I remember I had, like, this, uh, like, nasal congestion thing, and he would use that squeeze bottle to, like, clear my sinuses. No mercy as a seven-year-old. He's just, <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like there we go cleared him out must have been McCain's dentist <laughs> yeah it's like, like, like his, his, his little squeeze bottle came with like an air socket hookup. He he was not fucking around and I just remember fearing him because it was very uncomfortable and painful when he'd do that and always being afraid of that but I don't know um, when I broke my ankle um, I remember them, him like not thinking it wasn't broken and squeezing it and asking if it hurts here and me just screaming yes and <laughs> 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 like Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That was that was one of the most painful things breaking that ankle. That that was just awful because uh, they had me walking around on a, on a for a week in a soft gas splint, basically for a sprained ankle when it was broken. Um, I don't know. Uh, can't think of any. Oh, the, the the burn on my hand hurt before I got the medical attention, but afterwards it was great. <laughs> I would have to I've say for me, it's probably so. I've had like a total of four knee surgeries. And one of the surgeries was just called a manipulation, which I thought was going to be like the easy of the, all the other three were like meniscus, like two of them are lateral and one's menial. Um, but the manipulation was because I couldn't fully straighten my knee. I had scar tissue built up. And they say manipulation, like it's just going to be something. They go in and kind of slowly, slowly move. But you basically get slightly sedated, not to the point where you're actually fully out of it though. And they take your knee and go, okay, let's make sure this can stretch. And then just rip it. They're like one, two, and they just fully straighten your knee and rip the scar tissue. So it was like a state of like somewhat being out of it and then all of a sudden just, oh, okay, that happens. My knee is straightened and I'm in like horrible pain slash half like sedated. And they actually have to strap you down to the table while they do it, like arms and legs. So you feel like you're in some kind of like horrible like mm -hmm. insidious movie or something where you're being like wheeled into the, <laughs> the back room. Sounds it's, like a it's party a to me. Experience. Tell me more about the straps. <laughs> <laughs> Good I like night. leather. Are you familiar with Are you familiar with bondage tape? It comes yeah, in a I'd... roll. It sticks to itself, but it's not. There's no glue involved. It's good stuff. Doesn't cut off the circulation either. Makes yeah. the cleanup easy. <laughs> you just throw well, it away I mean, afterwards. It's a one-time use type thing. Bondage tape. The girl. Well, it depends how frugal you are. <laughs> no, the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that that's yeah. You just throw the tape away. That's definitely not a reusable item. Funny. I'm more a fan of the the fuzzy like handcuffs than than tape. Tape seems like it's a little more, a little more aggressive. 
Yeah. You, yeah, you, you know what? We all <laughs> start with the handcuffs. You spend <laughs> 20 years with the same woman. You got to fucking try something different. A little bit of mummification. Step it up. Step it up. Step it up. Before long. Just a little you're... bit of like a kidnappy vibe. <laughs> I saw, I saw a gif on... I saw a gif on Reddit where the lady's lying on a bed with this huge rubber sheet over her entire naked body, and then they like vacuum seal her to the bed <laughs> mm. so tightly that you can see the indentations of like, like you can see a camel toe and like her belly button and her nipples. Like that's how tight the plastic or latex is on her. Maybe some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to vacuum seal a bitch. We're, I was going to say we're yeah. vacuum sealing the partners now. I'm sealing in yeah. the freshness. It's like. <laughs> Keep her in your closet for later. You worry you <laughs> she'll have second thoughts. When but I come back. You worry you she'll have water. second thoughts, but how would you know? Just hit that. <laughs> <laughs> Ziploc creators are like, damn it, we missed out on the market. Mm -hmm. That's easy. <laughs> okay. That's a, uh, that is a thing. Um, um, I, I did some of those prank phone calls earlier, and I, and I got some interesting reactions, by the way. Uh, I'm going to um, – I got to go back. There's, I got some audio issues. I used OBS, um, but I got I to gotta work on my, like, levels because uh, I feel like the, uh, the person who's cursing at me on the other end of the line was a little quiet. Did you Skype so. call them? Nice. And you used – is that what you use, Woody, OBS? Mm, it, I use it now. I used to use XSplit. Yeah, I got to do some test calls with, like – I don't know. My cell phone would probably be the best bet. I'm gonna call. I'll call my cell phone and get my levels right. But I've been I've been fucking with people today. Nice. Good. Well, don't ruin any. But any mm -mm. premises you could maybe spoil. Um. So I, I had this idea that um, there's the um, the LGBT the uh, group you know rights group that supports lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgendered rights, and uh, we're all big supporters of that group around here. But I felt like it would be funny to call some conservative business owners and pitch to them that we're having a fun run for our organization, which is a little more edgy. We support the rights of some of those groups that not everybody's need willing a to friend. throw their... They need a friend. Not everybody's willing to throw their weight behind the pedophiles of America, okay? Not everybody is willing to get behind the, the people who like to suck dog cock and, and get fucked by horses and stuff like that. The furries, all those people. I, I'm sorry to throw the furries in there with them, but I feel like it's fun to explain what a furry is to a conservative <laughs> business owner. I'm sorry. It's not that I think they're on the same level. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, to trigger anyone. I'm just saying it's hilarious to hear these guys go, hell no, hell no, faggot shit. And yeah. Just, call, just keep calling them all day. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do it a little bit tomorrow, too. I had a good time today. Um, just calling them back over and over. I got fifty dollars worth of Skype credit. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I think I'm gonna furries and people who actually fuck animals. Like they're not in the same league. No, they're definitely playing the same sport. You know? <laughs> it's like violin and fiddle. You know, yeah, they're in the minor difference. leagues, like the ECHL of, <laughs> of bestiality. You know, they're just I'm getting there. Maybe they'll make it in the end. And look, I'm sure there's some furries that might be insulted by such a proposition. But oh, my God. I'm not judging either group. If you like to get fucked by dogs or you like to fuck a guy dressed like a dog or you like to be fucked by a guy dressed like a dog, any of those things are perfectly cool by me. You do what you need to do. You a, do you. It's a damn good weekend right there. Yes. I'm fine with all of those. Can you imagine if you're doing human. both? Can you imagine the dog coming in and it's used to fucking like a human and it sees like your ass dressed up as like a six foot tall dog? It's like, oh, shit. How am I going to compete with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's in. Damn! <laughs> I'm a Rottweiler, but that dude's at least 225 pounds. <laughs> oh, that guy can reach the fridge? Man. <laughs> oh, and he opens doorknobs. Fuck all this! Oh, this guy. I get my own treats whenever I want them. You know? <laughs>
Dude, oh. Juice is getting a dog. Yeah, he's getting a, he's getting a, dog? a Dotson. Let's um, a can can you put the link in here so I don't have to change everything? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Let me hunt that down real quick. Wiener dog, right? <clears throat> he's getting a wiener dog. He already has the it's dog. It's not a. Is it a wiener dog? It looked it's furrier. I want to see the pictures again. Well, it says right on it that it's a wiener dog, but I'm looking for it. Uh, let's see. Shit. It, maybe it was in the other chat. Let me go over there. Story. I, think I, want a, I want a dog here soon. I'm looking into getting like an Iggy, but I feel like Iggy's are like the the stereotypical YouTube dog. I thought so, I knew dogs, Iggy. but what the fuck, Iggy? It's a Italian greyhound. It's like a, a small like a small it's greyhound. It's a rapper, and <laughs> not like Iggy's a seven a, out of ten. Maybe very easily confused. Oh, those have Iggy's a nice daily. ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, here. I'll let you guys know that. So this appears to be what an Iggy is. They come slightly tat. She's branded. Maybe this one's a, a cattle farmer's dog. I don't know. Just think of like uh, Dobie the Elf. It looks like a, a small little Dobie the Elf with four legs. That's pretty much exactly what Master an Iggy is. gives us clothes. Right, let's see. Let's exactly. look for a regular Iggy. Shit. If you just Google Iggy, is it spelled I-G-G-Y? I-G-G-Y, yeah. I'll have to add dog to it. All right. Iggy dog. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to put them. <laughs> I'm just hearing that rap song in my head now. I G G Y. I G G Y. I see it. I, uh, this looks pretty cool to me. Oh, oh my God. This is a one eyed Iggy. Gross. Huh. A Cyclops I, Iggy. Search for Iggy dog and look at the first result you get. It's a well, Cyclops. I... Like, this thing belongs on Vet Ranch. God, there's a lot of one eyed dogs. Right. I linked uh, Chiz's dog. It's uh, he said he's gonna name it Ruby. Uh, I think its name is Sabine <clears throat> currently, but uh, very mm. cute. It's a miniature Dotson. Oh, yeah. Dotsons are adorable. My uh, my girlfriend has uh, Dotsons. She's got one that lives with us, and uh, I real like before I like I've told this to our audience before, but just for your sake, like before I uh, like hung out with that dog and lived with it or whatever, I thought Dotsons were one of the lamer dogs. I was, I, I thought they looked stupid. They, I didn't think they would be really physically able to do anything. Yeah. Uh, but man, that dog's got so much personality and it runs around and, uh, and plays tons of games. It, it knows about a lot of commands. It does tricks and stuff. Um, I've bought it a bunch of costumes and outfits and it's vicious when it comes to anything smaller than it. So it's, you know, it's, it's got a different, what a dickhead dog. Yeah. Well, like like lizards and stuff. Like those are her prey. Although she bit she bit Dax cock the other day, and he screamed and ran away. It was great. Bit him right on the dick. I my my black Great Dane is this. Actually, both my Great Danes are very very sweet. The black they and I feel like they've got tons of personality. You would like them. They're fantastic dogs. Your dog takes a bigger shit than my dog. <laughs> yes. I don't have the budget to be going through that many pairs of shoes. It, <laughs> do you throw? Uh, uh, the farting and the shitting really is one of the Actually, major hangups that keeps me away from your dogs. The pooping, dog the pooping isn't that big an issue. We've got a lot of land and stuff, and the girls <laughs> handle it. It doesn't bother me too much. I like that. See, see, no, no, hang on a minute. Rewind. He said we got a lot of land, and well, someone else picks all the dogs. <laughs> we don't. So, so I don't have a problem with the huge turds. <laughs> they are big turds. They're like they are huge human-sized turds. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, Hundred and twenty some pounds. Uh, one of our dog just got weighed. Yeah. So that's gotta take a little piece of your soul every time bending over to pick up a human sized shit. <laughs> oh, there's a. It's like a dustpan like, and brush, but designed. I've picked up dog shit like when taking it on walks for like little dogs, but that's just like 
you know, it's like you're grabbing like a fuzzy caterpillar with a bag. You grab it and pull it in, and you can't even notice the weight. But just the feeling, uh, feeling the weight of all of that pound heaps, <laughs> heaps and mounds of dog shit. It's still it's warm. swinging. You know, it's a stiff breeze outside, but the the bag stays firm. Like a so pendulum big, to the it's ground. been colonized by termites. There's a whole ecosystem in that shit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a petri dish. Two things are evolving. <laughs> Our, um, and no, I bet if they piss, like like I, I bet if they ever piss in the house, it's a lake. It, yeah, flood insurance. They're they're really good now. Ender's always we we got Ender. He's like four months old and he was already housebroken. But um, but yeah, when Harley pissed and stuff. Oh my god, it's such a huge problem. Like Jackie left and I had to deal with it, right? Which is not right. Unacceptable. And, unacceptable completely. And I was like, like, there's so much pee. Paper towels have like no impact on this like fucking disaster <laughs> area. Over. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I did. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna sacrifice a couple towels to this, and then, oh, and then it washes out. Just throw them. Aside. I, I threw them straight in the outdoor trash. Like you get a towel, you clean it oh, up. Oh, look at Mister Fancy Pants. You could throw away a piss towel. <laughs> what are you, Charlie? <laughs> no, it's a fucking piss towel, and then like I fold it up in such a way that it's not leaking any. Anymore. I run it outside. I dump it in the trash. That towel's never to be seen by me again. Anyway, it's just gone. Out of here. Hang it out. There was, a kid, uh, <laughs> there was this kid named Jared when I was, I guess, in like first grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he came over to my house on like a play date, and he, I guess, had to take a shit at some point throughout the day. And so I went in the bathroom, and instead of like taking his shit and being like, oh, dear, like, I've, I, there's no toilet paper in here, and, like, knocking and being embarrassed his first time over at my house. He just used one of my bath towels to wipe his ass and then just left it in the tub. And so then when I went in there later Hello, that night... Age? What's the age group? Uh, how old are you in, like, f- first, second grade-ish? Like, se- eight, six? Six, to seven. six Yeah, to seven? at five, so six, seven. Yeah, so six or seven. And <laughs> there's just a towel covered in little boy poop in the the fucking bathtub sitting there and i had to tell my parents that it wasn't me and that i guess jared did it and they we just never had him over again like it was settled like it was just you know (laughs) sorry if you really bonded with this kid but we can't have kids pooping on our you know bathroom (laughs) when i was um keep some tp in there and it won't be a problem when i was 12 so my my best friend's father was Divorced, yeah. And so my best friend's parents were divorced. And um, he developed this real, like, hero thing around his dad, right? He didn't see his dad much. His dad was kind of a scumbag. Fucking cheated on his mom, ran out of town, let her handle the kids entirely, and then did that again to another woman after they had another set of kids. I'm not a, a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. Not it, a great track record. Yeah, this guy would just fucking seat him and leave him, like, repeatedly but um i made that up on my own seat him and leave him anyway yeah. if i were a landscaper that'd be my that'd be my uh, uh <laughs> on the side of my truck yeah but um but anyway so he just loved his dad he thought his dad was the greatest thing in the world he would just describe little things like i guess as he'd watch tv and his bicep would flex and he's like my dad's bicep flexes while he watches tv it's incredible so finally he brought me to like spend the weekend at his dad's he spent like every other weekend or something visiting his dad and uh, and he brought me with him when I was there, they had this cabin in Pennsylvania somewhere, and I blew my nose into toilet paper and then threw it out. I, I don't 
Is this odd behavior? It seems kind of normal. Nothing to me, is right? adding up so far. This is normal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, the normal. dog took the toilet paper out and like scattered it in like outside, like in not in the, in the house somewhere. There was a pile of toilet paper, and I didn't put it all together. But they were like, like, what's going on here? Like, why is the toilet paper scattered in the the like entryway hallway? And uh, they're they're asking for people to like own up to it. Like, how did the toilet paper even get out here? Yeah. And I'm like, well, the dog did it. And they're like, but why would the dog even have access to toilet? I didn't realize it until a year later. They thought I shit in the, and wiped my ass and threw it in the trash or the hallway or something. And then the dog got a hold of it. What a weird leap to take. And, yeah. I, <laughs> and I, I never owned up to the fact that I blew my nose and threw the toilet paper away because they made it so bad. Wait, how old were you? 12-ish? No, Maybe it must have been they like 13 that someone had been masturbating into the tissues, and then <laughs> that was what was on. That was the oh. substance on all of them. I never. They, that's possible. Oh. That's because yeah. they because oh, there was a real who done it. Like like what is the story behind this toilet paper? <laughs> Who's the, goofing my cabin? <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it like the adult me would have just admitted like I blew my nose or like maybe I could have flushed it or something. I don't know. But there was a whole like how did the dog get the toilet paper? How did the dog have access to it? What's the story that led up to it? Oh, that was like the most little panic feeling in your chest when you're at, over at a friend's house for the first time and like. Either your friend gets yelled at or the parent makes an exclamation of being pissed off about something that you didn't know is a big deal. Where they'll be like, what? <laughs> who who left the lid off of the garbage can? And it's like, oh shit, like this wasn't, this never was for real in my house. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> and then you have to like, uh, either listen to your friends get yelled at, which is always so uncomfortable. Uh -huh. Or you have to go up there and take the blame. You know, take that bullet for them because they can't yell at you. Kyle's <laughs> <laughs> like, never done that. No, you uh, never you never went over to a friend's house and they had really weird rules. Oh I, yeah, but I would never take the blame. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, it was me, the visitor who fucked shit up. I remember I went to a, a friend's house one time. He was kind of a friend. Um, I guess maybe not because we go down to his basement and he was one of these kids who um, his parents got divorced at an early age and the dad had a lot of money and I imagine that the mom was getting a large amount of child support and she spent it on the kids, all of it seemingly. And you can only spend so much on school clothes, right? So they got toys, oceans of toys with all this child support money. And so their basement was like a, a playground, you know, pool tables and air hockey and shit like that. And there were toys literally scattered everywhere. And I just remember being down there and all of a sudden the lights go out. The whole basement goes semi-dark and my eyes are having a hard time adjusting. And him and his brother are running around from corner to corner and I can't really make out what's going on. And then one of, one of them runs at me with a Jason mask and a pool stick and whacks me in the knee and then runs away into the darkness again. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is some kind of game they played where they would turn the lights out, arm themselves, and fight each other in the darkness. And I wasn't in on the joke. So I'm just like, huh, huh. And I, I'm, like I'm like backing up around the pool table and I step on a Lego and I'm just, ah! And I fall back on my ass. And, and he I just remember his little brother, Patrick, standing on my chest like a native with this pool stick going, got him, I got him, and raising up like he's going to poke me. And the mom opens the basement door, flooding the ba downstairs with light and goes, dinner! And I'm just like, <laughs> I, ate those, I, I enjoyed those chicken nuggets more than any Safe. meal I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, I had I so many, I had like to explain have, the bruises have, at like school pushed you into a trap there like they had that lego specifically set up so you'd like oh, fall backwards the whole floor. <laughs> he tried to do the, the thing that batman like... did to bane to you 
<laughs> turn off all the lights and run around. Oh. You merely adopted the darkness. I was born to it. Cool cues and Legos. Strong initiated. <laughs> God damn it. Strong agents for the uninitiated, whatever the fuck his line was. Ruin that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, I guess one last thing. Politics talk before Josh has to run. You look like a Sanders supporter to me. <laughs> He's feeling the burn. You feeling the burn, Josh? <laughs> I... I usually don't quite get all too political, but I I would have to say, especially when it comes to cannabis views, I do not politically endorse any of the candidates. I don't think when it comes to like most of the things that they're saying and spouting and pandering to people like me for are are like I know everyone is super supportive because he says that weed's going to be legalized, but. There's one more important things we should probably be worrying about, like I don't know politics. Usually, a political view is a little more important than than cannabis. Um, and I, I just, I'm when it comes to politics, I, I'm a cannabis activist, not a political reformist. So I, I don't currently support any of the candidates, I guess, um, because I'm not super into politics. I guess that's my overall like very held back view. <laughs> That's a bullshit view. You Very support Sanders and you know it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I, think, I didn't I think even get this... it. They were like, I'm not really a politi political activist. Like, I'm a cannabis if, activist. If I, if I had to choose any of the candidates, I guess I probably would say I believe with most of the things like Bernie stands for, I don't agree with his uh, like socialism views, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how to answer that. Okay. Politics are not my strong. So you're down with his views on weed, but not necessarily like everyone and gets healthcare. Not really, even, yeah, not really even so much weed. Just kind of across the board. But I mean, it's I, I feel like all the candidates currently, there'll be like one or two things that I can latch onto, and then two or three things that I'm like, are you trolling right now? Like, are you literally just being like a professional troll? Um, <laughs> yes, so, he is. I don't know. Yeah, some of them, one of them, <laughs> at least is. Yes, I would like to dispel the myth that Mark Rubio has any idea what he's doing. <laughs> Mark Rubio has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I, I I love this political cycle. Um, uh, I guess you know we just had the the most recent primary or uh, the most recent. Uh, I'm, I'm primary having a works. Yeah, the ver the New Hampshire. Yeah. Why don't you talk yeah, about yeah. the debate? I'm talking about the New Hampshire. I'm talking about the one Bernie won. That was the that That's was New a Hampshire. New Hampshire primary. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, just had that, and that was interesting to see Bernie win. Of course, you know it was a neighboring state, and he had a massive ground game there. Uh, but I just liked seeing Hillary lose, and to see her campaign kind of like trying to downplay the loss and all that stuff. Um, most likely, Hillary's going to be our next president. We we looked earlier; the odds are even on most uh, Vegas betting sites, or maybe just plus a little. You know, like if you if you bet a hundred, if you bet one hundred fifteen dollars, you get a hundred back. Uh, get a hundred like back. Yeah, whatever. It was it was a tiny amount. It was like. Um, she politics. had the best odds of anyone. It was either even or uh, almost even, and then you know followed by Trump right after that, which <laughs> Trump of course won uh, won his over on the Republican America. side, and Kasich stepped up to number two. Woody's uh, favorite uh, candidate, uh, Kasich. Maybe he'll get some more eyeballs on him because from what I've seen to him from him, he seems like a good guy, and he doesn't seem like he has any of those outrageous negatives that I find in Rubio and uh, Cruz and Bush. Uh, the funniest thing we watched today was was that. It was like it was Jeb Bush's most embarrassing moments. Oh, and, that and was it sad. Was, you know, I, the word, the term cringe word that gets thrown around. And for those of you who are listening Too to this, much. 
pull back on that a little bit. You're not cringing at every little social faux pas. Sometimes we just you laugh people? at the fact that we're human beings and we err. But in this instance, it was Jeb getting his shit cringy. pushed in. Legitimately, <laughs> it, it was Trump going. It was Trump talking him down, talking over him, and insulting him simultaneously. Jeb was like, "No, no, it's my turn to talk." And Trump's like, "No, it's not. You're low energy. You're this. You're that." Ha 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 ha! And the crowd laughs at him. The crowd laughs at him and his facial expression when he's trying to like bear the he he, he scans the crowd clearly looking at all the people laughing yeah. at him. Where's and the Jeb I, section? He's <laughs> looking for those friendly faces out there. He's like he's like where's Barbara at? Where's Dad? Where's little? Where's George? Like nobody's <laughs> Dude, out there for him. I watched that live and I didn't catch his face like that. Can you find the video again? It should be linked. It, the it, turtles. Can it, I tell him about the turtles? Let's watch it together. Okay. I, I'm actually still Can convinced <clears throat> that, yeah, definitely. By the end of this little political, uh, like, I don't even know what to call it, run, we're, we're going to get something called, like, the real politics of America on, like, ABC that's going to air every night at 9 o'clock. And realistically, it's just a reality show of, like, all these people trying to become president, and none of them are actually going to be president. Like, that, that's how I feel about most of the, like, current political <laughs> I'd opponents. rather watch that show than a debate. <laughs> So, yeah, right. You know, maybe that's I feel like that's go. what the, the debates are, though. Like, it's like the Real Housewives of America or something that you have well, to sit, like, listen to them debate randomness that they don't really even know. On the Democratic side, they tend to debate the issues, and on the Republican yeah. side, they tend to just put each other down. And that's actually yeah, true. That. Yeah. You know, like, like if you watch both, and I've watched both, like it's pretty undeniable that that they sit there and. It, the well, there's closest... a lot less people on the Democratic side. And so on the Republican <clears throat> side, there's so many of these fuckers that it constantly <clears throat> seems like they will, you know, eschew mentioning the issue if they can get a nice jab in at like, you know, I think that we should lower taxes. And uh, Carly Fiorina, what a whore, right? You know, and then that, they just move to the next. <laughs> horse is a horse, it's a horse. <laughs> like it's constantly just cr- like a, like a trying to pull tap. everybody down. Yeah. yeah. You guys All ready right, to so watch when, this? Can, can I just preface it by saying after watching this, not only do I feel sorry for Jeb Bush, but I'm actually like I feel so sorry for him that I'm going to look into his policies and I'm going to see what his actual policies are and give him an an inkling of a chance. Before <laughs> I literally turned a blind eye to him completely because of his last name, but I feel so bad for this man after watching this two minute and thirty second video that I'm going to give him a shot for at least uh, my consideration. Not that I have any sway over anything whatsoever, but I feel like it'll make me feel better to give him yeah, that. a pity vote. <laughs> it's like a sad puppy. <laughs> are you guys ready Check this out all right so ready set are you ready jeff yeah okay ready set play this is a tough business oh, to run for oh president. i know you're a tough guy jeb and it's and we need to have a leader that is real tough. you're never going to be president of the united states tough, by insulting yeah. your way to well, let's the see i'm at 42 and you're at three so doesn't so matter. far i'm doing better doesn't matter so look at I'm the poor guy <laughs> you know you look how you're moving over further and further. He's like smiling at all. Oh, the poor man. Look at him. This look. Look, look at this look. smile. The oh. pain. Oh. I'm a bush, god damn it. <laughs> so right after his uh, little speech, um, he walked over to me and gave me this uh, little speech. <laughs> oh. uh, Who's the cameraman for ABC? Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> You're an artistic with it. And Michael J. Fox over there. I got the, got the little baby Jesus. Got my rosary beads. 
What's happening? <laughs> Show the turtles. <laughs> listen, listen. Slow but steady. They're gone. I gave them all out today. Where do they come from? Are they sea turtles? They're sea turtles. There's a guy in New Hampshire who didn't come today, but he came at the first town hall. He gives me my, my stash the time I come up here. Gives me a, huh? The music is great, too. You're right. To get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. Please clap. Please. He got a lot of hate for that. One second. No. I didn't want to get You could not take more energy tonight. I like that. Look. Look at him. It was not. That's it? Like He's been kicked out. Thank you. He's been kicked out of the New Hampshire Rotary Luncheon at the Nashua Country Club right now. You're kicking me out the door. They're kicking him out of the New Hampshire Rotary Luncheon. joining us today. What is that? Who knows? I, I believe much for joining us today. Um, <laughs> Look at him. I, I believe your schedule has a hard stop. No, it doesn't. You're kicking him out. That's rough. Look at him. Oh, this. He for people on the audio thing, he's just putting on a hoodie, and it looks so ridiculous. Oh my goodness. This is cringeworthy for anyone watching. 60 some 60 or 70 year old Jeb Bush Bro, putting on that 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 hoodie and trying to look told me sort of urban and, and grinning <laughs> like it's going to appeal to some some voters just, yeah. just so this is great his mom's yeah. starting to get a real Skeletor vibe about her. The best part about today was my mom finally said I'm the favorite and mom goes no I didn't <laughs> what a Meet cunt. Out the children? No. What a cunt. Not like she. She should be like absolutely, absolutely. I always knew, you know, George did great things, but I knew you were the one who was gonna do. You know, she could have backed him up. The fucking news cameras are there, mom. What she on. meant was, at least I love I all my kids. I'm your favorite. She could have said, I love them all or something. But yeah, just I'm no way. You're not the favorite. That was the worst possible answer. Wow. I'm She's looking. senile at this point. It looks like. All right. Gotta I go. Have can you explain the turtles like in depth? There has to be something. So, he, yeah, yeah, it's a slow it. but steady wins the race. That can't be all. That's that ridiculous. is it. <laughs> he, one of his supporters is giving him those to because that's what he's saying to Jeb is hey slow but and slow and steady wins the race and he's adopting that and he's giving them back to his supporters and, and telling that to them like that kid. Yeah, he's he's saying he's the tortoise. He's gonna keep grinding. He's not gonna stop. He's committed. And that these guys who are blowing up to thirty percent and then dropping out of the race don't don't look at them. They're the rabbit who's just out there showing off being a jerk. I'm the slow and steady tortoise that wins the race. Now that's probably not going to be the truth, unfortunately. No, he's yeah, he's not going he to. Probably win. shouldn't convey that opinion with a pocket full of little figurines. Now, it's very I have unbecoming a of a president to see a bunch of spiky little things poking out of their nice dress pants. So here's a thirteen second video of Ted Cruz. Trying to kiss his daughters to look more, to kiss his daughter to sort of give off that family man vibe by his tour bus in front of the cameras. Uh huh. All right. After this one, I want to talk about it. Is Josh coming back? I think he is. Yeah. This one, I've seen this one. This is just a little girl kind of pushing away from her dad. It's not no, that she's she old enough to know that she should. She should be that their camp. Yeah, Let me watch this together. To pissy about it's, it's only 13 seconds. Ready, set, play. Do you think you can win here, Ted? Are you taking off? Yeah, they're going with me. Hey, let's hop out. She's doing this to him. Ow! 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 
Good jump. Good jump. All right. Uh, so that was that was rough. I get that. Uh, he, he tried to show his daughter some affection, and, and she didn't return it. And it was clear that that wasn't a regular thing. That wasn't their, their like, oh, see, you, you, you're leaving? Give damn daddy a kiss, like always. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I didn't get that. I, I, he, my thing is... Have, I, Watch it in slow motion. She I, is repulsed. I, I, yeah, but she's a child. She should be in a bad mood because she didn't get the flavor Pop-Tarts she wanted. Exactly. Kids can be cunts sometimes. And I, Look at those I, Obama kids. I knew Woody would be on the right like with this... This one. Yeah. The Obama kids. Look at Chelsea Clinton. You don't see her showing her ass out there. I was talking to my daughter about this. You remember the time when she said, like, see if we can make money sitting on our couch. I talked to her about that a few years later. And I was like, you know, sometimes it seemed like you just weren't on my team. You know, like just like, you know, like everything was kind of begrudging. And and she's like, yeah, sometimes I wasn't. I was 12. And, and, you know, like it was a phase. And uh, um, you know now she's so much easier to talk to, and we get along great. And, and I, I, I'm sure my kids have done that to me at one time. And I'm the best parent I know how to be. Um, sometimes kids like like Taylor called out a great thing. She might not have gotten the flavor pop tart she wanted. They're in the middle of a presidential campaign, and there must be so much stress on the family. I'm sure she doesn't understand that her father is working. Like 100, re- 140 hours a week right now. How old do you think she temporary. is? Temporary. Like 11-ish? 11-ish. Oh, come on. Let me watch again. Uh, hang on. Let me look up how old she is. That's probably... Yeah, yeah, so how old? Yeah, 11, 12 is my guess. Is. You tell me where I am on that. But, um, but yeah, you know, like I, I kind of feel like kids are going to be sassy sometimes. And I saw that. If anything, my heart went out to Cruz because he's just trying to love up his daughter before they had to be separated yet again. She's probably upset that they get separated so much right now. He's in the, the, the stress that a presidential campaign must put on your family is is worse than anything I've done with mine. So, um, I I think Ted Cruz is a cunt. I hate, he's one of my least favorite candidates, but I'll cut him some slack on this little interaction. I feel like uh, even you you can just be in a bad mood sometimes. Sometimes you're just, especially as like a kid, like a 12 year old or like a 10 year old, like the kid have like a a bad mood and not understanding how to control said bad mood. So if it was just be a little shit. If his wife did this, you know, it would be completely different. Like an adult. His wife knows there's cameras around and people are watching, and that even if she's mad at him, she needs to be, you know, keep that in the, you know, you talk about that at the hotel room tonight. You know, where you, yeah. you sort out your issues, but here is not the place to do that. His little girl, you know, is ah, whatever. Uh, I, I, if I hold anyone at fault, it's her, and she gets a pass because she's so young. Yeah, because she's, you know, she's right. very young. Okay, all right. I, 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 so I'm probably on your page now. Although he could, you could see this kid wasn't down for that kiss True. leading up to it. Um, so I'm reading this uh, here. It's uh, straight from um, DailyCaller.com. A contributor to the Huffington Post, a notable male feminist, has claimed Senator Ted Cruz's awkward effort to hug and kiss his uninterested daughter isn't simply an odd campaign moment, but actually an example of rape culture. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Cruz suffered an embarrassing embarrassing moment Sunday when video surfaced of him attempting to hug and kiss his seven-year-old daughter, seven, Caroline, Mm -hmm. while out on Iowa campaign trail. She was not terribly interested, created a strange scene. Rape. I, I, God. Rape culture. What a ridiculous trivialization. 
I dude Rape is when you force someone to have sex with you that didn't want to. Or if just... you lean into them and make them uncomfortable for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, a thin wire. You walk. Yeah. If if you're on a date and you had dinner and then you go back and she says no and you still have sex, that's rape. If you didn't know her at all and you pull her into someplace dark and private and she has sex with you and she said no, that's rape. What is not rape is he didn't say it was rape. He said it was it was um, part of rape culture. Do you want to? I've got, I can speed through what the actual feminist guy said. I don't agree with it, but he says, <clears throat> as you probably know, rape culture is the is the way in which our society enables sexual violence against women and men. This spans everything from the portrayal of women as sex objects in media to how consent is taught, expressed, and honored. When you look at the gif I posted, you see that his daughter clearly does not want to be kissed. Uh, we're we're uh, were this playful moment perhaps uh, were this playful moment perhaps our perception would be different but it's not it is obvious she does not want the attention from her father uh, when I cite this as an example of benign rape culture I mean that it's one of those seemingly meaningless moments that enables violent acts no I don't believe Ted Cruz would ever hurt his daughter nor do I believe anything he's doing here is remotely sexual but I think it's important to discuss the role of consent in this situation if her father doesn't respect her boundaries wouldn't this make it harder for her to understand she's able to assert boundaries to unwanted attention down the road no that's no, at seven, at seven years old, you don't get to set a bunch of boundaries with your parents. So you don't, <laughs> yeah. here, here are, here's, a, here's a comprehensive list of vegetables that I'm okay being served. <laughs> um, nothing green will ever be, make it on my plate. I'm setting a boundary. That's not it, though. It. No, but that, that's the, the spirit of what they're saying. The whole, and the, the what is it, objectification so. thing is silly, where it's like, that's a weird kind of thought policing, where it's like saying, I'm not okay with what you think internally, and so I'm going to project from you what you must be thinking about this image and what I assume you th are thinking is wrong. Where it's like, of I course, disagree. you objectify people every day. When you go to your doctor, you don't go, you know, this guy's a real swell dude, didn't really notice any diplomas hanging up on his wall, but I trust him. It's like, no, you're objectifying him on his ability yeah. to do his job as a doctor. When a contractor comes, you don't go, what a, what a swell dude. We had a lot of fun chatting over lemonade. Let's hope he can do his job. No, that, that, that guy is an object that you're paying to get the work done. Like, I I don't know. It's just a whole silly thing that you just get caught up in semantics and then you bicker over terminology until people get I don't too think exhausted to continue. I, I think he was really zeroing, zeroing in on the fact that a man was forcing a woman to receive some sort of affection or kiss, and he felt like that that was going to uh, have some more deep-rooted effect on her psyche uh, further down the road. Maybe she was going to have flashbacks to daddy. You know, you, yeah, to... I understand what he's saying. I'm just saying it's wrong and stupid and sensationalizing it. And just he's clearly trying to just pander to his audience. Yeah. He knows the kind of people who are he's reading. Trying to get a rise. He's there aren't any Ted Cruz fans on his blog. Like, I, I never thought of it like that. You know, go Bernie or whatever he's, he's supporting. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just so pandering and silly. It seems it seems like he was literally just trying to get a, like a rise and trying to get like a group of people that would agree with his <clears throat> opinion. Yeah, and to you me, know when Obama was kissing those little babies, you know if it was a little boy baby, you know all for it. But what if he forced himself to kiss a little girl baby? What if she looks back on that? What and if she's it was a white baby? About her sexuality, exactly. Interracial <laughs> baby kissing, unacceptable. Fuck that. That baby wasn't old enough to consent to a to a forehead kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, to me, I. I feel like some people get, are, are so passionate about an issue, right? And this Tumblrina dude, I don't know what a Tumblrina dude would be called, the Kotaku dude, um, just looks through everything through this lens of rape culture, problematic areas, and assigns it to places it doesn't fit. I, I, I saw um, 
I, I, there was a guy who was on some online forum, but he always fussed about the environment. And then the movie Cars came out. And he's like, imagine this horrific nightmare of a world where all these things like just spat their emissions everywhere. Imagine being near Mater and what that tailpipe is like. It's like, dude, it's a fucking Pixar movie. Like, you can't just enjoy a movie about like car people talking and going through That's their. Having too much no, money. That's Larry the Cable Guy. Automobile culture. Like, <laughs> and, and but I, the, the guy was so passionate or warped take your pick that that he saw cars through the lens See, of environmental does he really does he really or is he is he doing that for the specific purpose of trying like his normal view his normal view of like oh i just saw a car movie <clears throat> like he wouldn't go and write a review of said car movie and be like oh everyone's loving this car review like he can write this outlandish way out there review that's you know saying oh this is objectifying this that and the other thing and does he actually believe that like that hurt him in some way like thinking that cars are gonna you know actually be hurting the emissions i mean like that that's literally specifically his view probably isn't like interesting enough so he has to like actually claim a different view to get a rise out of other people like i struggle to believe that someone actually saw cars and got offended because they thought that it would fuck with like the emissions of that outside pixar world <laughs> yeah. well i defy you to find anything that's at least one person isn't offended by like yeah that's true that's accurate. anything at all you can yeah. pick the most benign thing of all time and someone will get offended by it like uh every time now every year that halloween comes around uh if you check twitter on halloween god forbid there's a whole section of like uh you know i'm i'm a culture i'm not a costume and it's some like oh, and it's like God. almost like they're making fun of themselves because it's like i'm i'm you know a culturally enriched i'm not a costume and then it's some dude dressed up as like a stereotypical samurai cuz he's japanese and it's like <laughs> oh okay so what you're saying is now we have to dress up based on our heritage so it's just a uh, you know assigned costume day have fun you everyone you know make sure you right get out culturally appropriate candy <laughs> you know no no fresh water for you somalian boy like not from this house. Like it's just silly. Yeah, I I agree. And it's it, like it's just the entire social justice warrior cause. Like they are looking for something to get angry about because they're need some time to waste basically. So it's like they might not even believe the cause that they're supporting, but they're like listening for that trigger word. They're listening for that keyword just so they can jump at you and have full yeah. range to attack you and or have like a ridiculous view that's different but they don't even believe that themselves i think so. that like the people who are spouting the ridiculous ideas and the crazy like uh rape culture or this kind of culture that kind of culture whatever car culture like mm -hmm. the people who are spouting that i think they know on the inside that exactly it's, it's bs like for the, a lot yeah. of them no they're they can't be that smart to build a following like that and then meticulously place all these statements perfectly aligned to garner more followers of the same hive mind uh but the people following them i think for the most part they're not as into it and they just think they're being good people which is understandable where they're like oh yeah well of course i'm against rape culture like that, that has the word rape in it i'm against it because all reasonable people are yeah uh, so yeah it seems like good, good willing or good intended intentioned people rather get sucked into stuff like this and then they go off the rails a little bit but i think it starts from a place of goodness for the most yeah, part I but agree. then of course well, they're like I... the holier than thou people anyway sorry josh i know you don't have a ton of time i, I know you got to head out early what do you want to plug where can we go to see all the things that are strain central i know there's the youtube uh, channel strain central uh, what's your social media like uh, you know twitter facebook anything like that 
Yeah, my Twitter is just uh, Strain Central, and then my Instagram is Strain underscore Central, but that's mostly just pictures of, like, weed, so... Um, Strain Central, I actually have, like, links to my live stream and stuff. I do, like, occasional Twitch streams and stuff. But, yeah, just Strain Central pretty much all across the board. Facebook, Twitter, and then Instagram, Strain underscore Central. But yeah. I appreciate you guys letting me come on. It was it was an awesome, yeah, you, awesome time to uh, talk. I, I, I really uh, find your channel to be interesting. It seems like a new way to make some money with, with this virging industry. You need to get your own strain of marijuana, which you will then promote. <laughs> you will, then you can promote the stores that they're in, the, the strain, and get money coming exactly. and going. Do that, do that, and you'll make a it's, lot of money. It's very much something that is in the works. I had a meeting with this a couple weeks ago. So, Your face so. is the brand. Put that on there. <laughs> right? Not just, even kidding. Just like it the, should be. The lion mane that is my hair. Yeah. You, You're going to be the Colonel smile, Sanders you, of pot. <laughs> like, like that look right there. You're photogenic. You got a good look. You look the part. Big smile. That should be part of the brand. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> well, thanks forward. for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Nice to meet you. Have an awesome time, guys. Bye. So I yeah. think I might have myself a DIY project here. Um, oh. I, I've seen these on Reddit before, but I'm in the market for a for a new bed, and I was looking at what kind of uh, frame I was gonna do. And I, I remembered this, and I found this uh, link here that, that shows you how to build the thing. It's, uh, it's this uh, floating bed, and uh, I really think it's cool, especially with the lighting underneath. I don't bed. have... Yeah, yeah. Do you have the link there? Yeah. They're making it incorrectly. Are they? Yeah. And, and part of me feels like, I don't know, who am I to say... But I've built stuff in this class several times before. Hang in there. I'm fixing the everybody's images and such. I've seen two different ways to build it, but I'm curious what you think's wrong here. I think they should have used a torsion frame construction. Uh, that bed could be prone to um, like warping. Bowing, warping, yeah, yeah. Not not even permanently, but even if it was just temporarily. Um, shit, I've got to fix this too. Sorry, I'm going to the big screen, and now I'm fixing Merca again. Oh my god, this is great, this website. I went to an adjacent link for 18 do-it-yourself projects that you're definitely going to want to try. And these are the most non-functional, stupid, horrible projects. Are you I've changing the topic? To... It's very hard. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna, we can talk about this after. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to. But anyway, um, so... This is the bed. People are looking at it. It looks pretty cool. It looks like it's floating on air. When you have something like this, I think if I were building it, the objective would be to keep it so that even though it's hanging over the edge, it doesn't like flex and bend. And um, uh, when you see they build it, you build the perimeter, you put it together. The only thing they did wrong to me is they didn't put the, uh, those like horizontal torsion, torsion things all the way through. Like if you were to put um, racking force on this, right? Like let's pretend that you had weight in one corner, mm -hmm. then the part that doesn't have the, uh, the, the blocking, like the horizontal th beams that are just sort of long and they're rectangles instead of squares, is the part where that bed would be most able to flex. You just need to have the blocking all the way through so it's a big grid. Uh, that's, it's called what a torsion. What about this, this second link I sent you? Is, is that what you're referring to? Um, it's an imager. I think so it is. Just, Oh, image. Hmm, let me look. Maybe. No, I wasn't looking at the second one. Yeah, it's being displayed as like a, a full image there that you can click, but it'll take you to an imager gallery. Ah. Uh, 
So why do you want this? Just because you think it? Looks I think neat? it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool because obviously you know you can't see the legs of the bed. That's the whole you know <clears throat> cool thing about it. it. Looks like it's levitating, floating there. I think that's cool. And uh, I'm gonna I'm in a queen mattress right now, but I think I'm gonna go to a king mattress. It. Um, I don't yeah, I don't know why yourself. I've had a. I don't know why I've had a queen this long anyway. It never just it just never occurred to me. It to looks good. I might have more blocking in it, like you know two per row instead of one. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the idea is that it stays flat. I built two things. One, that loft bed that I used to have in the uh, in my office. And it was one of those deals where like it needed to stay flat and it wasn't supported on all four corners. And another was a an assembly table. Another thing that was like, it was like imperative that it stays flat and it hangs over the edge. So um, you use a torsion yeah. box construction for that. And these guys don't. But um, Can you get good... Can you get good lumber like that? I saw one of these guys used California redwood. Like, where do you go to get nice finished lumber like that? There's hardwood Can stores. You... Um, I'm typically, do they finish it? I, you might have to pay him extra to have them. Well, like... he sanded it. I mean, I, I'm sure, but like, it well, looked good when he got it. His raw materials were, they looked nice. Yeah. No, you, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I, in my head, I'm like, I, I'd be tempted to build a lot of this out of like, for something like this, it's tempted to do a whole bunch of two by four, and then all the show wood would be the expensive stuff. And I saw where the guys like even the exterior is like one by sixes, and he just stained it, and it looks good. Um, like just stained one by sixes look real nice. Um, he put like a red stain on it. Um, so I think I'm gonna do something like that. I think I'm gonna uh, get one of these Casper mattresses because uh, Chiz got one, and he was raving about it on our trip. And uh, the beds, uh, we, we rented that really nice lodge, that really nice uh, cabin, but the, and it was perfect in every way, I thought, from the in-floor heating to the you know huge, gigantic windows, but the beds were really, really lumpy, and uh, we got to talking about the Casper mattress, so I think I'm going to get one of those. Speaking of Casper, Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. The mattress industry has inherently forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with uh, resellers and showrooms and passing the savings directly to the consumer while still uh, being an American-made mattress. A Casper mattress provides resilience and long-lasting supportive comfort. Casper mattress is uh, one of a kind, a hybrid mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam. Mattresses can often cost well over $1,500, but Casper mattresses cost between $500 for a twin-size mattress and uh, it's uh, 750 for a full-size, 850 for a queen, and $950 for a king-size mattress. Casper understands that buying a mattress online can have consumers wondering how this is possible. Buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery and returns within a 100-day period. It's that simple. Statistically, lying on a uh, bed for four minutes in a showroom has no correlation to whether it's the right bed for you. That's why Casper has turned the buying experience into a risk-free experience. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that is, in all reality, you're going to spend a third of your life on the thing. So, to get $50 toward any mattress purchase, uh, go to casper.com slash pka and uh, use the code pka at checkout. That's what that's, I'm going to do. That's what you really should do. If your room is real wide, get a king. If it's long, get a California king. Mm. I don't. I think the king would be big enough because even with like, I don't have the big. I think the big dogs you have necessitate the California king. So I think you might be thinking that the California king is just bigger. It's actually, I think it's a few inches narrower and a few inches longer by your feet. So we got a California king because our room is like, 
I don't even know how long I wrote. This is like 40 feet long. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> so, so we were like, ah, oh, yeah. On the other hand, between the two doors, like there's just enough room for an end table on either side. So California King shrinks you a few inches closer to your partner, but more foot room. Yeah, I, I would rather have the kink then, I think. Well, then um, maybe. Yeah. Whatever fits the room better. It's the, it's the lateral <laughs> movement space that you need. The, the thing is, we're still talking about kinks. There's enough room for four people in either one of these stupid beds. That's true. We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, it depends how big the people are, but I see what you're hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three Americans. Three Americans <laughs> and four like Asians. Take French your pick. <laughs> yeah. Two Americans. There's right. a difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see where you're headed with that. Like one Samoan. Oh. <laughs> um, they can't help it. Did you see that DIY <laughs> thing that I got off uh, tangentially to what you linked, Kyle, in there. I'm clicking it now. The if you go branches to, out. some of these are, well, to be clear, all of them are stupid and bad ideas mm. to do yourself or to have someone do for you. Uh, I don't know. I like one this. Of these, uh, go to page ooh, the hello two thing is cool. for a lace candle holder. I like number four, the fresh outdoor uh, seat. So go to number what for the lace? Uh, it's number 10 overall. It's on the second page if you go to the bottom and you'll hit next. And then go down and you'll see that uh, their instructions is to take a doily, which is just basically a piece of frilly paper, and to wet it around a blown-up balloon. And then I guess either pop the balloon or pull the balloon out. Or I guess you have to pop it. And then it kind of forms into a bowl. And they're instructing you to put candles <laughs> in the middle of this spherical, uh, I guess it rolls maybe, kind of doily which is just paper. So they're asking you to put fire in paper in this shitty looking holder. <laughs> what kind of not, what impression are you giving off to someone who comes over to your home and you have a bunch of uh, weird semi-crescent doilies folded up with flames in them? That's a, it's a really awful, awful looking idea. I like, like number the... 12. Let's see. Oh, a yeah. A mosaic penny table. I... Every so often, not, not the table, but I've seen penny floors. And I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, I've seen the penny floors. I think that is pretty neat. Yeah, we calculated penny. the cost per square foot once, and it's comparative to the time. Yeah, it was expensive, but like not outrageous. I thought. Yeah, not prohibitively yeah, it, expensive. Yeah, it was still like just pennies. Maybe three dollars a square foot or something. I don't recall. Yeah, hmm. these are these are horrible ideas that you shouldn't. I don't know. Do you ever? I, I like to browse DIY lists every so often to make myself feel better about the fact that I don't do DIY projects where I can just be like, look at these assholes, you know, pulling tree branches out of the woods and then throwing lampshades on them. What a bunch <laughs> of dicks. Uh, I like that stuff. I like, um, I like the DIY stuff that looks like I could actually do it. Like when they get into electrical engineering and stuff and they're putting servo motors in things, I'm like, all right, this is way beyond anything I can handle. But when they do something like this bed here where I'm like, yeah, I have every tool required for that and I know basic Car- carpentry my you know every pr- cut may not be perfect but if i take my time i can build that you know i have a um, pro tip on measuring stuff like l- like let's say for example you want to make a using your speed square to make a line put your pencil on the measurement slide the square to your pencil then make the line so many people will put the square there and then make the line after like i, I it work better with video but you put the pencil down you, you sh- move your ruler over to it and then you draw the line that way okay. it's in the perfect spot every time. I use a felt pen so I can like stick it into the crease and then I know I usually in my head go either leave the line or cut the line a felt or whatever's required. Like, not like a Sharpie, but like a finer felt pen? Like a Sharpie. 
Sharpie mm. is a felt pen, uh, I think. Uh, okay. There's also that like fine felt pen variety, which is what I had in my head. Okay. I like a mechanical pencil. Mm. A mechanical uh, yeah. pencil. It, it, I get a smaller lot. It depends. If it's furniture and like a, a 30 second matters, I like a mechanical pencil because I can see it and um, and it's a real fine, repeatable line. If yeah, it's, it's not a mess by any means. <clears throat> if it's construction, I like those construction pencils because I can just shave off the tip and I don't know. They're, they're more durable. They don't break on, on you. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm considering building that thing. <laughs> I, I may or may not. It looks cool. I, I want one. I really like the lighting underneath it too. That looked cool to me. Yeah. Um, I like that too. So your father's man cave, how's it going? He's got the, uh, <clears throat> he's got the stud, uh, the stud, it's stud walls on two sides and it's studs and plywood on the, you know, he's got the plywood up on the other two walls. Uh, he had one of his windows, uh, finished out and put in, uh, the rest of them are kind of framed out, but you know, the holes haven't been cut and windows haven't been put in. Um, so that's basically where he is. Oh, he's got the shower in there, not installed. But he's, he's hiring just, people, though, right? He's not doing it. Yeah, all. he's got yeah. contractors doing it. He's got uh, a friend of his is a carpenter contractor guy, and he's always hanging out over there anyway. So uh, it works out pretty. Your dad's well. always hanging out over there. Like, no, no, excited. The, the, the con. Well, it's kind of their hangout spot anyway, over over by his shop. But like the uh, the contractor who's doing the work is a friend of my dad, so he's often there hanging out anyway. Um, so it just make makes sense. One of his guys. Um, it was weird. I hadn't seen him since I was. 17 or 18 but i immediately recognized him because he's missing a few of the fingers on his right hand they're they're um um some of them are missing and some of them are just badly deformed but he's a he's a carpenter and, and i just remember working uh we were building um the skeet range that uh, that my dad got me and we were putting the we had relocated this thing we we're putting the roofing on and i just remember him up there working with us and he every now and then he would bash one of his deformed fingers with the hammer and i just remember it being fucked up and him just duct taping it and him always telling us these dirty stories because so, so he's like in and out of prison his whole life and uh, he's always talking about his girlfriend how, how, oh yeah man she's sexy she's fucking sexy she sends me she sends me her dirty panties she sends me pictures all this stuff and we're like 17 like i said and uh, he's living in a camper not on my dad's property but a, but on another piece of property that's adjacent to it kind of in the woods and i remember i had to go pay him one day so i drive on down there i walk down and he, he referred to himself by the way as the as the uh he said in prison they call me the pit bulldog i fuck a nigger up he was super racist too that's important the pit bulldog <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's two kind of dogs he's a very muscular well, we started guy. with one nickname couldn't settle on it kept going, you know? yeah. real <laughs> muscular real muscular guy by the way just real ripped not a giant man by any means maybe five foot ten 180 pounds but just it's all just muscle like there's no fat on this guy so i go down to his camper and you know hit the side of it with my hand <laughs> there's not really a door to knock on and he comes out and you know i dole out the money and before i can leave he, he gets out this cigar box he's like come here i'll show you something gets out these panties and starts unfolding them he says what do you think of these <laughs> my arms are just keep going <laughs> I'm like, i think i could jump rope with them <laughs> and they look like they got shit stained but i was just like oh yeah man that's sexy right there and he starts whipping out the polaroids of like this big woman wearing them kind of bent over and like looking back over her shoulder at him you know and they're polaroids and all right, I was 17, but shit, I was 17 in, what, 2004 or something like that? Like, there's no excuse for a Polaroid camera to be present. <laughs> Dude, so so I'm off-roading, right? This is like five years ago. And um, there's two guys in my club who were dating big women, like fat chicks. 
And uh, neither of them were heavy. One of them had like six-pack abs, but he was short. And the other one was just like a fine, regular, fairly good-looking dude. And um, they were just chubby chasers. And uh, I don't know. We, we were somehow talking about girls or something. Like maybe there was a table of them somewhere. And uh, one of the guys I'm with, like a fourth person here, is like, ah, yeah, no, she's too heavy. And uh, they they look at each other because I think they're both thinking she's too fat, but they're both thinner than our women. And uh, Justin goes, yeah, he don't know, do he? He doesn't know. And Sean's like, no. And, I'm like, and Justin just keeps repeating it like, yeah, he don't know. He doesn't know. And and I still don't know. I don't know. I either. don't know either. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. Yeah. This like. She's too fat, and they're like, "Yeah, he don't know." And, and that was that was like, like I I just sat there like stunned, trying to figure out well, what she I goes didn't... in that diabetic coma. You hitting it hard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I, I I'm running. Is there you don't some need both feet to fuck right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like like I, I I what is it about these big women that that I'm missing out on? You know, is well, they're there... naturally greasy from all the oily <laughs> food they're eating. And the drippings and the au jus as it pours down their body after a <laughs> the long day of feasting. So you don't need any lubrication. Just get right in there. Wipe a little off them greasy titties and I can, good to go. Can you yeah. hit it harder or something? Is there some... Oh, I, I mean, are, are so they, you, are they dude, warmer? Do they heat a bed well? I imagine they heat bed well. Like 16 inches of pipe before you can fuck a big woman too hard. Like, like <laughs> I feel like you really got to be slamming before she's like, ah, that kind of... Whoa, slow down back there. That's too much. Because there's just so much cushion for the pushing that at some point you're just fucking flab. Um, it's like shooting a, like an orca with a 22. It's like you're gonna hit it and penetrate, but there's so much fat in between you and the goal that you're not bringing that beast down. Yeah, I imagine that many people who have fucked fat chicks are actually fucking a, like a sweaty fold between their thighs. <laughs> they were that oh, fat. Yeah. Like some, sweaty some fold that you couldn't identify their button. genitals. Yeah. On but... a fat chick? I bet you could fuck her belly button. Anybody ever think about that? Because like the belly button cavity oh, has to keep it. getting longer. Oh, yeah. You could totally fuck a fat chick in the belly button. That now maybe sounds... that that's what they knew. That's what they knew. It was belly button fucking. <laughs> they don't know about that belly button fucking. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> we cracked the code. That's what those rappers are talking about when they talk about getting up in a bitch's guts. They're talking about belly button fucking. That's what's up. <laughs> oh shit, this is a whole new level of sex. I've How not come even no one told us. To. Wings should have filled us in about belly button fucking. <laughs> he should have. He's been holding out on us. Oh, damn All it, those guys are holding out. You don't need to wear protection. Well, not just No protection? Yeah. What if you caught an STD from a bitch's belly button? <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, like a FD. yeast infection or something. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what would a belly button have? Lint. Maybe yes. Some, like, some gross lint. Maybe there's a family of insects living down in there. If it's that deep of a cavity, anything could yeah. be in there. It'd come out there the same way, you know, when like you snake a drain. Mm -hmm. you, you like a big long thing. Yeah, long. yeah. Or maybe Nonsense. like... You know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe like you, you like grow a blackhead in your belly button that's like the that's the so, full diameter of the chamber until you've got like the biggest pustule ever to pop out of your belly button. Being Sounds big is like it would hurt. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel 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 good. Get it out of there, out of your belly button. Well, I'm sure, it would feel good to get a <laughs> bunch of pus out of your belly. Where, where have we gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> 
Where can you this imagine? Take a turn? Can, can you imagine her like douching her belly button after a after a hard fucking <laughs> like like like, like dude? Oh god damn! Yes, and that good. It's you know, one of those belly buttons where it's no longer like a button, but it's just been pushed so much that it looks like a coffee filter that you like creased and are looking into. Like yeah. just that long so a girl step. needs to pee after you have sex with her. What does a belly button fucker do afterwards? It depends how well, Some guys like to fuck that belly button and then get in there and lick the belly button. Out. <laughs> lick your belly button, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna eat that. Gonna that eat would that. make belly me so ticklish. <laughs> That's an awful image. Uh, <laughs> maybe you fill, maybe if your partner is fat, like it's a fat guy, maybe he fills the belly button up with like frosting or something, and that's a bit of the foreplay. He's down there licking the frosting out and squeezing it, and like a gogurt, like, like, like a gogurt. Well, hell, that half sounds okay. <laughs> you <could laughs> you start to win me with, over. If you did body shots with like tequila, you'd be drinking like a six ounce glass of hard alcohol out of there, just having to guzzle it down. <laughs> just you that's what you're gonna it. need that for her afterward. <laughs> All that. Uh, I can't believe I've never considered belly button fucking uh, with it because I feel like with a big woman, you know, that's a, that's an option. There ha uh, that has to be not oh, just a big woman. That has to be so far. Let me see if I can find category. a porno of some belly button fucking. I don't want to watch that. I want to hear it. Belly <laughs> I hope the guy's really vocal. Yeah. I found like, it. Lay on but your back. Lay on exactly your back, baby. Like oh. oh shit! But not only is this a thing. It's not like it's not like a snake blowjob where you find one grainy video. No, my friends. Let me find us a good belly button. <laughs> one with high let's, ratings. Let's imagine. Let's just listen to it first and see if it sounds like what we think it's. It's going to sound like a guy wearing boots in a marsh where they're constantly getting stuck in the swamp and he has to like pull them back out. Where it's like, <laughs> constantly. Wow. Can, can you make us a belly button fucking shirt where, like, maybe on the shirt where the belly button is physically, you have, like, a, a, an arrow or something? I, I don't know. But, but here's your belly button fucking. Do we want to queue up, turn the volume up, and enjoy? Oh, God. <laughs> this shit we do for you people. Yeah, bitch, I'm going to Look, if you, if you pause at zero. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no, stick, 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 with me. no, 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 stick with me. If you pause at zero and you look at the look on this guy's face, it is the look of a normal human, human being would have if he were fucking a fat chick in the belly button. He is so ashamed. <laughs> he is so ashamed. Oh, all right. Three, two, one, play. Oh, you get right out of town. Shh. Going so deep. Oh, my God. It's working. Oh, that looks great. Oh, he's really having sex with a belly button. Oh, yeah. This, this is what we... Uh -huh. This is upsetting. Yeah. This is... You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed Fuck to it. be able to do that. It's <laughs> great. This is epic. I can't believe I discovered a new thing. She could die at any minute. No fucking way. He could... He could have two or three more inches of pipe. <laughs> He'd be okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's bottoming out. Nah, he's just taking it easy. He's going to start slamming that belly button toward the end. Oh, is there going to be a cum shot? Does there have to be? I hope he cream pies that belly button. My wife is going to bring me coffee in a minute. Oh, she gonna... needs to see this. <laughs> She's got to. You know what would flatter her figure is a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Don't compare my know, wife to this yeah. fucking. I, I, she I, is three I, times I, the woman that Jackie is. Yeah, she, I'd say four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck, 
comes with an extra hole. I mean. That's beneficial. Especially if there's, what, four guys? Oh, get it. You could, you could, you could DP that belly button. You could quad P. Oh, no, the belly button. No, belly button. We're going yeah. in there double belly button. I was going to say, there's, there's, there's two orifices down below and, and one that she's talking out of. You ain't there's going. just so much. I'll give you a belly button, everything. baby. <laughs> Look at it the stomach like he's holding on to. Like, he's got a handful of belly fat. Who that... shaved that pussy? Because she did not. No, that's not even it. That's just a random full. That's a deep I don't one. see it. Yeah. Well, there should be hair where there is not. Oh, God. Mom, I'm sorry. Kyle linked this is it. fucking awesome. Blame Look Kyle, Mom. She looks like she looks like you shot her with a melting ray gun and stopped like a third of the way through doing it. Oh, I hear my wife walking up the steps. This looks like he's fucking leave a man. Leave it on, Woody. Leave it on, please, please. I want to. I want to see this react. I'm. I'm turning away from this video because I need to see. I need to see what. <laughs> oh, did he go soft? No, no, he's good. She's putting him back in. She had to like readjust him. She reached down and she's giving him a bit of a. He's hand. having sex with her belly button. Look, yeah, honey. He He's got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's really going to town on it now. He's just thrusting with. He's got a titty in the right hand. He's got a big handful of belly in the left. And, 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 he, and she's loving it. She's looking at him like this is going to be the father of my belly button babies. This is the man that I want. Oh, here it life. is, the grand finale. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna cream pie the belly button. No, no. I'm gonna find me a belly button cream pie. <laughs> oh, and she waves away at the end coyly, like we didn't just watch your giant <laughs> belly button fucked for six minutes. It's just, that's horrific. What I an got awful it. genre. Oh, I've got another video. No, Do we, no, come, on. come on. This one's called belly button smothering. <laughs> no, smother him with a fat lady's belly button, and he like think, tongues it and stuff. I think oh. this is like a once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Like, <laughs> but he's tonguing um, it. What about what about if the chick's tied up and she gets punched in the belly? Hmm. Tell me more about this belly. <laughs> Actually, it looks very violent. I'm not sure if I like this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is just a woman being beaten. There's a black dot in my coffee. That's a gr that's just a grain of coffee. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. As long as it doesn't have wings. It's Could be 100% food. <laughs> well, that's a, new, that's a new porno genre or act, at least, that I have discovered. I'm very proud of myself because I, I swear to God, like, like this, it's not like I stumbled upon belly button thorn, uh, porn yesterday and I had this whole setup for it. I just imagined that belly button fucking could be a thing with a fat lady, and sure enough, I learned a new sexual position yesterday. I thought okay. I had known them all. Is it called the taxpayer? <laughs> I saw that one too. Uh, it's called the Amazon. Are you familiar with the Amazon? No. I'm not. I might be, but just not that name. Yeah, right? I, it, 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 similar type thing. I, uh, I Just not by the name. Here, look it up. Okay. I'll see if I can find one. Oh, I'm still watching this guy beat this Dude, woman. there's dudes all over my Pornhub. And click the wrong box. I don't know what the scoop is. Like, this is not normal Pornhub. They're, they're guys in tight underwear in with bananas place. sticking out of them. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Check. Wait, bananas sticking out of their ass or their crotch? Yeah, here. I'll, I'll link it for you. Peeled or unpeeled? This is what the side of my Pornhub Aww. looks like. I will share it with everybody else. He's got nice obliques. This is what the edge of my Pornhub looks like. There's a dude with a banana sticking. What, what is this an advertisement for? Uh, I, I, I'm not Potassium? 
That's an ad for cock. <clears throat> All right. Um. Hilarious. Oh. I'm going to find more videos like this. There's got to be some. Here. I'm going to turn my volume down. But no joke. This to me was, I won't call it a new position, but the idea of like this sort of female dominance Amazon thing. Let's queue up at zero or one. And, oh, and... I see. Oh. All right. You queue up at one or zero? Are you there? Wait, wait. What, at what time? <clears throat> the start. One's... Okay. Yeah, I'm at zero. All right. Ready, set, play. Yeah. So, so basically, like the guy seems to be in this missionary thing. Yeah. He's, and and he's, she's on top having like doing the guy movement, but it works. I feel I've like I've seen this before, but I've never heard it called that. It's called the Amazon. And I guess it's this sort of woman dominant variety. Um, I wish I could describe it a little better. But it, okay, so so the woman is in the guy's guard. He's on his back. He's got his legs pulled back in the air like she's going to do something with his butt. But instead, she has mounted him and uh, is, she's humping him like a, like a man would hump a woman in missionary position. She gets very confusing at around 37 seconds. <laughs> well, she's going she's gonna to switch. And look, now she's in the Amazon. Nice. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that that's something. It's much better than the last video. <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least the people are attractive in this video. What, what, what if this guy was like, all right, bitch, lay on your back. I'm going to fuck that belly button. <laughs> he just he went to fuck her belly button. Ah, oh, that's great. I can't believe belly button fucking is a thing. I yeah. can't. See, the thing that you have to do now is just add more qualifying porn words to it until it ceases to exist. And then by <laughs> Good luck with that. someone will invent this. So now add like midget in the mix. Midget belly button. Things like that. Belly button fucking and cot sucking. Uh, belly button fuck. Some oh, of these goodness. chicks are thin, but they're just, they're really getting at They're going at it. Um, I'm looking for, I, I'm not into that though. I want well, How is that possible? Thin belly button fucking. And that's what you're not into. Yeah, no. Yeah, I wanna, he's like, I wanna, ah, I screw that. I need myself a big mama. Well, if you look right here, you see they this don't guy know. is going deep. Like, he, he is. I'm so worried I'm going to like stream some of this. Oh, that's a. I can't even see the woman yet, but just by the stretch marks, you know. Oh, now I'm getting a great. Nah, nah, nah. See, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see, see enough of her to really know what was happening in the scope of this thing. He now I do. Holes looked at. <clears throat> I, that looked like a butt at first. She is on her back with a butt-looking thing on her belly. Oh, yeah. yeah. There has to be like a. This is like a movie where they start zoomed in really close on something, and it's not till like three minutes in when it's zoomed out enough that you know what you're looking at. This is. <laughs> This is this is horrific. This is hey. worse than the last one. <laughs> He's going way... deep. He is balls deep on this belly button. That's disgusting. Here's a gif. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, this woman is she's big, but the, the kind of big you would see every day. Yeah, but she's got a got a real wow. homer belly oh this i'm gonna add this to the groups that uh my organization defends that the belly button fuckers <laughs> when i when i call these local yeah i'm gonna add that to the furries and the 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 zoo files and and all the rest <clears throat> no no offense to the furries again sorry <laughs> there's yeah. like eight furries out there and one transgendered person and they get real offended if we say the wrong thing. something about furries makes me guess that they're all kind of kind-hearted I'm right sure. yeah 
It feels like uh, maybe because it, it's a little childlike, maybe yeah, in, in, like, in a way. And there's an no victims to it, right? There's no victims to it, right? Like if you're a Nambler or something, then one of these people but, is a kid. You know, for the it, audience's sake, the North American Man Boy Love Association, which supports man boy love, older men fucking young boys. Yeah, Mambler <laughs> or Nambler. Um, then, then something's wrong with that. If you're in the into bestiality. <sighs> What if you're into receiving? I feel like if you're receiving the, the that's the, different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not forcing like you know, a and chihuahua. The, you know, you can get exempt from Turkish military service if you provide a photographic evidence of your homosexuality, but it only counts if you're receiving. I think we mentioned that recently. <clears throat> that's awesome. And you got a decision to make at that point. <laughs> like that though like are they cool with it like when you show the picture of you being totally gay and you're like i can't join sorry really gay over here are they just I like all right on your way then gay guy or are they like oh okay well now you're punished for being gay i think you're just exempt um and i feel like you could get yourself a hyper realistic dildo get a little shot of you and join that bad boy and get right gay out privilege. of being killed by isis somewhere and having your balls cut out or something awful i feel like um you know for 150 bucks, I could get the right Photoshopper to handle this for me. Mm. Would you be willing to help a lot of other guys out for 150 bucks a pop? You're get the, on it! Uh, <laughs> Anti-war wizard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a real pacifist if you're the guy serving the dick up for anyone who wants out. <laughs> that's an interesting you, job you would have. Like on The Wire, there's a guy who's called the Piss Bank. He's the guy who's like going to the daycare and getting the clean piss. So all these uh, uh, guys on probation can pass their uh, their drug tests. That's a whole new he gets kind of service. In, in like 60 years, just like World War II, where now they have the documentaries where like the guy comes out and it's like, you know, Mr. Silverberg, you saved over 60 Jews in the Holocaust and these are their families and they all stand up and they're applauding and everything. That would be Woody like 60 years from now where you're sitting in some area with a cane and there's a bunch of Turkish gay guys around you and it's like, <laughs> Woody, do you realize who all these gentlemen are? They all you saved over 3,000 <laughs> young men's lives from your actions. Well, that's war. nothing. I spilled like a trillion of them in the process. <laughs> These are just the guys that I charged. <laughs> no, I meant the, the unborn. Uh, that's awful. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, all, I'm full up on belly button videos for, for a while. <laughs> all right. Well. Let me tell everyone about uh, Ring.com because I'm pretty interested in it. Before before I tell you about it, like shoot uh, your own this, videos. This is the thing here. So that, so um, this is a new sponsor we've got. It's a video doorbell, and the idea is that if someone's going to break into your house, the first thing they're going to do is case the joint. And the way you're going to do that, and make it easy, is just ring your doorbell. If you come to the door, then they might say something like, "Oh, is this Joe's house?" And you say no, and they leave. But if you don't come to the door, maybe they go around back, smash a window in, and rob you. But with this, even if you're away, you know, you could be in Japan, someone rings your doorbell and it calls your phone. You pick up your phone and you can see what's going on. I think it's great if, uh, to let people reach you in any circumstance, but also it's a good way to protect your home from possibly... I being... also like the Home Alone style pranking ability that this un like can provide for you. Like I know it's for security, but there there's, there's have to be a lot of fun things you could do with this for spying purposes. Yes, I thought um, about looking that. At, like maybe you have a babysitter at your house watching the kid. You think she's being a real cunt to the kid. Slap this baby on there by a teddy bear as they do, and you can watch while you're out to dinner. Uh, I, you know what I like? Just not getting the door. Like if someone rings the doorbell, a lot of times, and for me, most of the time, it's a delivery person. 
You know, it's like UPS, they just ring it and leave. Uh, the guy that brings our milk will just ring it and leave, whatever. With this, I don't have to get to the door. Like, I can just see what got dropped off and decide whether I need to go there now or later. Yeah. And maybe you've got a perfectly fine babysitter, but you just want to see her naked. See, so rings advanced motion detection alerts you, even if someone doesn't ring the doorbell. So you could just, you know, set this thing up in the bathroom, tell her it's an intercom. Don't worry about it. You get hook up straight to your phone. You'll be able to see what's going on in there. Make sure she's not stealing any toilet paper or anything or whatever else you want to see. Mm -hmm. um, if you like uh, having a neighbor keep an eye on your home 24-7 without any judgment, this is great. Uh, installing the video doorbell takes minutes, and it works with either your current wiring or built-in rechargeable battery. Uh, I put mine, at, it puts your mind at ease, and uh, you can protect your home with a video doorbell. Time Magazine and USA Today named it one of their top 10 gadgets. Our listeners get free expedited FedEx shipping when you go to ring.com slash PKA. That's ring.com slash PKA. Uh, so, yeah, check them out. There's a link in the description. Very cool little product. Um, I think there's a lot of uses that go beyond um, its intended use, but, you know, as a video doorbell, as a door answering thing, uh, you know, when you're out of the house, it's awesome. I actually really want this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, so it's. I just got mine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hook this up tomorrow. Though. It can this use your cool. existing wiring. I'm just looking at it, trying to figure this thing out. Now, this is what it looks like. I got this like Venetian oiled bronze thing, which Same. matches ours. Um, it has a. It looks like you install the backing here, and there's some wiring that goes with it, and then this thing will mount to it, and. Uh, USB for software updates. It comes with all the tools you need. Like, you need to pre-drill the drill, pre-drill the holes. It comes with this little. It looks like a mason bit to me. But you don't need to, I think. You know, you can use the interchangeable batteries and just stick it up there, or you can really install it uh, and, and integrate it into your current doorbell if you have one. And it's, it seems to be fairly easy, pretty straightforward installation. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it, you can just you can install it super easy, or in, in, incorporate it into. Your, if I, I want to replace my doorbell with it set this shit up this is probably the handle to the screwdriver it comes with the tools mm. and you're just good to go so anyway one of our coolest sponsors ring.com slash pka check them out get that free shipping very neat put your mind at ease while you're away mm -hmm. spy on your babysitter <laughs> so many so many great spy opportunities yeah for, Maybe you catch somebody doing some belly button fucking with ring. I'd say, yeah, I'd say this is just as valuable as a spy piece Camera. of equipment as it is like a door uh, doorknob, not doorknob, fucking doorbell accessory. Way oh, more and I think it's got. Um, let me confirm. I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure it has like uh, infrared, so it can see at night. Dual power certified. I'm not seeing that. I thought it did though. Yeah, it does. Night vision. See what's going on anytime, day or night, thanks to infrared LEDs. So yeah. Perfect. That's all the better for. Um, I won't even say it. I was going to say for filming people that uh, that didn't know they were being filmed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being a bit voyeuristic. Mm. Just watching. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to discern belly button fucking on one of those cameras. It just looked like a big hot mass of well <laughs> wiggling tentacles. Not sure what the resolution is. <clears throat> I'll look now, into I that. guess it depends how close you are to the act. Hmm. Some of those girls look so big outside. you could. Some of those girls were so big you could mount this thing to them. I mean, they wouldn't notice. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's that's a great thing. I wonder if you could get some kind of an STD from that. Like, like if she could get it. I know that a guy could totally like, in some kind of weird scenario where there was stuff in there. But I wonder if she could get something from the belly button fucking. Like, if I've got syphilis and I fuck your belly button, 
do you get the syphilis? I don't really know what's in the bottom it's, of my belly button if I'm being 100% honest. It's a deep hole that it seems like your belly button would hold moisture if it was that deep. So you probably could get some sort of culture. culture. Yes, some sort of culture going in there. Real Petri dish. Funguses, molds, God knows what. If um, you weren't willing to have your belly button fucked, would that be a rape culture? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't this know thing's that pretty cool. Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I'm all excited uh, about this. Does that count bill. as rape? Like, if you go to court, <clears throat> he fucked my belly button forcibly. Mm. That's forcible. Does that hold up? Is that if truly is penetration? Very, if someone is very skinny, I'd say they just go. You get right out of town. There's nothing what, to do there. What if he's got a micro penis? Oh, okay. Well, touche. Maybe. <laughs> You're saying yeah. if I just put the tip into your belly button, that doesn't count as belly button fucking? No, it would be rape because if someone came up to you and just like popped the tip of their dick in your ear or something while you were eating at Subway, you'd feel very violated. You'd, you'd feel, feel like violated, but would you have been raped? You'd be sexually be assaulted, shocked. but raped? I'd be shocked okay. at their tiny anteater-like penis, first of all. <laughs> okay, well, then maybe they're just like mushing it up against the side of your ear. Just well, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Not when you're the guy sitting there trying to enjoy a sweet onion chicken fu- teriyaki sandwich. Get out of here, ear fucker. I'm trying to enjoy my cold cut. <laughs> you swat them off like a like a. God beef. damn it, Jared! I thought they locked you up. <laughs> <laughs> ear fucking. I've heard of ear fucking, but it just doesn't make any sense. I'm, yeah, that, Who's got, that can't. Be I've a never thing. seen an ear big enough for any penis I've ever seen. I've never seen a penis small enough for any ear that I've ever seen. I can it back that up, and sense. I've seen a lot of cock. We've talked about this before. So much, cock. so much cock, and um, I bet Taylor's seen a lot of cock too. Taylor, you played oh, on a bunch of teams yeah. and such, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's just part of playing on any sports team or team-based sports team, I guess. I don't know about wrestlers if they're back there showering together after meets. I just feel like the number of years I put in, you know, with all my swimming and beer league hockey and such, I, 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 I don't know, it's just been a lot of cock. It becomes a non-issue where it's just. Yeah, I'm always really- curious. You're, you're always... You yeah, yeah. Always I, there, I have seen the elusive, gigantic Asian cock. Just saying. Mm, you have. That, I mean, you really got to see a lot of penises before you see a giant Asian one. Yeah, I would imagine so. That that does seem to be a rarity. It's even a if thing. I didn't play hockey with any Asian guys. What's that? I didn't play hockey with any Asian fellows. I did, and uh, he was better at hockey than me, and he had a bigger cock. I imagine. Oh, <laughs> for two. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I'm imagining him like a. Like I hope he's a fan like of a, the show. He like fuck I imagine yeah. him dressed as like a ninjutsu warrior, like high sticking, like a fucking samurai out there or something. <laughs> well, he was American. He was just, you know, a. Korean yeah, it's in his blood. Descent, maybe you know. I forget. He's yeah. got the sword. I'm sure. They're like ninja turtles. They get when they're born. They get given those weapons. They're passed down like Jew gold. Ear fucking definitely not possible. But let me look for some ear fucking. Would that that be now? uh, What if? What if? Kyle, can can you find an eye fucking video? Like maybe some poor woman that had an accident. Fucking, you want a woman with no eye? You know what? One eye. One eye. I needed to see what's happening. Wings of Redemption would put send me to Bing.com right now. I suck it, fucking. All right, so a lot of this is blurred out. That's a good. That's a good thing. So let's turn mm. that off. What man fucks woman's eye socket? Right here it is. Uh, let what me confirm. Let's not watch this. Oh, <laughs> hot. yeah, mom, I'm totally with Taylor. I don't want to see this at all. 
Ah, socket fucking. All right, so I'm playing the video. I'm gonna like confirm that there is indeed some legit eye socket fucking. There yeah, don't send us on a goose chase. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is you don't want to disappoint minutes. us. We need to stay focused here. <laughs> wow, and then like in the related videos, here's a woman getting drilled by a dog. Wow, mm. that's on Bing. That's on Bing. That's on Bing. Wings, Wings was he nailed it with that Bing thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they that's like they're they're in like Google sits there and filters results and really approved about it but bing that's your porn search yeah Pretty bing was so good. far back in that race that they had to do something wacky they nailed it dude yep. porn i mean everyone here knows but like it's lead technology advances all over the place they that's why the vcr got big that's probably why the internet got big that they tended like perpetually be a step ahead in, in all sorts of streaming technologies um if i were youtube i'd be looking at what porn does for my next idea Oh, here's a woman. You know how you can get your ears gauged? Where oh, the, no. the I see where this is headed. Here's a woman with a gauged <laughs> ear getting ear fucked. Nah, that won't do. We said eyes. Okay. Yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah, let's stay on mission, Kyle. Stay on mission. Uh, I don't want to watch something like that just because even when I see those people walking around with those giant earlobes and there's not a dick in them, I'm still thinking like all it takes is one just spry branch on the path. And your ears torn open, or just some hooligan, one guy to come up and go, Arr! and then just bust it in half. It's, ugh, so I hate it. I've seen, we, I forget, Chiz and I were looking at it for some night. People who've had corrective surgery on large gauges, they fix that surprisingly well. Like it, you would think that ear is mutilated and just ruined. Just like hair plugs, though, they went through a lot of shitty ones before they got it good you know like i've looked up pictures of that same operation where it just looked like they cut off one end and then you're like fuck it and just coiled up the other end like a <laughs> snake and just stapled it on there like it it's I, still a bad life decision don't do that for sure yeah, yeah. one of the construction guys we have around uh it, it's nothing but he's got a little um like earring <laughs> stud type thing through his lip right here uh, just for people on, on uh, audio only, like above his chin, but below his lower lip off to the side. And uh, like, uh, I, I, I give him nonstop shit about it. I don't even know him. I don't know his name. I've never talked to him about any other topic, but I'm like, dude, is that a piercing? Ah, oh, bro, come on. And then it's cold out. So he's wearing like a bandana. I'm like, is that to hide the piercing? Is that what this is all about? And he's like, yeah. no, it's cold out. I'm like, nah, Maybe the dude. piercing gets really cold and like clacks like, on his teeth. I'm like, pull Very it up, pull it up. All I ever talked to him about is giving him shit about the piercing. Good. You know, <laughs> maybe it hurt him at the time, but maybe now he doesn't have it anymore. He's moved past it. and you, It's like fat shaming. You moved him in the right direction. I hope so. That's what I, I like Kyle, to Kyle, you're looking a very... Yeah, Kyle, have you been emotionally damaged? He was fucking a decomposed human skull. And there was like green stuff coming out of the eye cavity. And you're not into this? It looked like wasabi. Was it and realistic enough that you think was that this was real. legit? Yeah. It was a human skull he was fucking. I left that page behind. It was well, a disembodied, decapitated human skull that was badly decomposed like three, four weeks. I don't know. They heard it here first. Kyle's a bit of a prude. That's like something we would have found on that Run the Gauntlet that you did. That we all did a while back. Here's yes. one where it, this one says it's a man fucking a woman's eye socket, but when you try to skip forward in the video, it just spins forever. And like, I don't want to watch nine minutes and forty five seconds of plot to get to the eye. <laughs> fucking. 
No, there's a lot that you have to tuck in there for it to make sense, I'm sure. Somebody like, sent me a website. I think it was called Best Gore. And that, uh, it, they, they said it to me on Reddit, and they're like, if you thought the gauntlet was rough, this is really bad. This is horrific. That's where I found the, the skull fucking. Oh, really? And I was like, I think I'll just not click on this link. I, I don't... But it's not that I can't that take it. And I, th I feel like if I remember, remember the gauntlet, right? I was the only guy that ran the gauntlet. And a lot of them just didn't really get me. <clears throat> but uh, some of them did. Some of them make a little withdrawal from your soul. Just... Some of them make a big withdrawal from your soul that you don't realize until you're about three seconds too far into the video. And you're like, <laughs> the animal oh, stuff. I didn't care this for is that. something I'll wake up seeing for the next year. The, like, the murder was rough. Towards the end, there was a guy getting murdered. Oh, the hammer one. Yeah. I think I finished the run the gauntlet too, but oh, that did was you? A, yeah, that was an that was the worst one. Um, yeah, it's I don't know if it was the last one or second to last, but it, it's towards the end. They they beat a guy with a hammer, and he wasn't dead yet, and he was suffering. He, he's trying to talk, or and as you're watching it unfold, because it took a while, I kept thinking like, well, this can still be reversed. You know, okay, he's been stabbed in the belly with a screwdriver, and that's horrific. But he can live a normal life. Ooh, now there's like 11 stabs. Colostomy bag. Like, you know, what happens if they stop now? What kind of life can he have? Ooh, all right, now his face is disfigured, but he's alive. You know, his jaw's moving. He's breathing and through his blood. And it just got worse and worse until you're like, just kill this man. Like, it would be a, an act of kindness at this point for you to just step up your game and end his life because his life is going to end either fast or slow. Let's make it fast. Mm -hmm. And as you watch him progress to that, um, it's a little soft withdrawal. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. Absolutely yeah. awful. I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. No. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, that stuff is so much worse than anything else. Like when we were doing that running the gauntlet thing, every time a video would come up and it was like some dude just like gargling, you know, horse pee and then eating a bunch of cow turds. It was like, Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> you know, you do your thing. Like, Oh, look at that guy. Like uh, what a goof. But then like the next one, anyone with people dying, I don't like that one where the dude like fell into the train subway station or whatever. And like the, as he was trying to get out. Yeah. And the train hit him. And instead mm. of just like, I always picture that it would just be like a, a knife almost and just like boom, and just cut him in half. But no, it like caught him and then just spins him like a top like 20 yards down the way and until he's just like there was I, I, you can't even tell if there's legs on the bottom of him anymore. Was that the night we watched that woman snort the cum? I don't remember. That, all you remember together. that video though? <laughs> oh, of course. She, yeah, I remember that. The roughest part about that one was how much she hated it. If she was really into cum snorting, and it would just be like, ah, it's not my cup of tea, but you go, girl. But no, she wished she wasn't there. Yeah. And She's only into it for like $700. It, the vibe I got from her was that there, she's in some life situation that made her feel like she had no other option but to make this video. And she hates herself. She hates this job. She hates this act. She's revolted by it. And I'm revolted by it. And it's this pity of disgust and sympathy that makes the whole thing a soul I'd, drag. I don't even See, know about that, though, because she didn't have to go 
full bore into that world such so as something that crazy it's not like oh my god the the rent's late should i sleep with someone teehee no i'll just snort you know six ounces of cum and, and you know wait till I, january I, they feel like you're coming at it rationally and she might not have right like there, there's always the like well why did she get a job at mcdonald's you know but maybe in her head she's like no like i I I'm need this money that. by tomorrow. <laughs> Not right above that. I, I I need this money by tomorrow. The rent is due. The people are violent. The whatever you know, like I, I'm in some situation that and and the eight hundred dollars I'd get from a normal porn video won't cut it. I need two grand right now or something bad. I don't know what the scenario is, but I got the vibe she didn't want to do that. And well, I, I got that vibe too. And maybe that is the case, but you have to also have to consider the possibility that like that's just what they're going for. Because I notice with a lot of that Japanese porn, it's all about the girl not enjoying it or being raped in some that sort is of weird, isn't it? Way they often have, you know, the Invisible Man porn that, that I showed you guys, where these these Japanese men are wearing like a full body, like white tight suit. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like it like clings to your body, and the idea is that they're invisible. You're supposed to use your imagination. And so they're being fucked. These women are being fucked by imaginary men. And so they're just going about their day taking the di imaginary dicks and stuff. The whole point of a lot of that Japanese porn seems to be a raping, a raping a teenage girl or watching her get raped by tentacles. And it's, it's always like, no, no. And then like the tentacles get like deep double penetrator. And then she's like, oh, I thought it's the always tentacle like that. thing that they did was because they weren't allowed to show penises. Well, in the mm. animated stuff, I think maybe they had. It's, it's obviously it's always. It I, don't, I don't see very many like live action tentacle fucks, unless they've got. Well, it's some hard eels to get out. an octopus to comply. <laughs> You'd be. Oh, I, I've definitely seen. Eel, I've I've seen eel fucking where they you know they they get a, like a live eel and they're fucking themselves with it or a snake or something like that. Or I've seen where they'll put like um, lots of frogs in the lady's ass, like lots of frogs, okay, and they just all come climbing out, uh, getting out of her ass. Um, the chicken thing to me was the most surprisingly natural one. Like, I don't want to say having sex with a chicken is natural. And people have heard me say this a million times, but... Chickens are built for rape. If you think about the size of an egg, yeah, chickens are totally down with human-sized penises. They yeah. do it daily. Maybe you could, like, make those eggs better somehow by doing that. Hmm? Maybe. You're fertilizing Probably your not. <laughs> Probably not. Hey, I don't know. I, I, I know a little bit about bird law, and I think that it would be okay. <laughs> To, to inseminate a chicken in hopes of making some sort of genetically yeah. superior uh, giant human chicken egg. As long as it doesn't involve any forced cloacal insertion. Bird Act 1974. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 of course, is uh, when, when, when the, uh, the penis and the, the vagine are combined into one orifice. Yeah. Uh, no, it's when the butthole and the vagina are combined into one. Isn't that what I said? You said penis and vagina. Oh, I That would be a feat. Yeah, I meant asshole and vagina. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just Those fucking birds. Bubba ruined it for all of us in 1974. He did, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big chicken lobbying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, let's... Uh, whole new topic. Do you have anything, anything else in this horrible, grisly specter like, to link us, Kyle? Or are we done with this? Well, you seem to be over the belly button fucking. And I watched that 10-minute video that was called Girl Gets Her Eye Socket Fucked. And it's just some chick. It's the classic girl being taken advantage of by man in power scenario, where he like step. He comes from behind the desk and dresses her. And she blows him and he fucks her. There was no eye penetration whatsoever. Mm. Did she have both oh. eyes? She had them both. 
You, oh you, my god! Yeah, right away point? you knew it wasn't. Gonna I be good. no no no. I thought at some point she was gonna pop one out. And mm. You'd be like, oh shit! And he was gonna, and you would be like, wow, here's the eyesight. And then like another guy was gonna come in, and she was gonna pop the other one out and blow my mind. And they were just gonna be like, you know, double eye fucking her, like she was blind the whole time. Dare to know dream. It. Like Book oh. of Eli, you know that twist, like oh, blind the whole time. I would like that. Now that's the point that should be made. She's she's using her normal holes the whole time, but at the end of the movie, it's time for the big gang bang. And and there's there's one guy for her mouth, one for her butt, one for her vagina. What but are we talking about? There's another guy for her belly button hole. But then two more dudes show up, and everybody's like looking around, like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> and she pops the eyeballs out, man. She like moves them both up, and she's like, bring it on. And you're but like, it, but the thing is, it's not a big twist at the end because the whole time they've been ill-fitting, awful-looking glass eyes, <laughs> looking lazily at nothing. One, just, one's bigger just, than the other. Yeah. <laughs> like, As they're uh, making bad eye fucking puns. Yeah, one. Now eye you guys on the are prize. just talking about <laughs> that poor guy from Fine Brothers. I had. I, <laughs> well, you want the two guys fucking the eyes to be able to see each other. <laughs> I didn't make that connection at all. He's got, <laughs> he has he's got weird a, eyes. He's got a lazy eye. They're they're a little bit wide. It's caused by um. It's like the it's uh, Hey Arnold syndrome. <laughs> it's uh. It's like the it's the, caused because the body can only fit greed in that one area, and so if a really greedy person, you have to pile lots of it in there, and it causes a little bit of spacer. Uh, Philly D will never come on our show again. No. <laughs> I, 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 he, so it's caused by you know the the muscles that are attached to your eye that actually control your eye looking around one side just a little tight so your eyes you know a little off kilter you can get a surgery for that and his uh, he sh totally should um, he could fix they're it they're not and, bad enough to warrant surgery though no I my, <laughs> I think they are I think in they all are seriousness, they're not that bad they okay so they're not that bad for day to day life but if you're gonna be on the internet all the time my mom had an it had the same thing um, that that guy has it was just slightly off and most of the time like. She would correct it by just maybe like what you used to do, Woody, you know, forcing your eyes apart in some way. But when she would get very tired or when she'd lose her fucking shit and start screaming at That's me. That's great. This one would start looking a little bit in. <laughs> and so uh, she had a surgery to like bring it back bring out. It yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, always, it was so funny, though. You could tell when she was losing her shit is <laughs> that that eye would start looking a little bit too far. <laughs> like, oh, shit, she's Put about it back to together, Mom. Put it together. Get it. She's yeah. about that means she's redlining. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take uh, much more. Uh, this is oh, probably Taylor, horrible. Oh, go on. You, have you looked into your availability in the coming week slash weeks to go to Wings of Redemption's house and do a super in-person PKA? Yes, I'm waiting for the last shoe to drop, so to speak, so I can be 100% sure, but first week in March is, if it's going to work, that's when I'm going to get it to work. Okay, that works for me. Um, yeah, either for, or let me... Ask that guy, maybe. And I'll, I'll ping wings. Uh, yeah, I don't know, we're getting close to a Woodycraft thing. Like it's, uh -huh. Yeah, it was like February all this time, now we're into March and spring break and some critical weeks for me. Well, we'll see. We'll hammer it out at another time. But I, I just want to let the audience know that those things are all cl still clicking along. The hot sauce is dependent upon the in-person show, and so all that's like maybe ready we to can come. decouple the hot sauce from the in-person show. You think so? And just use the all mail. Right. Like it, it can't be that expensive to ship hot sauce. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's. So the reason it's expensive is because um, I I'm, I'm going to get four or five samples. But the question is, do I send? four copies of four or five samples to four different locations because when I do that the shipping slash cost of the samples comes to almost $110 or something 
Um, and it just seemed like a lot of money to spend on something that could be accomplished. I by see. Because there's like four cent. flavors, and then there's a bunch of us, and then four you start people. taking, yeah, four flavors. That's 16, then you're shipping them all over. Yeah. Um, and they have to ship them to me first, which I have to pay for as well. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it, I'm willing to do it, but I just thought that, you know, if we could come, if we get all these things going at once, I like doing that. I like, you know, getting lots of, lots of things done in one go. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to be going to town during the day, I'm like, all right, let's find everything that I can do while I'm there. So I just kind of had a similar. I like that too. I, I just worry that this is becoming like a single point of failure, you know, like, like, so I guess because of Taylor, we push this thing off to March and then maybe because of Woody, we push it off until like late March. And then I could see a a universe where I'm like, all right, I become available on like March 21st. And Taylor says, ah, well now that's not good for me anymore. You know, let's talk April. And like this just, okay. I'm trying to work around that weekend of the first weekend in March of the fifth and the sixth, but it won't work. He's got an event that weekend. All right. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll just drive up there and get those pictures to get the hot sauce, uh, expedited. Uh, go ahead and get that rolling and, and happening, and then we'll go. What about that like in- that week of the seventh through the eleventh in March? Those are all weekdays. Do weekdays work better for you, right, Woody? Yeah, I, I need to. I need to go. We'll I, hammer I, it out later. Yeah, yeah I don't want to tell the whole world what we've got cooking at Woody Craft, but you know. Of course but, not. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll go ahead and do the the photographs for the uh, hot sauce ASAP. Like. I'll, I'll I'll talk to Wings tomorrow, and maybe I'll go this weekend or something and get those done, and then uh, we'll make the in-person thing its own trip and uh, do it that way. Okay. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun to yeah. hang out. I want to go out to eat with you guys a number of times just to, you know, hopefully a good experience. Also, hopefully a really bad experience because yeah. I'm just I hoping I yell at a waitress. Was, this is what no. happens. This is what happens. I'll be completely wonderful to a waitress. And I refuse they're to all like, like he's doing it, he's doing it, and I'm not, and I'm, no. I'm the, nothing but please and thank yous, and and you I know, need Chiz here with me because I can this is what happens. I need Jackie here with me because Jackie was like, I'm, I'm on the phone with Jackie. The waitress comes over, but I was on the phone before the waitress got there. It wasn't like I dissed her or something, and um, uh, oh, and, and by the way, like I, I forget why I felt like I had to talk to Jackie at that point, um, and uh, so she's taking people's orders, and I ask. The normal back and forth with the waitress when you order like a steak dinner is like, you know, like, like all right, I, I'd like a, you know, filet, medium rare. And then she's like, okay. And she's looking at me and I'm like, are there other questions? Like I'm expecting her to say sides or something like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this nicely. You know, like, I'm like, are there any other questions or just, is everything else just like a standard? Um, and, and she's like, well, what would you like with your sides? I'm like, uh, choices, you know, like what size do you have? And they're acting like, ah, Kyle's getting chis in here. They're acting like I'm awful and I'm not. And even my wife was on the phone. Like you weren't saying anything rough at she all. She wasn't there. It's not. She was on the say, call. How you say it. Not what you say, how you say she it. She heard it. She's just, we it wasn't like. communicate in so many ways. It's the body language. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it, it's, it's how the words flow from your mouth. There's a lot of ways to say a lot of things. And I got to she, say. She's literally she, like. I, re- I just wrote oh. this to Chiz. I said, Woody, Woody is arguing that he's not rude to wait staff against smiley face. I need you, Chiz. Laugh my ass off. Chiz replies, absolutely rude. Hashtag endorsement. They're that all mean, cocksuckers. They, they just. They just. And this is what this is what happens. I can be 
the most wonderful angel in the world. And at I've this point, they're like, you know, he's doing it and I'm not doing anything. I'm nice. <laughs> I'm really nice. And, but they just, they, they yearn for it to happen so much that no matter what I do, I, I'm an awful person. I mean, I mean, you just drop a couple f bombs loudly in a, in a restaurant <laughs> one so night, and, and everybody's acting like you're a rude guy. You I am going to give the give next a, waiter the shirt the off little, my back, and they'll be little, like, "Oh, Woody's trying to steal her tips." That's what's going to happen if we do like go out to eat and there's bad service. Is Woody is going to be very tactic, uh, tactically polite. Like he's gonna be like almost a sickly sweet, like trying to manipulate. Like, oh, thank you so much for refilling that water. Aren't you a dear? Like being oh, very yeah. sweet. No, but in front of me to make sure that next time this shit comes uh -huh. up, I take his side. You, Kyle, I know you don't really give that much of a shit on how you're perceived as being rude to people. So if something does go badly, I I'm looking forward to seeing you being actually rude. All right. So here's now what, what just his right. He he says number one the fuck to the manager in Chicago, which I just referenced. Number two, the survival trip, looking at the waitress, taking the order while on the phone with Jackie and going, anything else? <laughs> with a stern tone. Number three, so I'm pretty sure he threw a racial slur to one of the staff <laughs> members from, from the Huddle House. <laughs> what slur was that, Chiz? <laughs> our, our server at the Huddle House was white. Our like, server at that Huddle House didn't act like he was white. He acted like he was a much lazier race. Name one. I don't know. What, what are the lazy races? Irish. <laughs> what a setup. <laughs> <laughs> he, he acted like... Do you remember how poor he was? How bad that guy was? That we were like fuming He was terrible. Apparently, the person who was supposed to do that job wasn't there. Yeah. So they were just like filling in and we were dealing with the B team. And they were really bad at their jobs. A janitor made our food. It was fucking awful. Oh, he says, but if you recall leaving the what AMC the after the fuck to watch Chicago, he threw a mini, a mini a slur in the car. That's so not even, even true. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, it is. I don't so know about that. The, the first racial slur mention, hashtag case closed, Kyle said, what slur? And she just wrote back, that was a joke. But if you recall leaving the AMC after he threw a mini slurs in the car, racial slurs are not like a thing. No, he was talking about those annoying chicks. Oh, Kyle wrote that. I'm a little yeah. confused. Yeah, the AMC, is this after the uh, Conor McGregor fight? Uh, I don't know. We've been to a Yeah, many. yeah. That's what we saw in Chicago. We watched Conor McGregor fight. Uh, Mendez. Yeah. I thought we watched two things there. I, I don't Mad know. Mad Max, the on, but on the event. that was Boston, actually. We went okay. there. Um, well, in any case... The truth is, in my opinion... In any case, the truth is these cocksuckers lie all the time. All the time. None of this is true. It's, it's, it's interesting that you feel that way because that means that you really don't see it. And... <laughs> yeah. I can't out-argue Kyle, but I do have the right on my side. Kyle's the establishment. And he just whips up truths that aren't true. Oh, Kyle's frozen. Oh, they're both frozen. Which is odd because... Um, you know how sometimes I lose them both and, uh, and I say, oh, this is my, my fault. My internet went down or something like that. That did not happen. Um, I, I, I run a ping constantly. Uh, this is just to, to Google. Um, just double checking. Yeah, that's a Google IP address. I can share it. So this is a, a ping and you can see, I haven't dropped any packets or anything. That IP address is Google, so don't think that I've shared anything crazy. But um, you can usually it'll say like that the connection dropped or something. I don't know if I can show you one. Um, there, see that timeout. 
said, but Chiz also said there is a there is justified dislike and rudeness towards waitstaff, and then there is the unjustified rudeness towards towards them through tone of voice and body language. Waitstaff asking you if you need anything during a story, that sort of thing. Uh, Taylor, are you there? So I it, can only see myself as well. Can you see? Oh, that was my fault. I had to <laughs> click on my camera. Taylor probably does too. But the whole layout is a nightmare uh, until <laughs> he clicks his camera. I like Josh. Uh, he, it, was, it was fun having him on. Um, yeah, good guy. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. I'm glad to hear he's... So uh, were you two talking to each other that whole time? Taylor and I? Yeah. Uh, I maybe got like four words out. You know, I was just just oh. mocking you a bit more. That's all. <laughs> well, sadly. I was read. I think I was reading what Shiz wrote there, or something like that. Yeah, he says there's justified dislikeness toward the staff, and then there's unjustified through tone of voice and body language. See, this is what they do. They 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 get these like like. Well, there's nothing. They're woody. able to interpret human body language and tone. I no, don't get no. it. They're like, well, I can't quote anything he's ever done wrong, but trust me, if you saw the visual. You'd agree with me that he's the spawn of Satan. and Not the spawn of Satan. Just talk down to them. That's all. No! That's I, that's how I, I see it. I've been there. Yeah. I, I don't I know don't. if anyone in our PKA universe has had jobs as low as me. Has, has ever lived in low-income housing above drug dealers that beat their wives. Like I, I, I started lower than anybody here. I win. And... I don't haze waitstaff. I uh, commiserate. I understand. No, you never purposefully go after them. However, um, did you? you I seems like my video just went away. I had oh, to my. click my button again. Maybe you uh, did too. I did the same. It's uh, it's widescreen right now and doesn't seem. I don't see yours and mine isn't doing the things. Let's restart actually... the call. Sure. Yeah. All right. This is just all the stuff we read. I don't. I want to own the call. It works better. Jizz and Josh. I think I'm in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Were you? I I thought that you actually walked away for a second. No. Are you guys there? Oh, yes. you can you, you can't hear me. I can hear you. Your oh. video. Yours is fine. Kyle's is coming in fuzzy. Well, if you or someone you love out there was. A part of the wait staff that waited on Woody, then then you might have some issues with fear, anger, stress, anxiety, depression, sleeplessness. Well, fear no more. There's headspace.com. Hey, Kyle. Yes. Your audio is a little broken up Fuck. right now. It's not your fault, of course. I just didn't want to give the advertiser less than. Uh, sure. Perfection. Let me know when I'm when I'm sounding better. Am I am I sounding better now? Maybe? Yes, you are. Please. Oh, all right. Restart, all right. please. Yeah. Let me pull this back up. Yeah. If you were, uh, you know, a member of some wait staff that maybe waited on Woody, then you might be suffering from fear, anger, stress, anxiety, depression, sleeplessness, any of those things. But fear no more. There's Headspace.com. They begin in your head, but they can completely wreck your life. All these stressors and angry customers like Woody. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can make a major difference in just ten minutes a day. This change comes from guided meditation with the new Headspace app. Headspace is, a, uh, Headspace is meditation made simple. It's guided meditation that you listen to whenever you want, wherever you want, right on your phone, computer, or tablet. Meditation is rooted in thousands of years of tradition with thousands of scientific studies that show its positive results, like improving focus, relationship harmony, 
and increasing anx uh, decreasing anxiety and stress levels caused by customers who feel they're some part of some sort of aristocracy and look down upon you. Join <laughs> over five billion users already getting some headspace for free right now. I like that. It's kind of a little bit of a double entendre, huh? Join over five million users already getting some headspace. Space for free right now. Download the free Headspace app and begin their Take 10 program for 10 days of guided meditation at headspace.com slash PKA. The Headspace Take 10 program is a 100% free way to experience the benefits of meditation in your busy modern life. Train your mind for a healthier, less stressed life. Start your free trial today at headspace.com slash PKA. That's headspace.com slash PKA. Anybody here meditate? No, no, but they make it sound attractive. Sounds like I should, though. I had a girlfriend that did uh, TM, uh, Transcendental Meditation, and she felt like it helped out a lot with her, uh, you know, daily stressors and concentration and staying on task and uh, and all that stuff. And Stern is a huge believer in it. He's been doing it since I think he was 17 or 18, and you know he's like 60 something now, 62. Uh, and he always talks about some Maharaja or some motherfucker he met overseas that that he trained under and all this stuff, you know. So uh, I believe in meditation. I I. I you know, I, I don't think there's there's nothing supernatural or it's not psychic. It's it's not that bullshit. It's it's a way that you can really uh, affect some change uh, yeah. upon it's your like own body using me. your mind. Yeah, it's it's like I for me I can imagine it being a couple things. Like it, I don't know. They they had maybe it was just a really good ad read. But I am genuinely in my heart thinking like, dude, I would like this. You know, I find a quiet room and just take a pause. You know, in, in everything and. You know, whatever you could plan your day's objectives. You could just think nothing. You could clear your mind. That's what clear uh, your that's, mind. That's I, what she would always do. She would try to think of nothing. Try to push. I don't understand out of, that because I've tried that before. Like, just picture blackness and fall through it. Yeah, but then you just are thinking about other shit. In your no, head. I'm I'm picturing the blackness. I'm focusing completely on the black void and I'm falling through it. That's what but I would. That's then in I, my head, I always think like, okay, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the blackness. I'm seeing the blackness. How much longer do I have to do this? Am I gonna have to do this for another 15 minutes before I feel better? Will I feel better right away? So you're thinking too much. You got to see. <clears throat> yeah, I. You need the app. It'll it'll teach you to focus on your breathing. Teach you to take your time. Teach you to get out of the moment. And I, I think it help you so much. Yeah. Taylor. I would I love I it if did, would it play some chill music. Like, I feel like that could be part oh, of it. you got to be focused on nothing. She used to sleep with I... these tapes that were uh, like words of affirmation, too. That would sort of, It was like guided meditation to like put you to sleep. And it was like, ha <laughs> it was like happy thoughts. Words so, of like, affirmation. You're yeah. such a good sleeper. <laughs> it, it, it was like, oh, I can't remember what it would say. But every night before bed, you know, you, th that would, that's what we go to sleep to. The, to this voice going, <sighs> you're in control of all. You, like Something like all those stressors you're not in control of those wash away wash away and it's just like just just nice words of affirmation putting you to sleep you know they've got a i don't mean to be all about the ad but i, I want to watch this do you guys want to watch the video yeah, yeah let's I'll see. check it out all right we'll watch it together here's the url and then you need to click the how it works animation and then pause it at zero right away watch our how it works animation all yep. Right. All right. So, Taylor, you ready? I am good to go. Ready, set, play. Say hello to Headspace. Loud. Think of it like a gym membership for the mind. <laughs> Using proven meditation and mindfulness techniques, we'll show you how to train your mind for a healthier, happier, more enjoyable life. Now, you can get Headspace on your phone or on your computer. Just open up the app or visit the site in your browser and follow the simple instructions to get going. The best place to start is with Take 10. It's a free 10-day program where you can learn the basics of meditation in just 10 minutes a day. 
If you enjoy Take 10 and want to learn more, then it's time to subscribe. When you do, you'll get access to hundreds of hours of original Headspace content, including guided and unguided exercises from two minutes to an hour. That's a whole lot of mindfulness. If there's a particular area you'd like to focus on, whether that's health, performance, or relationships, we've got you covered with our special series collections. Or, if you prefer, you can dip in and out with our Headspace singles. They're great for one-off meditations or learning how to apply mindfulness to everyday activities. There's also our SOS sessions, made up of truly bite-sized meditations, to help you in those meltdown moments. Now you can track your progress and stats, buddy up with friends, and if you manage to meditate several days in a row, you'll even get rewarded with bonus gifts. Oh, and by the way, if you do buy a subscription, as part of our Get Some Give Some program, we'll match it by donating a subscription to someone in need. So, why not get started today? Who knows, maybe if you treat your head right, everything else will follow. It didn't tell Very... me what I wanted to know. No, but I liked the upbeat-looking cartoons. I, but like I, I really wanted to know what was in the app. I guess you have to do the trial. I don't know if it's designed that way. or like They're like, hey, here's one that is cooking-based. And here's one that's relationship-based. <laughs> I'm just you like, didn't fuck up the eggs. She's the one who's wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's I, I, cheating on you, and you know. That. I want to know what the fuck this thing is. Check like her I, phone. in my head, there's, <laughs> dude. There's a a series of YouTube videos, and I'm gonna mess it up. Is it AWS or AVE or like you guys don't know this? I'm not it, sure. It's a kind of like tranquil sort of walk you through it. Oh, I know thing. what you're referring to, but I don't know the name. Uh, um, is it AWS? Mm, not likely. I wonder what it is. I wish someone would tell me more about it. it, it there's like a, um, basically people just kind of chill and in a soothing way <clears throat> describe something to guide your imagination in a certain way. I think I have this right. Um, they actually, I found it when, I don't know if we're the biggest Patreon thing. Never mind that like thousands goes in fraud every month, <laughs> but thanks for dealing with that Patreon. But, um, uh, one of the ones that was bigger than us or promoted or something by Patreon was these AWS videos. And every time she got some certain amount of money, she'd release another one. And I was like, huh? well, what is this all about that people are giving this money toward? And it wasn't a skill set I had, but I listened to her video and I was like, I could see watching these, you know, you just kind of like relax while she tells you what to think or tells Maybe you. Maybe I don't know what you're talking. So is it like, imagine you're sitting on the beach and there's a pelican that lands at your feet. The sand is hot and fine between your toes. Imagine the pelican, you know, Catching a fish or a s starfish floating on the beach. Like, is it shit like that? Uh, not far from that, but hers was a, a little Imagine less... that you fill, fulfilled your dad's expectations. <laughs> <laughs> uh... he doesn't see you as a loser. Really negative, pinpointed things. Kathy never thought you were good enough. <laughs> and you knew you weren't either. You sick piece of shit. Get your life sorted out. <laughs> uh, shit. I wish that'd be um, a good app for you, Kyle. I could picture you as the spokesman for a, you know, brutally honest 
anxiety thing where it's like you're telling people things they don't want to hear but they need to hear. You know, She's not into you. You know. <laughs> you're just not that you're just not good enough. I mean, <laughs> fuck. You bought this tape. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus don't. fucking Christ. Didn't you realize it was a scam when I put lol at the end of my yeah. tweet? <laughs> you paid for this shit? You signed up for the monthly service, didn't you? Did you buy Sleeping with Woody as well? It's just <laughs> a guy snoring. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to go walk into your bathroom. Go find a full-length mirror and you just look at yourself. <laughs> you just look God. at yourself and you those feelings that you feel. Not pretty, is it? No. <laughs> Not That's the kind of dumb fuck who bought this. You know? <laughs> Take the razor. Great get idea. It out. <laughs> uh, people could I, uh, gift it to each other. Whenever there, there are products <laughs> where you have like uh, a voice, you know, coming back at you, for example, voice uh, navigation systems, you know, turn left at the, uh, at the roundabout. I always think that it would be funny to have like a ghetto version. I want like a ghetto woman, like giving me my navigation, uh, uh, my directions and stuff like uh-uh sugar you don't went too far you know <laughs> just just being really really ghetto the whole time i think that would be hilarious i, I wish that that should be a thing as you I know get closer you some, instead of her just up. notifying you like 1000 feet 500 feet she could get like she could just step up her anger level you know like a thousand five hundred one hundred feet you know it's damn, motherfucker. <laughs> damn it's 25 you're going 40 or You're maybe moving too like, quick. I don't know maybe, how far we are. <laughs> you program it to like take you to the interstate, but halfway there, it's like, slow down, sugar. This is Ray Ray's. They got the best barbecue in Texas. And you're like, oh, shit. All right, then. All right, Ray Ray's. You know, maybe it gives you some like ghetto pointers for like when you're traveling. Like it warns you about dangerous neighborhoods and stuff. It has a pigment scanner for your oh. fingers. Like, you should not be where you are right now. You know? Uh oh, -uh, cracker, get your ass out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they gonna hang to you from the lamppost, boy. You look like Casper. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they make celebrity uh, versions where, like, you can get Sean Connery or some motherfucker to, like, give you your directions. Uh, I'd be into that. Like, Wanda Sykes, I think, would be a good one to, to do what I'm describing. She probably would be very funny with that. Yeah, I'd, li I'd like Wanda Sykes to, to be my navigation person. She'd be funny. Um, who else would be good, do you think, to, to be the, the voice of your nav system? Uh, someone with a very iconic voice. I don't know. Sean I'd listen Connery. to Steve Buscemi. Um, who's the black guy that did Darth Vader? James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. That's a little ominous. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts, not fighting the dark side. <laughs> um... I feel like Sean Connery's a bit much with that Scottish thing. Like uh, that's a little too iconic. I'm getting I'm getting lost in his voice. I'm not I'm not getting where I'm going. How about like Rick from Rick and Morty? Oh, I would hate that. <laughs> in oh, character. No, no, no. You're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna take it right here, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the burping. Like you know, what, what Taylor like did. Feet, man. What, what, what Taylor's <laughs> doing is great. Like you're gonna wanna left. Slow down, slow down, buddy. Slow down, buddy. You're way too fast. Like that, I can deal with, and I'm sure mine was terrible. But um, the the burping, the fact that he belches so often, it's just like, no, no, no. You're gonna want to get out of here, Morty. Take a left at the next sign. Oh, get the burping out. Even that was yucky to me. Yeah, oh, it's gross. I, like I had it. to force that. I drool <laughs> when he's drooling that green slime. Like, there's one where he, the, the slime goes real Why? low, and then he's like, Why? he's like, <laughs> sucks oh. it back up. I love that. Terrible. Love you ever it. see kids on the playground do that? Mm -hmm. They would yeah. like spit and it almost touched the wood chips. Yeah, and then I used to do that. Yeah, uh, we used to do it in the full mount position, right? Like like that was a way to terrify people. Oh, not you? 
Oh, yeah. like you're spitting onto their face. If you were going to bully someone, you'd be on top of them doing the like. This is the guy who's nice, <laughs> nice to wait staff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you put a look on their face. You have to No, no, you suck it up. You don't, It's just a threat. It's just You'll a threat. You'll never be on the swim team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got your bent over. Was there any swim team it? hazing? Did you guys haze the newcomers to the swim team? You know, like throw, tie them to blocks? And throw I them started as a senior. And um, even then, like the only thing that really happened is um, we had to like put in and take out the lane lines. You know, the little floaty things between the lanes. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that's that, not that. bad at all. Yeah. So the that's older great. guy, it's yeah. not bad. It, obviously, it's not bad, bad. But <laughs> while you're doing it and the people that have been on the team longer, just like wait Watch. for you to do it and know that it's not there, that they're now above it. Like it doesn't matter what the task is. You know, it could just be like handing out kickboards or something and yeah. the fact that you're the hander and they're they're they've done their time identifies like a, a social status that seems like that's every sport though like that's not necessarily hazing it's like in mm -hmm. hockey when there were like all 400 pucks laying out on the ice after practice like it's always the freshman always the new guy who has to collect them and put them away like, is there I'm a not quick gonna... way to collect them is there a machine for doing it like for tennis you know there's that thing a rolly thing it's no, not you just bad. gotta go and pick them up it, and put them in a bucket. Really? Well, why don't That's one of you geniuses invent that shit real quick? Um, it's pretty. I'm sure we can all picture what it needs to look like. The the two benches are near like on ours <laughs> anyway. On pros are different, but we'd have the two benches with the teams and the penalty box in between them, and uh, the bucket. It's like a Home Depot drywall bucket type thing would just be there, and everybody passes the puck to the guy with the bucket. So you've got like five guys passing the puck. One guy receiving it, and then another guy putting the pucks in the bucket. I it feel like really you had some, if you were skating along, pushing something that were about three feet wide that skidded on top of the ice and 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 like scooped these things in, and they were just being like pushed into a thing. Uh, you could kind of skate around, and I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's not a big deal. Maybe it's usually easy. they're all in the net at the end of the practice. Like a lot of them are in the net. And you can't. That makes yeah. yeah. What does that say about the, our goalie, Merkadirka? <laughs> you know, says that he was trying to help. You know. Round up the pucks at the end of practice. You know, I don't think that's here. what it says. <laughs> it doesn't say that at all. Otherwise, they'd be behind the net, over by the boards. <laughs> um, no, ours. We did it before, so we'd warm up, and then there was a shoot around. Then after the, I played beer leg hockey, so we weren't practicing like that. But we had like four hundred pucks. Everyone would shoot them, and then you just quickly shoot them all back to the middle. It didn't take long, but um, yeah, silly topic, but really heavy pucks. Like I've been stacking. I've been stacking wood lately, and wow. uh, Colin's helping me. And this doesn't happen much, but it has with the wood stacking. He's actually worth a damn. I was very surprised. Uh, yesterday I stacked by myself. Today it was like I'm going to grab Colin because he wasn't around yesterday. And um, I guess I've been waiting for this his whole life. I include Colin in a lot of activities, but it's not that common that he's actually helpful. I guess he was with mowing, but now more and more, like it. He's like twelve now, isn't he? He is, and he'll be thirteen in April. So that's not that he's almost thirteen, and I'm, he's just coming around to like actually being worth a damn around the house. Uh, I, I, I feel like, and I hope this burns into someone's head and it makes him a slightly better father. But one of the things that you are supposed to do as a dad is include your kid in activities, even if it doesn't help you. You know, like if you're hanging a new ceiling fan, get your nine-year-old to join in the activity and he'll remember doing that with you. Um, 
And I've been doing that since they were little kids. And suddenly he's helpful. And it was great. Like you're getting to like prime yard work years with him where you can send him on tasks and it's not a constant like, Oh, got to go check in on him. Got to go check in on him. Make sure he's not fu- fucking it up. We're just entering those. <laughs> I, 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 um, he, so what we do is we've got this like giant stack of wood. I think it's five cords. If people know what that is. And, uh, we're stacking it all up in the stable under a roof. And, uh, we load up the front end loader on the tractor. He loves it. We load up the front end loader, then he like hops on the platform and we drive over to the stable with a front end loader full of logs. And then on the way back, he sits in the front end loader itself as I take him back to the logs. And uh, that's all the payment he needs. Just driving around in the front end loader of a tractor. That's fortunate because you don't pay. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all the payment I offer. Um, yeah. but, uh, you get this and a home and food every night. <laughs> yeah. your payment. Front end loader rides and, and those things. So, um, so it's pretty cool. I don't know. I, I just, and then I feel like I haven't been doing as much like, you know, I haven't worked on the stable much myself lately. And, uh, I just sort of got outside and started doing some work and I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot how much, I forgot how good this was for me to like be outside accomplishing things, getting shit done. Uh, it makes yeah. me feel good. I, hired I feel a- better about achieving stuff like that than like, oh, you sent off six emails today because it's tangible. Like you can look and see a difference directly in what you did. Even like something as simple as like, oh, cleaning the house or cleaning the kitchen or something. Like I get way more satisfaction from stuff like that. I do too. And I, I denied that about myself when I was younger. Like, you know, in my 20s, it, I, I thought that you had to be stupid to appreciate that kind of thing. Like, no, no, no. I'm born to be white collar, you know, like I, I get the equal achievement from coding or this or that. And sometimes I do, but it's hard to match the tangible achievements. And, uh, you know, it just, I, afterwards I took Jackie around, I loaded her in the golf cart and was like, let look at the shit we did. We did these things. And, and Jackie's great. She knows exactly when to clap and ooh and ah. You know? <laughs> wow. Look at all that wood you stacked. Like <laughs> that's exactly what you, and she does it. And it's so fake. And, I'm still okay with it. You know, she literally would go, ooh, nice yeah. wood stacking. You're I've okay heard... when she fakes it? Because it shows that she's putting a little effort into it at least, right? Like, a <laughs> little bit. I've heard, I know what you're referring to. I've heard it. Wow. <laughs> are you talking about Jackie or just in yeah, your yeah, life as well? Yeah, Jackie. She's, she's, she's very oh. underwhelmed, but she's like... She, you know, get, give me a little support. So every time you bring her something like that, she makes a sound as if you were saying, like, look look at this picture of a dragon I drew, Jackie. Look at this picture of a dragon. She's like, oh, yeah. wow, Woody, that's a great dragon. Look at the wings on that Right dragon. on the fridge. Look right you, on buddy, the fridge. Look at you. And it's funny because I'm not stupid, but it's still exactly what I want. Yeah. You know, if she were to be like, Dude, it's stacking wood. Any moron can do that. You, like, you know, your, your child did it just as well. <laughs> but no, it's like, ooh, good, yeah. That looks nice in there. Thanks. I think it looks good too. You know, it's, it's just what I want. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, those comments mean a lot. I, just those little words of affirmation. That's a love language. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is a love language. It's not my primary one. Well, of course not. No. But uh, low jobs, my primary acts one. of kindness, uh, it, physical touch. Taylor's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's. I think that's number one for uh, a little less than half the population globally. Yeah. Are you talking so about every males. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every guy. <laughs> um, no guy's like, you know what I, I like want the, uh, is just 
just tell me yeah just tell me i'm great i wish i, I had more quality time with you what are the other ones I, I can probably name them so there's physical touch there's <laughs> words of affirmation there's gifts there's quality time uh are there five are there seven there's five how many of these five words of affirmation gifts quality time physical touch physical touch and belly button blow jobs <laughs> <laughs> fuck i know i'll get belly it. button cream pie yeah. <laughs> um what would you say yours is kyle um, if a lady wants to get close to you, acts of service she, acts of service if a lady <laughs> wants to get close to me um, I, what do you mean by that? Like, like sexually, or like, like have some sort of emotional, if, if like you, emotional structure, like, like foundation. How does she make thing. emotional deposits into your relationship with her? Um, I think when they like uh, go out of the way to create a thing for me, like build or or, or gifts, um, maybe. Yeah, not gifts, because because like if she, if you give me a gift certificate or or a mm -hmm. Honda, I, I'm just gonna be like. Honestly, I won't care. I, I, that, that doesn't do it. But if you if you build something for me, that's big in my book. Um, it's happened a few times. Um, I've had I've had like uh, drawings and paintings done for me. But um, my uh, my current girlfriend, um, she knows I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, and she built Helm's Deep with uh, cardboard and peeps, and uh, she constructed like the troll catapults, and she built this huge thing in my basement on the floor. It took her two days. She hid it from me. And it's on the box. It's it, there's like it looks like it looks like Helm's Deep, and on the side it says Helm's Peep. And when I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's, that's a big nice. problem though. Is that she included troll catapults at the Battle of Helm's Deep? That was Minas Tirith where they brought those out. You're absolutely right. There were trolls there at, at, at Helm's Deep, but they didn't have the catapults. They, well, you know, she had the big siege ladders. If that makes you feel better, it was it was in some ways very accurate. Very Did accurate. they have the guy with no shirt with the the flamethrower or not the flamethrower the torch the, the magnesium torch? No, that yeah. wasn't there. He wasn't present. Um, I was reading some of the like little known facts about the trilogy the other day, and I know a lot of them. Like when Aragorn kicks that uh, helmet, he's breaking two bones in his foot, and that scream of ah isn't just because he thinks that Merry and Pippin have been killed by the the or the or in the battle with the Rohan riders. It's because he broke his fucking foot on that helmet, and it hurt real bad, so he screamed. But um, there's the one about Sean Connery being offered the part of Gandalf and 15% of the gross uh, on, on a series that made $3 billion, if you want to do that math. Um, he didn't understand the part. Uh, he, he read the books, um, read the script, still claims he doesn't understand it and doesn't regret not taking it. Um, he has a lot of money. He's got yeah. plenty. He's all good. Um, there were a lot of little tidbits in there that I didn't know. Uh, a bunch of them, it's a good thing they didn't do them. For example, all right, so the, the Weinstein brothers, I think, produced that thing. Uh, Harvey, uh, and Harvey Weinstein wanted it all to be one movie. He wanted Rohan and, um, uh, what's, um, Gondor to be Gondor. combined into one, uh, one city, ah, one group of people. Yeah. He mm. wanted, um, what was the other thing? Oh, the entire part where the, basically the first movie, the uh, the the trilogy, or, or excuse me, the Fellowship, um, the the segment where they go into the mines of Moria and lose Gandalf was literally going to be nothing more than Frodo saying, "And then we went into a very dangerous journey through the mines of Moria, where we lost Gandalf." And that was going to be it. That was he was just going to say that sentence, and that was going to take up that whole thing. So Whoa, there what were a lots terrible of, idea. 
yeah, Peter Jackson uh, fought for you know his vision of that movie and, and made that thing what it was. It's um, because there were lots of ways I, it could have. Vin Diesel tried out for the role of Aragorn, and and Peter Jackson said it was very good. Originally, the part the first guy was offered to like they were they they offered the part to um um fucking uh, what's his name um the one that Reddit loves making fun of um Con Air and uh, Nick Cage Nicholas Cage they offered Aragorn to Nicholas Cage. I want to go back to the love language thing. Sure. Taylor, without just picking out one of the five love languages, what does a girl do to make a huge emotional deposit for you? Hmm. Magic cards? Oh. <laughs> like you said, physical touch. I'll do mine, what's in my head. So I'm a physical touch guy, right? Yeah. And as lame as this sounds, specifically, like inappropriate touching, like the touch on the sly. The, you know, if I'm getting a drink and, and she cops a feel, grab. the Olive Garden grab, the, the whatever, that the, there's kind of a, I'm thinking of you, I love you type thing going on there that seems beyond just like, you know, this is our, like, I'm married with kids, right? So sometimes sex is really scheduled, you know, it's like, yeah, hope will be gone tomorrow. Colin has parkour camp. Let's do this. Um, Sometimes it goes down like that. That's great and everything, but I feel like the bigger deposits are made when right in the belly button. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the like biggest deposits. Are yeah, made. you know, when when like whatever she on her own decided, I'm copping a feel like that kind of thing. You're even if it's just a hug, it doesn't have to be so naughty. Um, those are but, those are bigger deposits to me. Or big deposits to me. I agree with you. Like a hundred percent there. That was a good way to articulate it. Like the little, like, just to show that you're in their thoughts, I guess. Not even just like, oh yeah, let's fuck in this Barnes and Noble, but just <laughs> like you know, just not heavy petting because that sounds really wildly inappropriate as it would be in a Barnes and Noble. But just you know, a little grab grope, just to show like interest there. I like those pornos where the where the girls getting dirty in a library. Yeah, it's a common yeah. genre. I don't know cultured. what it is about live. It's a it, well, it's a new one. So these <clears throat> girls use like, like they they live stream at the library in a very you know risky scenario where they can masturbate or or whatever. So they'll like strip down naked, be fucking themselves like between the book aisles, and then they gotta quickly like put their clothes on because some guy's walking through for you know getting I hate a, those for his biology exam. Oh, those those stress me out just as much as if I were in that position where I'm like, so I, kicked out. These are quiet hours. I saw <laughs> one where there's a camera. She's got one camera on her face and she's got one camera under her desk and she's masturbating with a vibrator in class. She squirts on the floor and the professor catches her. It's great. It's it's almost as good as belly button fucking. It's it's one of my favorites. Almost that good? <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. it's not as good as interracial belly button fucking, because how do you top that? But no, Really, uh, someone just peed in a classroom, and rightfully so, was busted for it. A little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think she got in any trouble. I think it's a, I feel like as a hot chick, you could, like, squirt in a classroom, and you're going to get in a whole shitload less than if I came in a classroom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, if I blow a load over there, there's not one single person in that room who's like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, if no one's a girl, taking your side. If a girl comes in a classroom, 50% of us are on board with that shit, at least. You know, yeah. there's a big discrepancy there. It's, it's, it's just much easier to be a woman and, and masturbate in a classroom. Like, yeah. 
teacher pays lip service to it, like, hey. Maybe literally. That'd be hot. What are you thinking? You know, keep that one. There's a once a week thing, you know, <laughs> going forward. It's like basketball. You call a couple guys, come out there and squeegee the court down. Make yeah. It again. Professor's <laughs> like, uh, you're going to upload that footage, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. So I, I like the like public sex videos that, that don't seem fake when they're like actually out in a risky uh, scenario doing some dirty stuff. Um, I like the happy, embarrassed girls uh, subreddit. I know you do too, Woody. I know that's on your uh, your multiplex of porn. Um, that's a good one. Um, all that stuff, yeah. But belly button fucking. Ah, oh, that's the caviar of, <laughs> of extreme sex uh, videos for me right now. I, I've I've stumbled onto something. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for more more versions of it. I, I feel like like you said, Taylor, let's some midget belly button fucking whatever. I got to get into this. Yeah, start adding more. Jumping edges. in with both feet. Once you get, where do you even kind of go off from there? You know, other like orifices. What, what deeper, darker internet pit. Are you going to find yourself after you ricochet from that? Hmm. <sighs> so, um, I think trampling is uh, trampling is when you, you you want someone to like walk on you, step on you, stomp on you. That one to me seems like the ones that are just pain and like very, very little pleasure. Uh, th those always seem like a darker uh, avenue to me. E fucked always has something that hurts my soul. Oh, I love E fucked. I know you That's... do. It's, and it's weird because I did really well on the um, uh, gauntlet thing. Mm -hmm. But E fucked, like. That's Did you see the up. one where there's the no chick love there? She starts no, crying. No she starts crying during the porno because it's like hurting or whatever, and she's like, she's like, I'll fuck the dog. I'll do like puke porn, whatever you want. And they're like, you really gonna fuck the dog? Because that's gonna mess you up. Is that what you want? She's like, yeah, I guess. She's <laughs> like, this is some hardcore shit. E fucked like filters the internet, um, and that that. It's not the cream rising to the top. It's more of like a, a disgusting brine yeah. that it's sinks the to the layer bottom. Of sediment on the they, bottom of that internet lake. Yeah, they drain all this good stuff off the top and they scrape that brine off the bottom. That's all hardened and gross. And, it's and the sludge. It's the toxic waste. It's the awfulness scum on the bottom of the bay next to a battery manufacturing facility. That Rocco guy <laughs> will put a chick in a full Nelson while he's fucking her. If you can imagine that, like like under her arms on the back of her head and he's fucking her and she's like 90 pounds. So he can, he's like a big dude and he, 90 pounds is nothing to this dude. And he'll be fucking her and putting her head in the toilet. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, what is she getting paid for this? It's, yeah. Uh, and and the, the. Probably quite a bit. The, uh, a lot of what happens in e -fucked is filled with regret. And that regret is real and true. And it's that's palpable. That's why it's so not sexy to me. I'm going. Uh, I'm not yeah. going. All right, I'm not, so I'm just gonna read. The, wow, this so, is such a dirty episode. Carry on. Yeah, I'm just gonna read like the <laughs> the titles <laughs> of the videos and stuff that are on there. So um, number one, Gia Paloma's infamous milk enema fail. The description reads: Aside from giving vegans cancer, everyone knows that milk does a body good. When this video was released, the full part was edited out. Luckily, a low quality leak found its way to me. Full scene here. Um, don't know what's gonna happen there. Ten what the fuck moments in porn. Uh, one guy, one mousetrap, he's putting his cock in it. Mm. Uh, pretty much the shittiest incest porn ever. It reads, some people have no business in porn, namely fat people, horses, and that dumb cunt from Teen Mom. Today, the blacklist gets a little longer with the introduction of this innocuous fucktard. He has the sexual prowess of a catatonic sloth and acting skills so bad, Dolph Lundgren's head would implode. Download the video here. <laughs> 
Too drunk to fuck. Uh, Misha here just signed the liability waiver to star in her very own movie. So grab a bottle of vodka and put down a preemptive puke bucket beside the couch because it's time for some classic Russian pornography. And she looks dead in the video. That's just her face. They're having to like, hold her eyes open. She's so drunk. Um, flashing kids at the mall prank. Apparently this hot chick is just flashing children at the mall. That seems illegal. Oh, it's a prank um, now. <laughs> it's a social experiment. I thought that was a felony. <laughs> <laughs> Lighting uh, small fires around the city prank. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I think this is a, a video of uh, a guy named Miguel having a very large, every year thousands of people endure senseless tragedy. I'm reading as the video plays. This is on the screen. This is Miguel's story. I'm pretty sure that, oh shit. <laughs> What's up with Miguel? I'm going to link you. I'm going to link you, and, and, and we're going to watch together. Because uh, it's Miguel. Because right, you, don't, you don't have to worry about some woman having her soul destroyed on camera. Nothing mm, like that. It's mm -hmm. a dude. And he just made a little mistake. That's all. Just a little mistake. We all have been there. All right. Uh, the title of this one is, I Must Have Been Drugged. I, I am... Uh, do I have an ad popping up or something? Oh, every year, here I'm at... It's only... Let's start over again. Oh, don't play this for the crowd now. Oh, the sound is even bad? Oh, uh, the sound's okay. Just That's where I was headed, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. so let, let's cue at zero, hit pause, and then I we'll all play together. There. All right, so now I, I, you have to hit play video again to get it going. So, Taylor, you ready? You look confused. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Every year, thousands of people endure senseless tragedy. There's just text on the screen. This is Miguel's story. Okay, so it looks like he's having surgery on his butt or something. There's a, There's catheter, a catheter in his penis. And, oh, they're going to pull something out of his butt that's not supposed to be there. Miguel arrives at the ER complaining his butt hurt. And and we're watching. There's a hand in his butt. The and, whole hand. Yeah, the whole hand. And it looks the doctor's like, hand. I just woke up like this after a party, he said. And... They're going to pull something out of his butt. I don't know what that thing is going to be. You know we... what it is. Oh, oh, see, that's what I thought it was. It just keeps going. So there was a uh, dildo with balls on it. Um, Ten inches long. Had to be. Twelve, maybe. <laughs> they put it in that little medical tray. Yeah, that the girl was sorting the cum out of. One of those bedpan type things, the old school lima bean shaped ones, kidney shaped ones. Yeah, so there is a there's a penis with balls on it. Like, the fact that the balls were in his butt, same Miguel three days later, there's text on the screen again. What is happening oh, now? Oh, oh, oh. they're pulling something else out of, is that a butt? That, he came back three days later with an even bigger thing in his ass. It's a, he says, Read the text. I must have tripped while making a salad. There's As they a... pull a bloody, enormous zucchini out of his ass. Is oh, that a zucchini? Uh, like zucchini cucumber. cucumber, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. and the guy's sitting there uh, doggy style, really. God damn, there's blood on it, too. A week later, <laughs> Miguel died in a freak accident involving a catfish. That's not wouldn't you at least go to a different hospital to try and throw uh, him off the case? I don't know. I want, I want someone who's... What's more embarrassing, introducing a whole new team of professionals to your to your asshole, or the same group who's already done it once? Yeah, maybe one oh, time you can get away with like having somebody punch you in the eye or something when you go in and just be like, "Oh, I was you know molested." Like a, a gang of people, a, a vegetable bandit came up and <laughs> rammed it right up my ass and said, "Enjoy," and now I'm here. Like, yeah, that doesn't play more than once though, and this guy seems to have a, a habitual problem. <laughs> this one is called phone booth shit. 
Taking well, a shit while talking on the phone is perfectly normal. It's a girl shitting in a phone booth. I, I, I... What year is this from? <laughs> phone booth? Um, I think this person is going to plug their dick into a light socket somehow. I'll, I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna watch a bit. Have you guys ever it. heard of one red paperclip? Oh, shit. We got to watch this one. No, God damn it. <laughs> I haven't heard of one red paperclip. What is really? that? Is oh, that... it's amazing. It's the coolest story. The love plug. That's the name of this one. Are we watching All right, this? all right, Taylor. Choose a topic. One red paperclip or the love plug? Come on, Taylor. He plugs his dick into a light sock, into a power outlet. Taylor, it's an amazing right, story. We'll do, Feel good. We're going to have a brief foyer into the love plug. And yeah. then we'll move uh, tangentially over to a red paperclip. Love paper plug, baby, love plug. All right. Um, I'm queued up at zero. Here's a detailed guide on how to become permanently impotent in a split second. I'd absolutely ready? love to see a girl try to do something like this. Ready, set, play. All right, so this is shot oh of... My god. Oh, no! The, oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, my god! No! No! Listen! What he did is he, he put tinfoil on his penis and wrapped it around, okay? And then at the tip of the tinfoil, it had, like, devil horns. And then he put those into a socket. It you can see the spark. He tripped the socket, and then the lights went out, and he screamed. That motherfucker threw the circuit. He threw he threw the fuse. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, when yeah. he he tripped the circuit breaker, and and God, he could be really hurt. I guess. You know what? That's <clears throat> what you get. I blame you for me seeing this, Taylor. Because clearly you're responsible. It's, yeah, I, that was so. I thought he was. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, I, like looking back, I thought he was just gonna kind of like mush it up against an outlet, maybe. Or, yeah, that was ugh. his that little conspiracy theory hat that he fashioned for his dick. So, this happened when the internet was young, uh, way back in like 2005, and I guess it wasn't that young. Anyway, I learned about this at work, and it like it got me excited to think that this was like a possibility because somebody actually really honestly did this. He started with one red paperclip and he started trading it on the internet. And every time he traded it, he tried to make like a step up. And they're all like legit negotiated deals. You know, someone wanted this instead of that. It's it, it. So let's just look at it. Yeah, they, there was a, a rendition of this on The Office. Oh, well, this maybe is where it came from. So let, let's go through the trades. He traded his red paperclip, his one red paperclip, for a, sh a fish-shaped pen, right? Both pretty worthless. Like, I, I feel like the pen is better than the paperclip, but pens are also kind of worthless, right? Like, you can get a pen for free. You can take them from a store. No one, no one ever gets mad that you... Like, it's a pen. It's not much. And then he traded the pen on the same day for a hand-sculpted doorknob. Not even sure that's a step up, but and then he went to Massachusetts with a friend to trade the doorknob for a Coleman camp stove, which is a pretty good trade up. And then he traded the camp stove for a Honda generator, another good trade up. And then he, well, I don't understand this. He made a second attempt after having the generator confiscated by the fire department to trade the generator for an instant party, an empty keg, and an IOU for filling the keg. 
with the beer of his choice and a neon Budweiser sign. And again, like a Honda generator for keg seems kind of like an assigned, I don't know, it's a trade that's possible. Then he traded the instant party for a Ski-Doo snowmobile. Mm-hmm. And then he traded the snowmobile for a two-person trip to British Columbia. And then he traded the trip for a second spot on a yak trip for a box truck. I don't fully understand that. And then he traded the cube van, a.k.a. box truck, for a recording contract with Metalworks. They traded the recording contract for a year's rent in Arizona. Then he traded the year's rent for an afternoon with Alice Cooper. I'm not sure that's even a step up, but I guess. And then he traded an afternoon with Alex Cooper for a motorized snow globe. I don't know why that's a trade up. And then he traded the motorized snow globe for a role in a film. And then he traded that for a two-story farmhouse. There's just no way. Like, has this all been well and truly verified? Because there are so many weird little exchange rates. Like, what is Alice Cooper lunch compared to rent in Phoenix, compared to a box truck? Like, it... There's that's not what makes it many hard. People. He had to find he had to find things that people specifically wanted on the way. He had to trade up every every time is a trade up, but it's almost a believable trade up. Like if you guys are watching the video version, you can see what the trades were. Like a paperclip for a pen, I get that. Pen for a doorknob, eh. uh, a doorknob for a stove. That to me seemed like a big upgrade. A stove that- for a generator. That one's too good, almost. That Kiss globe is $100. The, a Kiss motorized snow globe. I don't, there's it's, a, a, it's a snow globe. I, I don't get that one in particular because he had a year's rent and they traded the year's rent for an afternoon with Alex, Alice Cooper. And that to me was a trade down. And then he went to the snow globe and all of a sudden, like, if you were to skip that and trade a year's rent for a stupid fucking snow globe, I don't get it. Yeah, how about if you have this remarkable bartering skill, you just take a whole year's rent in Phoenix, Arizona, and buy like 60 of these magic snow globes, skip the <laughs> Alice Cooper lunch. I think it's real, just, though. Like, the BBC is, investigated it, and they said, how'd you make all these incredible trades? And he said, I had no idea. I think that it gathered some steam at some point, and people were maybe doing bad trades to get... Oh, to, to like, show that what he was doing was working. Well, to be part of the show. I think, you know, like this guy got, he went from a paperclip to a year's rent. And I read an interview with him about this a long time ago. And at that point he considered stopping. He's like, we've got something really valuable here. This is like tangible real estate, but they wanted to keep going until they owned a house and they got a a two story farmhouse in Saskatchewan. I'm looking at the picture of it. I'll slide this over so that the world can see a little better. Um, the two-story farmhouse in Saskatchewan is good, but you know it, it doesn't look like a million-dollar home. Uh, no. This thing might be a at the, in 2005. Maybe it was a forty-thousand-dollar home. I don't know how much Saskatchewan homes cost, but assuming it's an inexpensive area to live and it's a small home like that, it, it could have been forty to eighty thousand. Pretty neat. He started with a paperclip. Pretty neat. Yeah. I want to believe it. 
Yeah, Dwight did that on uh, um, The Office. They had like a, uh, a yard, sort of a yard sale inside the um, downstairs in the, uh, in the warehouse, and everybody was selling their own thing. And he started with like, shit, what was it? Something really small, like a paperclip. And he built his way up to a, 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 a telescope, and then Jim fleeced him by, by selling him magic, jelly, magic beans like Jack and the Beanstalk. It's pretty funny. There's a season or two of The Office where they wildly ripped off internet memes, like dances, and um, it kind of bugged me. A lot of people were criticizing it. I remember when it was live at the time. Um, they were just sort of redoing popular internet memes and videos and stuff like that. One Red Paperclip falls into that criticism. Hmm. Well, I mean, it was just one part of one episode. I don't know. Yeah, it was I, never I, like the core of it. But they're yeah. like, hey, you know, th these jokes are just ripped off. What was funny, so so the whole time Jim is fleecing Dwight. He's like, yeah, I was in Jamaica, and this guy sold me these beans. And I turned around to get my money back, and he'd vanished. So weird. And he's, he's, he keeps, he's like, you know what? And he, like, he like stomps them, throws them away, but then they're back magically. And Dwight's confused by it. And finally, of course, he trades the telescope for these magic uh, beans. And, uh, and so he's got, Dwight goes and he plants them in all these, these like planters, you know? And when he's not looking, of course, Jim is swapping out those planters with new planters with huge plants in them and stuff. Like, <laughs> like, like they just grew in an hour. Uh, I like The Office. I, I, um, I'm trying to think. You mean, you mean like you said the dances. Is it maybe the episode where they have like a musical intro to it or something? Yeah, that was one of them. Um, but there were like, I, I just remember, I think it was a Reddit criticism. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've been on Reddit for that long. Um, where they were just ripping on, the guy listed like nine examples of things that they got on the internet and just redid. And I didn't catch the paperclip one at the time, but yeah, mm. a lot of that. Okay. Uh, what did I have? There's elections. I don't know if we did election talk. We did. We did it quickly. I don't know. We it's good. Maybe that's enough. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, oh, this is just a random topic. What is the, it's from ask, from ask Reddit. What's the rarest thing that you own? Oh, right. God, and I, you guys are going to have something cool. I, I, see, I feel like I don't like there's rare shit. This is my, ah. this is my like 15 million year old fossil that I found myself out in Texas. That was see, pretty cool. I like that. That's, That's a, giant a good snail. one. Um, I don't know. I, I've got a lot of my guns are serialized. I don't like that. <laughs> what, that it says FPS or FPS? <laughs> no, no, it's not that it says FPS. I think that's pretty neat. Oh, that's not, that doesn't meet your qualifications. For I, I guess. Like, you know, I've, I've had a surfboard with my name on it or something, but you know, that kind of is only special to me. Um, and, like, I want something that has some kind of value, uh, I guess. I've got that. I've got those shredder, uh, like, personal tank vehicles. Like, I, I haven't seen many of those anywhere. It's not um, rare at all, but my, my table saw, um, it, there was a time when on the internet woodworking community, I was kind of a big deal and the saw stop had, uh, um, like a, a huge waiting list, like two years long. And because I was like internet famous for woodworking, they gave me mine right away. And the serial number on it is 22. And I, like, even to this day, I think it's kind of cool that like, the owner of the saw stop was like, yeah, what do you get yours? Cause it, you know, it was like kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. I like whenever I um, am working a deal with a company and I'm getting like suppressors or guns, 
um, I usually have them uh, serialized in like FPS 1, 2, 3, 4. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a machine gun that's FPS 007, my Mark 46 is. Uh, this is FPS 1. I've got uh, two more of these that are like FPS 2 and 3. Um, I don't know. I've got a couple of... So it's like a novelty thing. plate on a car, almost. Vanity plate, yeah. One of my hockey sticks was used by an NHL player. Cool. That's, That's cool. the direction I was going to yeah. I have a signed uh, Al McInnes game stick I, from when I was younger. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot that's of mine, cool. like, they're literally worn out. Like, the the local hockey store that used to be here called Cool Sports uh, got all the old Hurricane sticks, like, when, when they were done playing with them and sold mm -hmm. used sticks. But they were all used NHL sticks, which in some ways made them kind of neat. I played with mine a lot. Yeah. I didn't really... I've got uh, a signed uh, Brett Hall puck. I've got I had that. one. <laughs> I don't know where it is now. So I have uh, I have I, one of that full size monster from the video game Rage uh, that I called Zorgon. You guys are familiar with that? No. Let me grab. Oh, him I know the video game Rage. I, I got him back here. He's like he's on my my dip bar. Like he's just sitting on it's it. It's really old, from like the eighties or something, right? Oh, is that the arcade game? Yeah. I played yeah. the arcade game Rage. No, this oh, is, Rampage this, is what I'm thinking of. This was an Xbox 360 uh, right. a game, Rage was. I'm going to grab him. He's just in the back room. Okay, you grab him. Yeah, I can't think of anything cool other than just a couple of hockey things. Yeah, uh, like rarest thing I own. The rarest thing. Yeah, probably that stick. I think I've got a couple signed jerseys somewhere, but nobody as big a name as Brett Hall or... Uh, oh, I've got... Uh, a picture of me and Sidney Crosby, his rookie season. Fuck Sidney Crosby. And he was he's signed. A, he's my least favorite outstanding player ever. Just because you think he's, well, you're a Philly fan. Of course you fucking hate him. But yes. you think he's a whiner? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he does everything he can. <laughs> I know that guy now. The baby head guy. <laughs> I, I feel like Sidney Crosby does everything he can to get babied by the refs and the other players and not to have to be a real hockey player. Um, I, all the other skilled players, like Brett Hull, for example, was at least also like, he wasn't there fighting all the time. He wasn't Shanahan or something, but at least he was a hockey player. Sidney Crosby is a fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, came back to a bit of Sidney Crosby. Hey, gonna get a lot of angry Pittsburgh fans, maybe. Oh god, both of them. Fuck it, yeah. fuck Sidney Crosby. <laughs> He's fucking douchebag, crybaby whiner. Yeah, he talks to the refs more than anybody. I, all with just fucking crying. There's it, definitely it, times that he's been melodramatic and a drama queen, and it makes you dislike him. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> like. Even after his like little stint at the beginning of the season where he didn't play well at all, and everybody's like, "Oh, Crosby, you know, making room for the next best player to come in." Like you, you're, you know, falling off your throne. And then in the last like month, he's just been tearing it up again. Like, best I'm not denying that he's effective. Like, you know, you can't deny that he's he's like leads the league in points. Oftentimes, probably not this year, but um, he's still a douchebag. Uh, I just he's a fucking baby wimp he's a wimp of a player and this is pussy. hockey yeah he's a pussy is just the best word Sidney Crosby is the biggest fucking pussy got no heart he's got no heart <laughs> I love you Kyle <laughs> yeah, like you know you see those players out there just leaving it all on the ice leaving it all and, and, and he you know he gets a scratch he's he's one yeah. to you know, be a real pussy about it. Oh, I just don't like God. how he plays the game no heart <laughs> 
He, he, no, I agree. I, <laughs> that that's how he. Kyle's right, even though I don't think Kyle knows Sidney Crosby at all. Oh, but, of course I do. Uh, he yeah, he plays for what team is it again, Kyle? Oh, the Saskatchewan Faggots. Uh, <laughs> again, Saskatchewan he's right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we underestimated you, Kyle. So um, this guy, this quickly is an interlude. Um, about four years ago at the Staples Center in L.A. Um, at E3, they had these motherfuckers like lashed all over to the Staples Center to like promote the game Rage. And so they approached us to do a video for them, and I immediately was like, well, I need those fucking monsters you got tied on the building outside. You got to get those to me. They kind of chuckled. And I was like, not nah, for real. I, I need like four of those. Cause, and, and so they sent me four of them in a box truck. Apparently, they cost like five grand a piece because they got full like metal skeletons that are posable, even the fingers. And uh, it's heavy. It's this big foam thing. I don't know. It's, this is Zorgon. He's, he's been part of my life for a long time now. I just leave him set up in rooms and stuff, uh, ready to scare any unsuspecting How many times person. has he been shot? Never. Uh, this was the. I told them that I needed four of them, but I only needed three because I wanted to keep one. Yeah. Smart. You know, a rainy day, just in case. You need <laughs> oh, a I, 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 yeah. Goblin. Good, good thinking, Kyle. Just in case you need a Zorgon. I like having him. Um, like upstairs, I've got the guy from. Um, oh, what's the guy with the mohawk? What was that game? Mr. Um, T. Nah, the, the the white guy from the. Uh, the game that came out a couple years ago. He had the mo Borderlands. The, the. They were on an island. Oh, Dead. um, something. Dead Island. Let me grab him and you'll know him. Hang on. An say. island with the mohawk. God, I'm gonna know this. I don't. know. Oh, uh, Far Cry. Far Cry Three. That's kind of like the. Uh, it's is it Far Tomb Cry? Ra Everyone started doing promo videos. I know Devin Supertramp did one. They were like paying everyone to do videos. I think it's Far Cry. I've never played Far Cry. I bought it. It's in my Steam library, but I still haven't played it. I thought there were like five Far Cries now. I think there are. Yeah, I think I'm nailing it with Far Cry 3, actually. Here, I'll, I'll share it with everyone so they can see what I'm seeing. I bet this is what Kyle's talking about. And knowing that he seemed to get it through his YouTube world. And they were like, everybody was pimping him at one time. Oh, that's probably it. I bet he had an agreement with them to help you know, promote the game. This guy's got the beginning of a bad ear decision going. He does. I, I would say he's already made a bad ear decision. Well, none of them are good. The, he, well, I mean, piercing your ears, I feel like it's good, and it's also temporary. Yeah. You can pull. I mean, like the gauges. Right, right. It's, it's, Have you ever met someone with a gauge like in their uh, upper or lower lip, to where I've if they take it out, you can just see teeth? I've seen it on TV. I've seen it on the internet. It's very so. unsettling. It, it's weird to see someone's teeth through their lip and just kind of be reminded like oh yeah like we they really go lower than just... you think yeah it's yeah like, you you really got to step up your oral hygiene if you're just going to be popping out your your cork and showing off your your lower incisor or whatever the hell that teeth is <laughs> oh yeah this must be it he's even got the little bandana that slipped down to his wrist is it far cry oh Kyle, oh, there it is he froze for a second I think I'm right. Yeah, I think Woody's right. Yeah. 
Kyle, are you there? Yeah, can you not hear me? Uh, you froze. Oh, I, for a I think we froze a little now. bit. Yeah, but we saw the guy. Far Cry Three, right? Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. 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 See, Kyle's <sighs> totally winning the rarest thing competition, which it wasn't I had that made. Started really. Yeah, I got the uh, my painting, the Call of Duty the painting. makeup artist. That's kind of a rare. Th of course, cool. nobody else the, wants uh, it, but I think it's neat. I had one of the makeup artists that do uh, the work on The Walking Dead. Uh, he did my makeup for that uh, Hitman video. I had him make this thing: the hair and the airbrushing. And Kyle's so. blinking in and out. Yeah, I, I'm I've got couple. another painting coming. So, so it's all oh. red, but it has PKA and the pill in white, and it was a regrettable decision. So basically, I banned a guy on Woodycraft, and. Uh, at Woodycraft now, what we do is if you even like threaten or say docs or DDoS, we come down super hard on it. Uh, it, it, it it's a no tolerance policy. Really, we lock it down so hard, and the no tolerance thing I almost have to do because people scream favoritism very quickly. And um, I think this guy, I forget which one he mentioned, but it was like it, he didn't do it, but he kind of like vaguely insinuated docs or DDoS which is all it takes. So we banned him. And uh, he doesn't have the money to, to get unbanned. So he, that's what we do. $25, $50, $75, and you can buy an unban. Otherwise, we couldn't ban so easily. It would be a death sentence. So anyway, he offered to paint me a painting instead. And um, I am getting a painkiller already painting that might replace that one. What if it's just backdrop. a painting of you sucking a big dick? With like Woody is a douche over it or something, just his one final way to stick it to you. Before. <laughs> then we'll be, be unlocked. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. speaking of art and paintings, you should check out Melissa. There's more Instagram. to the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, um, uh, it turns out that Kyle, you're not fully back yet. That uh, if half of the stuff that he's accused of doing is true, and people falsely accused, but if half of the stuff that that this guy has done is true. I should not have accepted easy payment. <laughs> I, I, I am really regretting it. I'm going to stick to my word because that's what you do. But um, uh, I, I mean, I think you may have been too lean. He's on ice. He's on thin ice. I like. Yeah. We had players that their leader is permanently gone. Where again, I don't know what's true or not, but these guys appear to be like a full-on gang of cyber criminals that like to pick on kids that play Minecraft. And we've just been like banning them left and right for when they get caught. And uh, this is one that, that purchased an unban with instead of cash using a painting. And I feel like a dumbass because... Uh, well, uh, enjoy your painting. Well, I hope that his reputation is worse than his reality. How much is the second ban for him? Two, three, maybe four paintings? He's on <laughs> his third ban. It would have been $75, but instead it will be a painting. Ah. So that's And that. then he's gone. Watercolor? Yeah. If he gets a fourth ban, then it's not purchasable. I had a guy offer me $500 for a fourth ban, and I was like, no. That's no. You're done. Yeah. If we caught you three times, oh. you've probably done 3,000 bad things, and you've got to go. you got to go. So, yeah. and then, you know, he knew he wow. was on his last band, still did stuff. You know, that's, that's just the way that we do it. 
you know, you're done. So, um, hey, um, Chiz linked us to this video. Um, let's I, watch am, it. Am I coming through okay? No, yeah, you're really fuzzy. You know, so this video is all the talk right now. It's just been uploaded. Let's watch it together. Can you try talking again, Kyle? One, two, three, testing. One, two, three. That was good. It's better than it was, yeah. Yeah. So I'm queued up at zero. Same. I'm good to go. Ready, set, play. You know, today Senator Sanders said that President Obama failed the presidential leadership test. And this is not the first time that he has criticized President Obama. Uh, in the past, he's called him weak. He's called him a disappointment. He uh, wrote a foreword for a book that uh, basically argued uh, voters should have buyer's remorse when it comes to uh, President Obama's uh, leadership and legacy. Ready, and set, I just couldn't pause. Agree. So this has been a continuing theme of hers. Uh, she's always trying to say that I am the successor to Obama. If you liked Obama, vote Hillary. And um, I feel like there's a lot of people, I'd be included, that would like if hypothetically three terms was the limit, they'd vote Obama one more time. You know, yep. like it, I think Obama would win this year's election easily. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely. So she's really trying to run on Obama's coattails. And let, mm -hmm. let's see how this plays out. Ready, set, play. I disagree uh, more uh, with uh, those kinds of comments. You know, from my perspective, maybe because I understand what President Obama inherited, not only the worst financial crisis, but the antipathy of the Republicans in Congress. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for being a president who got us out of that ditch, put us on firm ground, and has sent yeah. us into the future. A lot of cheers for Obama at the Democratic debate. Surprise. The kind of criticism that we've heard from the Senator Sanders about our president, I expect from Republicans, I do oh. not expect from someone running for the Democratic nomination to succeed President that Obama. That is... Madam Secretary, that she looks is like she's dressed a like Yoko Ono. Low. I have worked with President Obama for the last seven years. When President Obama came into office, we were losing 800,000 jobs a month. 800,000 jobs a, a month. We had a $1.4 trillion deficit, and the world's financial system was on the verge of collapse. As a result of his efforts and the efforts of Joe Biden against unprecedented, I was there in the Senate unprecedented Republican obstructionism, we have made enormous progress. But you know what? Last I heard, we lived in a democratic society. Last I heard, a United States senator had the right to disagree with a president, including a president who has done such an extraordinary job. So I have voiced criticisms. You're right, maybe you haven't. I have. But I think to suggest that I have voiced criticism, this blurb that you talk about, you know what the blurb said? Blurb said that the next president of the United States has got to be aggressive in bringing people in to the political process. That's what I said. That is what I believe. <laughs> president Obama and I are friends. As you know, he came to Vermont to campaign for me when he was a senator. I have worked for his reelection his first election, and his re-election. But I think it is really unfair to suggest that I have not been supportive of the president. I have been a strong ally on him, with him on virtually every issue. Do senators have the right 
to disagree with the president? Have you ever disagreed I, with you know, a president? Senator, I suspect. <laughs> what, what I am concerned about, shorter, is not not disagreement I, I, on issues. Saying that this is what I'd yeah. rather Cal, do. Can you fix your I don't agree with the president on that. Calling the president weak, the calling him a button. disappointment, oh. calling several times that he should have a primary opponent when he ran for re-election in 2012. You know, I think that goes further than saying we have our disagreements. As a Sweet. senator, yes, so, I was a senator. I understand we can disagree on the path forward, but those kinds of personal oh. assessments and charges are ones that I find well, senator, uh, particularly if you'd like troubling. To respond to, I mean, you may respond to that, but it's time now for closing statements, and you can use your time for closing statements well, to do that. One of us ran against Barack Obama. I was not that <laughs> candidate. That was good. I like that. I, I really felt like he was referring to Bill when he asked if she'd ever disagreed with a president or something. Yeah, like I, I, my mind immediately went to the Monica time. Yeah. 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 You know, have you ever disagreed with a president? Or are you okay with your husband getting his I wish cock he went sucked deeper. by an intern? Yeah, I wish, he, I wish he went further. You know, sometimes presidents make decisions we don't agree with. I'm sure you've been there before. Maybe a certain president did something you didn't like. Yes. And, you know. And you probably <laughs> removed all the cigars from the Oval Office. <laughs> you know, and the result of this, the consequences uh, sometimes mean a, you know, sometimes we'd fix it with a good steam clean, but that's not the case. Yes, this time, Madam some, Secretary, you can't steam clean the economy. <laughs> the economy is not a cum stain, and it's not going to work like that. Yes, jobs are not blue dresses, and you can't just take them to the to the dry uh, cleaner. I hate her with a passion. I I, I really She's hate horrible. her so much. Just looking at her goddamn face makes me angry. Um, I, I wish Sanders. I wish Sanders would beat her. I, I really do. I, I mean, my dislike of her is more rational. <sighs> I, I feel like her. <sighs> look, her policies are it's visceral. I can feel the a, hate. A continuation of Obama. Like if you look at what she actually wants to do, there's that. I feel like she blows with the political wind way too much. When she voted for the Iraq War, that was either because she's bought and paid for, or because it was a popular decision or she has bad decision-making processes. One of those either makes bad decisions, she's bought, or it was popular. I, I said one time that the Iraq war had like a 95% approval rating and, and yeah. people looked into it and it, it was in the 90s. I forget the exact number, 90, 92. I went a little high, but it was wildly popular. It's rare that like America, like 90 some percent of America agrees on a thing. Yeah. And that's where to stand against the Iraq war took a real backbone and it took good decision making. I did it, but I'm not a politician, but I, I thought of it at the time. Bernie Sanders did it. Obama did it. Hillary didn't. Hillary was pro Iraq war. She fucked up. Do you want her as your president when you fuck up like that? When, when you fiercely fucking decide to invade the Middle East with no proof? And you know how I know there was no proof? Because it wasn't there, right? If there was any proof, then they would have actually had to have done it. But there was no proof. It, it, the, this, the burden of, like, of proof was lower for a war than it is for like a capital punishment case. And they literally started a war just on a hunch. And it's fucking horrific. And only the stupidest of stupid leaders would do something like that, like Clinton or Bush. Well, like pretty much every politician then. Like you said, like 90 plus percent. A lot. Yeah, yeah. That was the people's support. I don't know if there were 90 percent uh, politicians. But um, 
it was really popular and it was awful. And Hillary, I, I wish I could name some of the other things that she supported that I really disagreed with, but she was a very bit... pro traditional marriage until like that... three years ago. No, no uh, not even that long. And Obama had a similar mistake. I think, you know, he, he just, he wasn't, he didn't have the backbone to be for gay marriage until recently when there's really no cost to be for gay marriage. If anything, yeah. there's a benefit. Now, if you're anti-gay marriage, then it's like being racist. You know, it, it's it's a it, it's the same battle. These guys are fighting what 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 I guess black people. I want to know if they support the FUPA movement, the the furries, <laughs> eunuchs, and pedophiles of America. I, that's that's what I want to know. So so Hillary is is taking group. the weak backbone positions for uh, her whole career. You know, politically expedient positions is what they would call it. You know, she doesn't stand up against the against the wind. That woman and, has stood up against sniper fire before. She she told me. I heard that too. Kyle says that I guess when she ran against Barack, she I don't know. They she got off a helicopter and they dodged sniper fire. Yeah, she's I think it was a and plane, it, like she landed somewhere, maybe Kosovo or I don't remember where she landed at, but she she claimed to have been under sniper fire. It was just a total fabricated Peter Jennings kind of thing. Is Peter Jennings no no no, no Dan Rabbit, Brian Williams. Be, Brian Williams. You're right. It was Brian Williams. Uh Brian Williams, he got attacked in the helicopter, didn't he? Yeah, they shot him down with an RPG. He imagined yeah. the whole thing, unfortunately. Or did it happen to a different helicopter in his thing? I, that's how I remember it. The way I sure. remember it was like he claimed that his chopper might have been hit, and the reality was that like a different chopper was shot at or something like that. It was there was a little that, meat that to he what actually, he said, but not much. Yeah, he actually ended up having PPTSD, <laughs> pre-post-traumatic stress. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, it, just the anticipation of something that's stressful was enough to set him off. Yeah. You know, yeah, just just, uh, just imagining a stressful situation mm -hmm. quickly, quickly. He doesn't do well in horror movies, handle. anything like that. You know, Any imaginary uh, he can't read stresses. books with a twist at the end. You know, mm. good God, loses it. Speaking of books with a twist at the end, I guess the uh, the new season of Game of Thrones is only sixty <sighs> days away, something like that. Are we excited about it? What's your what's your level of anticipation and excitement? But but and I have. I've completely pulled the plug on any kind of a spoiler. There's lots of behind-the-scenes photos. They, they're saying, like, spoilers all on them because there's, like, 16 photos. I haven't mm. looked at any of that stuff, but I'm excited. I'm tempering my expectations. Like, every other season, I get super excited months leading up, including last season. And then not even – it wasn't a huge disappointment last season. Overall, I still enjoyed it thoroughly, but – it didn't quite hit that threshold of like, oh my fucking God, this is so cool that the season with like the Red Wedding had. And so I'm just trying to not get excited so that whatever happens, I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, I guess I feel the same way. I, while I, I liked the whole Khaleesi on the Dragon more than any, any of you guys did, that was a big episode for me. Uh, I, 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 that was like a triumphant moment where my heart was pounding and I was like, yeah, fuck them up, burn them, burn them. You know, I, I had a good time with that. Um, I think there were maybe like six good episodes last year. Uh, and that's definitely down from past seasons. So last year was a has been was the worst season yet. I'm hoping it was an aberration and not a trend. Yeah, I agree I completely. Except my number would have been less than six. I can't name them, yeah. but maybe there were four episodes I thought were really good. And um, uh, like you said, I'm hoping that that you know that was just a hiccup in an otherwise great series. And it will be interesting because I watched last season and enjoyed it the least as a book reader. 
audiobook reader. <laughs> I don't want to get all... You don't have to keep hedging that. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah that counts. Thing. You, yeah, I feel counts. like in terms of knowledge, it's the same count, but there's a certain prestige, prestige I to... think, that comes to a written word. Like, you know, That's your true. actual reader, whereas I am a guy who drove too much because yeah. I went back... It's like saying you got a perfect sport in, in goaling, but you use the bumpers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I, I think it's just as uh, I, I think um, I, I'm multitasking. Hey, not only am I absorbing this gigantic fucking series of novels, I'm doing other things. I'm mowing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think there's any more prestige to, to reading the book. Um, I, I absorb it better having it read to me because I'm, it's like I'm able to let go of the part of my brain that would have to focus on words and flip pages and follow along and, and, and pay attention to punctuation so I get the so I hear it correctly, so I read it correctly, you know, get the right uh, you know, tone on the words that, and everything. But I can listen to Roy Dotrice go on about this stuff with his accents, his voices. It's so much better. I, I absorb it, I understand it, I retain it. Uh, I, I think audiobooks are the way to so you know, the the whole the original story it is spoken word, right? It's, it's how our history was passed down. It's how all of our greatest stories were originally conveyed. It's by listening to someone else tell you a story. The whole written thing is a downgrade from listening to a story, the original way of learning yeah, a story. Yeah, it's not a downgrade. Like, it keeps it more accurate. Like, back in the day, like, Bible times. Like Oh, I'm not talking about accuracy of the at story. At first, but... it was like, how many people did Jesus feed with that bread and those fish? And they were like, I don't know, like, must have been at least 11. And then over time, it gets to the point where it's like he, he fed a ton of them. They're like, well, how much? I don't know. The guy who told me this story didn't tell you. It had to be, they wouldn't have made a big deal out of it if it any less than 5,000. Like, you know? well, I agree with you about oral tradition and there being discrepancies. But Roy Detrice isn't part of some oral tradition. He didn't get told this by some guy who got told it by some guy. He's reading the fucking book to you. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe some people are different. Or I guess I know some people are different with how they absorb information, but... I get way more of the full story when I'm reading, sitting down. I can go at my own pace. If, like, a paragraph, if I have difficulty picturing it, or if I do what I often do, which is I get, like, halfway through a paragraph and I'm, like, picturing it, and then I imagine something cool and I start, like, building my own side story, and then I get a few more lines down, I'm like, fuck, that's not even happening. What am I even reading anymore? I'm just <laughs> in my own head. Yeah, I have to go back. Oh. Can't do that with audiobooks as well. I, I do. Uh, when, when he's reading it to me, um, I feel like the timing is perfect. Uh, in my head, you know, I, I, if it, his timing is perfect because he's telling the story orally. You know, he's reading it and then conveying it like a performance. Whereas if I'm reading it, maybe my timing, my reading speed, isn't feeding my brain fast enough, or maybe it's feeding my brain too quickly with details. I, I, I love listening to him read it. I remember, and it goes back to like my mother reading my stories, and uh, I always loved in school when the teacher would read stories. That was my favorite stuff. Um, I, I like listening to other people read. That's that's definitely my thing. I would probably have gotten more out of it if I read it myself. Like Taylor, I just feel like my comprehension is a little higher than it would be listening, yeah. especially the way I listened, where I was always driving or mowing or doing some other task. So, like, I don't know, like... Sometimes I'd be busy, and then I'd say, you know what? I didn't really get the last yeah. 90 uh -huh. seconds, but I can't easily go back 90 seconds. So we're just going to hope that we can pick up what I lost. And I know. also like change details in stories sometimes, and it helps me when I'm reading so I can like reestablish it. Like So many times in books, even like Game of Thrones, they'll be like, oh, and uh, Josephson was a, a, a stout man with a curly red beard and a purple you know sash round his neck and i'm like trying to picture that and i'm like 
no, that's not jiving with me. That's really stupid. He's going to be a little taller, <laughs> and he's going to have brown hair and a crest of an orca on his chest or something. Like, And I will go through the rest of the story picturing that. Or when I first read about the twins, like the that uh, the phrase castle there that bridges that lo- big uh, river, I didn't like the way they described that. And so I had to like sit down and like build it in my head first. Of like that's what it would really be like, you know, and <laughs> then move forward because the way they described something. Do you guys do that? Like you, it, what put I your do own do, little things. I'll read a name incorrectly, and then just keep reading it incorrectly for the next nine thousand pages. Like his name is Plebeon, and his yeah. name is like Peter, but I'll just <laughs> fucking Plebeon forever here. It's so many times that happens with all like in tech. Sometimes I'll read about the new like you know the McDouble Core <laughs> Intel processor. And it's like, all right, it's the McDouble core. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, the McDouble core. And then it's like the McDearth or something. Like, yeah, yeah, right. I never really did look at the second half of that word very carefully. And, and That's a thing. <laughs> because I read by learning, or, I know, a lot of times I learn by reading, I will just have mispronunciations filtered in there for way longer than you might guess. Well, I think our friends at Audible would disagree with both of you. I think they would <laughs> say that an audiobook is the only way. To, to really absorb a book properly at audible.com slash PKA. Get your free book now. They're not even sponsoring this they're, show. They're, they're not, but... but <laughs> you can still get a free book, though. You should, you should get that free book. Yeah, go get the free book. Check it out. I bet the deal's there. Let us know which one is better. I think we should call it right there. I think we've been about four hours. I've enjoyed this show. I like Josh. I think we talked about a lot of cool stuff. Okay, then. All right, uh, Painkiller Already, episode 269. I hope you like our new backdrop. Uh, made possible by Patreon. Sign up. And we'll get backdrops and shit. I mean. Even better. <laughs> and we'll handcuff one of one random fan to Wings of Redemption for a week for a chance to win a Corvette. <laughs> That's... That and other lies next week on Pink Already. <laughs> <laughs>